to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Thank you for listening. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, October 15th, 6.02 Pacific. Marx is running around while really walking at a brisk pace. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about, man. Uh, Mo- uh, Monster Energy Cup. This past weekend, certainly had some drama, some exciting things to uh, cover, and uh, lots to get into with that. Uh, we got the Red Bull Straight Rhythm coming up this uh, weekend, and uh, there's certainly something to talk about that. Uh, Pulp MX is going to make... Wait, that's me. We're going to make a big announcement as far as our rider, because uh, uh, we got rammed. We got rammed hard at Straight Rhythm. Sometimes we do the ramming, and sometimes the ramming gets us. Uh, Alex Ray uh, injured his back. He's out for this weekend for the Straight Rhythm, and we'll have an announcement soon on our fill-in rider. Uh, We got Caleb Russell on the show, six-time GNCC champion, six in a row. He is the... uh Second all-time winningest uh, rider right now in terms of titles, I think, and we'll talk to him about that. Uh, so Caleb Russell will be on, and of course, who can forget when Russell came out in Unadilla this summer and uh, almost put it on the podium. Uh, so we have Caleb Russell on the show. Jeremy Malott will be on. He is an athlete manager at Red Bull and the, the brains behind the straight rhythm. He will be on as well to talk about that event and the genesis of going to two strokes and what he thinks Stank Dog is going to destroy uh, this year. Uh, so Jeremy Malott will be on. Jason Thomas, of course, will be on. And Jesse Hebert will be on. Jesse Hebert. <coughs> excuse me. I'm getting choked up. Uh, this is the guy, if you watch the Monster Energy Cup, and we'll talk about how we got to it, but because Eli Tomac swept all three men events, Jesse also won a million dollars and we got to get this guy on here to talk about that experience he looked stoked and the best thing is is he's a listener of pulp mx so he was very happy to uh to come on and talk about uh his win at monster energy cup and uh so yeah we're looking forward to having you people on uh, the show seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. 702-586-7857. You can give us a call anytime. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to listen to this on the app. Listen to this on TuneIn app as well. Uh, PulpMXShow.com sponsored deals for our discounts from our various sponsors. Uh, very excited about that. Amazon, if you're going to order something from Amazon, click on the banner on PulpMX.com. It takes you to Amazon, and we get a small slice of that. And Patreon as well. we got some special Patreon-exclusive podcasts for those people that want to uh, help out a little more and get this machine rolling uh are we on facebook or no we're not on facebook yet we're working on racer x facebook so uh we'll st- stand by for that uh so russell hebert malott uh thomas as well and uh we want to thank btosports.com fly racing race tech suspension and engines vortex racing gear alloy roost mx vertex pistons x brand goggles michelin star cross 5 maxima usa fmf works connection atlas neck brace w wheels guts racing get data pro filter honda world downy ride engineering ogo motorcycle industry jobs.com all on board with us and uh we're gonna do the btosports.com tweet at travis segment we are going to do the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs, the Race Tech rant, and the Gear Alloy cold call as well. Uh, all on the show tonight. Uh, lines are uh, We've got a few lines open, but let's get to my co-hosts. First up, 
a man who answered the call to come back into studio to co-host this. He wasn't even at the Monster Cup, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but he is uh, on Fox Sports either uh, doing the play-by-play or doing the pit announcing uh, on TV, or he's doing the announcing of the inside the stadium, depending on uh, if Ricky Carmichael is there or not. He's a former pro racer. He's an Arena Cross champion. He's Daniel Blair. What's up, bud? Steve, you lied to me. What? You lied to me. How? What? How? You called me this morning. Uh-huh. You said, Daniel, get on a plane. Come do the Pulp Show. Jesse is coming on. The Millionaire Man. He's going to be in studio. We're going to go party <laughs> afterwards. He's paying for everything. Okay. Well, I may or may not have made some of that story up. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. You, you, right. you were right. He is on the show. I right. thought he was going to be here, and I thought we were going out afterwards. Right. So right. Uh, you lied to me. I'm here. Uh, I'll finish the show, <laughs> but I'm okay. not happy about it. All right. Fantastic. Good to know. <sighs> uh, welcome back in studio. Appreciate Thanks, it. Uh, obviously, uh, lots of talk about when it comes to this weekend. 100%. Yeah. We, we, a lot. We, we got a lot of things going. I want to find out what's going on with the TV package and what's going on with you. Uh, so we, we, we'll get into that. But I, all right. I got questions about that. All right. All right. Um, and, and and Eagle Grit. Eagle Grit's doing. Got to talk about Eagle Grit. We got yes, to promote that. Yes, we will. I, I, I swear to God, I did not put that Eagle Grit bottle there because you were uh, coming. But Pookie uh, again, had it. lying again. Pookie had it under the sink, and I'm like, it doesn't go under the sink because I'm going to use it for the garage because that's when I work in the garage. It's not really a, you know. Right. And it never got to the garage yet. No, I walk in the house, and there it is sitting right in front of me like a little display. <laughs> like, swear, thanks, Steve. I, cool. I swear that was not it. Eagle Grit's in my life. All right. Clearly. All right. Uh, also here, I uh, love having this guy in. He's been in a few times, always around the Vegas time, and uh, interesting uh, to get his take on a number of things and uh, helped out with the uh, uh, the freestyle and Brian Deegan and the monster truck stuff at Monster Energy Cup, and it's basically running the Red Bull straight rhythm uh, this weekend. It's Eric Pernard. What's up, Eric? How are you? Hey, glad to be back. Always a pleasure to be here. Steve. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you know, it. Um, it's going to be fun with Daniel. Yeah. You know, and uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I, w- I was hoping to meet Jesse in person as well. <laughs> I know, right? We had, <laughs> we had plans. We had plans. Um, uh, we I got... saw him win the money, and honestly, I didn't think he would survive the weekend. So yeah. I'm glad to know he's yeah, alive. I'm glad. You know, yeah, he, he's all good, right? He was, uh, okay. well, he was very sketchy to deal with on a DM on Instagram, but he, he's coming through. Uh, and uh, so he's, Eric, he's probably getting a lot of DMs right now yeah. as yeah. we speak. <laughs> Good so. point. Uh, Eric, you got Bercy coming up, you got Geneva coming up, and of course the Red Bull Straight Rhythm this weekend. Absolutely. I'm busy guy. Busy guy. Yeah. It's, it's my quarter. Yeah, you know. yeah, really, right? It's my quarter. Uh, Last quarter is just a little bit too busy. The other one are busy, but yeah. this one is slightly, you know, pinning you, it. You know, the, the Monster, the, the Feld guy's got a really cool thing going in the pits at Monster Energy Cup. I'm just, I'm regretful that I never get to stay and watch. I didn't, Pennywise <laughs> is a great band. Yeah. Uh, the Freestyle Show, I looked over as I was walking, and they look really fun and look yeah. like they were doing great things and and of course Deegan was doing things yeah. I just I'm too busy man in between practices uh, you're, you're trying to find out hey did, how's, how's this rider who fell hey how yeah. RV how do you like your bike hey uh, you know like it's just there's no time to watch this yeah, stuff for it, a guy it's like the me. same for us yeah. you know we are on the parking side and we have no idea what's going on yeah. inside the stadium yeah. so you know I went this morning to check on uh, Genki the freestyler like he broke yeah. his leg yeah He's not too bad, but that's uh, you know that's a bad break. Yeah, you know, so we he'll be out of uh, you know freestyle for yep. a few months. You know? uh, straight rhythm coming up, all two strokes this year. Yeah, Jeremy Millard, of course, will be on the show in a little bit. Uh, that'll be fun. Yes, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, love the smell, love the noise. Yeah, it, it's all good. Yeah, you know, um, it's uh, it's gonna be fun and yeah. a lot of good guys riding two strokes. Uh, that don't necessarily have a big experience. Ryan Dungey's back. Yes, Ryan Dungey's back. Yes. Ryan Villapoto's racing. Daniel, last year you were here and Stank Dog. We got Stank Dog in we the We did. Event. We made it happen on and the spot. And you know what's funny is I think 
Eric, I think you were on that show too. Malat was on that show. This is like a yeah, it's like a reunion right, show. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, hey, in the corner there, producing the show, holding things down, trying to get the Facebook camera to work, um, doing his usual stellar job of playing Excite Bike during the show. Travis Marks. I'm getting quite good. I'm happy to report. Are you? Okay, yeah. good to know. My excitement game is strong these know. days. Um, yep. Are we on Facebook or not? Not yet. Okay, all right. The app had to update all right. permissions. Um, hey, by the stuff. way, um, uh, we did a live show on Friday night at the Space here in Las Vegas. Uh, over 200 people showed up. Uh, it was great. Marks? It was wild. What would you think? I uh, It went better than I... Not that I thought it was going to go bad. What do you mean? Are you, are you worried about my hosting skills? No. No, I think everyone knows those are... Uh, a little above average at best, mm-hmm. but yeah, you did good. People came out. It was, they were into it, was it. it was packed. Yeah. I think what was surprising was we went into the back in the dressing room before they started letting people in. So it was yeah. empty when we went back there. Yeah. JT comes back. He's like, there's a crap load of people out there. And we go back out and the whole place is filled. And yeah. so that was, uh, I mean, that was good. So that got everyone a little amped and then it went, it went well. I think it, it's weird to cram all that we tried to do in an hour and a half i think yeah but it worked um and i think people enjoyed it so bradshaw was there rv came up and you know you're on stage and you just got the lights on you right you really can't see the crowd too yeah. much you know so you're not really sure what how many people are there or what's going if on they or like whatever. it well they were laughing <laughs> and stuff so that part's good no, you know? I, I listened yeah. to it saturday morning on the way to the track oh, after yeah. it hit the yeah. the, I, the podcast links yeah and it was good like you could tell too the vibe of when you guys do it live it's a different yeah I, the, the voices are a little raised yeah. the attitude yeah and it, it, it looked fun like, yeah. I, I bet you guys had a blast i think we're going to try to do some on fridays for supercrosses you know i mean why not if you're in town and just find van, like find, a find the venue, venue yeah. a local yep. spot work the deal out yep. i mean you got you're gonna have enough fans around that yeah. are there the night before at the hotel i would hope so right yeah, yeah. well I, and, and they loved rv they loved them the crowd went nuts when our when ryan came out and of course Eric, this is the new Ryan Villapoto, yeah. the relaxed, funny Ryan Villapoto, right? <laughs> so, completely, be- completely better. Yeah, you know. so he was great. People yeah, were, people were awesome. loving that. Um, okay, so look, Monster, thanks everybody for coming out. We really appreciate it. Nice job, Marks, working the the board there. Um, you need hey, more thanks. drops, more drops. But You know, I tried to do drops, but it was hard because people, I mean, you guys were all talking nonstop. Yeah. And then to time them, it was a little more difficult. Yeah. And then not only that, but they, I did a few and they got drowned out by... Uh, Right. By everyone talking. So that was me before the show telling you to turn it down more. Remember? Well, I ended, yeah, I, I ended up turning them up and even still, still it, it was hard up. to get, um, get them in there, but it's I tried, just, you know, Lame. it's hard to find good help. And, uh, folks, there we go. <laughs> hey. Um, Hey, so Joey Savacci was maybe the surprise of the monster energy cup polls points, slows down points to Eli. Let's Eli go for the million dollars. Eli goes one, one, one wins the, wins the monster cup. Do either one of you, and I'll start with you, Daniel, have a problem with what Savachi did? Like, I'm fine with it. You know, I'm I'm torn, but I lean towards I'm okay with it because I think about what I would do. I, I can't judge him in the scenario. I don't know what the life's like in the semi. I, I, don't, yeah. I can't judge what was going on in his yeah. head. I could only think about what I would have done, and I would have done it. You weren't going to win the overall. No, he wasn't going to win the yeah. overall. Right. But he was set up. In a with a bad position because I'm watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. He gets the whole shot, and I'm like, "Where's Eli?" Because all I cared about in main yeah. three was Eli. That's all yeah. that mattered yeah. at that point for yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, he's buried. He's gonna have to get Anderson, whatever." And I immediately start thinking, if he does get up there, it's gonna be his teammate who's mm-hmm. gonna be in a really bad spot. Because option one, you let the guy by, and now half the industry, half the fans think you're a douchebag. You try to hold him off, and somehow choke and whatever now you're a double down choke artist in vegas or you hold him off 
and you're kind of an asshole. So <laughs> it's like he was screwed no matter what yeah. he was going to do. But yeah. I think he made the decision of, look, I'm new to the team. Right. I got to be in that semi with number three all year. Yeah. I ain't going to do this. And, you know, I heard the review show with you and JT, and JT was right. He had to let him buy and almost signal. It was almost a way of saying, like, look, I had this, bro, but I'm going to let you buy because I'm not going to fake it and do a little washout, whatever, yeah. and make it look like I'm choking. I'm going to show you that I had this, yeah, I had and this. now here, you can right, take it, right. but I had the win. Hey, can you imagine, say he holds off, Eli, he comes back, he's like, yeah, won the third main, and it's just crickets at Cowie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like everyone's just like, really, bro? No, well, it's uh, not even that. It, right. What happens afterwards yeah. when Jesse gets a hold of him? Yeah. Because yeah. Jesse had a million dollars on the line here. Jesse's going, really, dude? Right. Are you serious? Um, you had to do that? Eric, what did you think of the whole thing? It was unbearable watching that last lap. I was like thinking... <laughs> Can he actually think about it? Because yeah. you know, in, we, we're all old racers, and yeah. you get to a point where is he actually able to do that? Mm -hmm. And when I saw him chop the throttle and let Eli by, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, because it was like, how you can leave in a truck yeah. the next. 12 months. Yeah. yeah. Now you, you go to Anaheim 1, you're like, hey, Eli, how you been? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not going to be good. Oh, I've been God. broke, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about Monster Cup for two and a half right. months, right. Joey. Right. You right. owe me $900,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, 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 you know, and it does suck because I do see the other side. I argued with my brother about this hard. And my brother's like, at a principle, you're there to race. You're hired to race. It's yeah. your debut. You want to make an impression. And my argument was, he made his he made impression. impression. He, he was very good. He, was he very showed good. the industry. Yeah. Look, maybe some of you think that I shouldn't have got this deal. I had a really bad 2018. What? He showed everybody, no, I deserve this. Well, I don't know if the word's deserved right, but yeah. I am the right guy for this spot. He was I'm going to yeah. be maybe the best number two rider yeah. next year. Who knows? Yeah. He got good starts, which he always does. Yeah. And he looked, like, on looked the bike, great. great. Yeah. Even his gear looked good. I, I'm not going to lie. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I think he I'm not good. stoked that he went with just one for a complete head-to-toe package, yeah. but he looked pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, and, I mean, Eli was on another level uh, uh, all, yeah. all yeah. day long. You know, he, he, was, was, a, he was amazing. That was a Eli 100%. Yeah, so... Do you think some fans are sitting there wondering why? Where was that Eli going across the nations? It's a different, some fans, different sport. Some fans, <laughs> a lot of fans thinking that right now. A lot yeah. of fans are pissed about that. A lot of fans are mad at him for winning Monster Cup because of the week before. It's like I get it, right. but it's, to me, right. it's it's apples and oranges. But dude, there's some yeah. people that are pretty pissed about uh, that. He, I mean, look, I talked to the Cali guys. I'm buddies with them. Eli rode a lot of motocross on that 19 and, you know, really got ready for motocross. It yeah. wasn't like he just did a couple days before he went to Redbud, but it sure looked like he had his supercross stuff dialed yeah, pretty good. That's for sure. You know, before he went to, uh, compared to Redbud, right? So, right. And, and Monster Cup, the track obviously is not your full, full yeah. supercross, so you can kind of get away with whatever. He definitely looked polished and, and you can't take everything from it. But it is a little scary how good he was. And I, from what I understand, yeah, I've heard this from yeah. a lot of people that have ridden that Cowie. It's a better bike. It is, yeah. If, yeah. It, the guy's won 17 Supercrosses in two years. Yeah. He's had his issues that he can't close the champion, whatever. Yeah. He could be more dominating next year. He looked oh, he, really, I mean, really good. He'll be the, the best rider in Supercross for the third straight year next year. Now, whether and, and he wins a title or not, I don't know. A, yeah, that's a yeah. separate yeah. issue. Yeah. But he will yeah. be the yeah. baddest dude next year. And he looked yeah. he looked better than ever. Yeah, yeah. No, he really did. Uh, RV came back out. Uh, Eric, he was eighth fastest. That he was, was fantastic. He hovered around the top yeah. ten. I mean, what else do you want, right? 
he wasn't claiming win. He wasn't, cl- you know, he just was happy to be there. Absolutely. And uh, he was excited about this weekend, exciting about next weekend. Yep. I mean, the new RV is uh, stellar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, it added some, some intrigue to the event. I was, yeah. he told me he was racing on Thursday. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm 50% more into this event now. Yeah. For reals. I, I didn't, wasn't that excited about it. I'm just like, I want to see if Chad was good again. And I think the verdict is still out. Because that first main went terribly for Chad. Yeah. Third main, he got on the boat, on the podium. Um, so for me, Chad, the Chad issue question is still there. I don't know if he's back, yeah. quote unquote. But an RV thing made it another interesting point, and uh, it was cool to see him out. Well, what's so good about our sport is our fans really love our old champions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's a, we realize Wyndham that, and yeah, I mean, yep, the exactly. Nation seeing you know lines for Wyndham, lines for RV, lines for Dungey. I mean, Dungey is barely retired, yeah. but it's like yeah. there, there is a lot of passion for the guys the, yeah. the past ten years, the past twenty years, yeah. and I think we didn't do that forever. Because right. if you remember, like late eighties, early nineties. The guys were quickly forgotten, you know, like right. a, like a Ricky Johnson got quickly forgotten from the crowd and and everybody. But now right. we're paying more attention to our old champion. And I think it's really really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, we're all, we're live on Facebook Live, so what's up, everybody? Racer X Facebook Live. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that is a very good point, um, Yogi. For, yeah. no, Larry Ward, like nobody remembers these yeah. dudes, right? They, they can walk through the pits. Yeah. Nobody knows who they yeah. are. Yeah. And now no. we have a, you know, did you did you run up to? Wyndham at, yeah. at, at uh, Red Button and say, hey, uh, I might be able to break you off 30 for, for, for Bercy. <laughs> Any, anything there or no? <laughs> Since you've been kind he, of right. He was one of the not easy guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, leave the country, Kevin Wyndham? No way, right? Uh, that yeah. was difficult. But every time he came, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, do either one of you have any kind of inclination on whether this read to JGR thing gets done? Because I was, I talked about it in the review show. I was pretty optimistic from talking to Chad and some JGR guys, and then I went this weekend, talked to Chris Wheeler from Suzuki, talked to J Bone again, talked to Chad, and I got a sense of like, like there's nothing going right. So it's purely financial. Yeah, I don't think yeah. everybody is pumped. I mean, Reed wants to be there, yeah. JGR wants him there, but it's just racing is rather expensive yes. nowadays. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, we're not talking about Chad making millions. No. We're talking about just for the cost I, of racing. I bet you Chad would be like, "Hey, let me yeah. keep my gear money, and I'm yeah. good." And then we yeah. need to find funding for the bike and parts and travel and mechanic and everything. I have sources. Okay, here we go. I have your sources. brother your brother doesn't count. My brother doesn't know it. <laughs> My brother doesn't even know Chad Race okay, right. He wasn't even barely paying attention. Um, I have sources that are in the know that would be involved with the team somewhat that uh-huh. say it's more likely than not there's things behind the scenes that are already uh-huh. being worked out there. Yep. So I think it's one of those things where it's Yes, we're gonna have. I think it's gonna happen unless something dramatically changes course. It's not right. one of those things where they're on the fence and we hope. I think it's like we're gonna make this happen yeah. unless something gets screwed. And look at Chad, the way he looks physically. I mean, he looks physically better than he's looked in five years, especially at this point in the yeah, year. Yeah, no, he looks good. I don't yeah. think he's doing all that work and all that just yeah. to maybe do Australia. Yeah. Like, come on. He, I mean, he said it's gonna, they're gonna make it happen. I think so too. But and and that track again does not show what I think Chad does have right yeah, now. I think yeah. put some big whoops in and some gnarly rhythm. That track is not a Chad Reed track. Yep. So I, I'm not surprised that the first man didn't go well. And, and I'm I'm happy to see it got better and better. Yeah. He looked physically good on the bike. He maybe didn't look as fast as he could, but that track wasn't designed for his strengths. It's going to happen, and he's going to okay. be good. Next. I'm, uh-huh. exci- I'm really, really excited to see him fit uh, and prepared and healthy. I think... I think we're just getting to RV. I think he races some supercrosses next year. 
from what mm-hmm. I hear. Yeah, I think he comes out. I don't know which ones. Yeah. Maybe some Triple Crown ones. Are they doing a Triple Crown thing again? Yeah. I, I, w- I would assume. Every time you're here, you're supposed to call Feld and get these two, answers. Two races for what I, I deliberately yeah. don't two, call. Two, two, two races. triple crowns. Yeah. Okay. And Before I come here, I deliberately don't call to get information. But every time you're <laughs> on here. Because all you, you do is pry. You pry on me, <laughs> and I, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not the press release for them. I'm not going to come okay. on here <laughs> and start spilling the beans. I really don't know. Right. Okay. So, um, but no, as far as RV goes, he said it. It might have been on your guys' pre-show. You guys were teasing him about 2019. Someone's going to have to fork a lot of money. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse just made a million. Let's get RV back full time 2019. Right. And if Yamaha's not down, Jesse will start a team. Let's make it happen tonight. RV, Jesse, Jesse Racing. Jesse Racing. I like Jesse it. Racing. I like it. Uh, speaking of RV, uh, one of our guys, WUSA, uh, was a big help to the uh, RV getting it. He had a one day turnaround. He decided to race. And then, of course, shit went sideways because nothing was ready. And he needed a set of wheels and one day turnaround when the folks at WUSA helped him out. John Anderson, you know John yeah, well. Super uh, good guy. Yeah, great guy. Does wheels for seemingly three quarters of the teams in the pits. So, WUSA, really a big part of RV's effort. And uh, so, we want to thank them as well for being a part of our show. Uh, so the straight rhythm is coming up. There's a media bracket, a separate media race within a race. My rider, Alex Ray, we were going to show everybody what was up. We were going to ram it up the asses of those factory guys <laughs> and, and the champions, and, and it didn't work. Now he got sent. He, he got rammed yeah. at the Monster Cup. So uh, we're, we're, Alex Ray is not able to uh, ride the uh, a monster, uh, straight rhythm this he, weekend. He's okay. I mean, he's Yeah, okay, just though. rest, rest. Yeah, we wish him well. Yeah, I would say on a serious cool. note, he is okay. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. He's, a, he's an asshole for not thinking about the straight rhythm out there at the Monster yeah. Cup. Yeah, way, to, way to prioritize yeah. it. Right. Back yeah. it down. Uh, by the way, he signed with Hep Suzuki as did the seven. Deuce Deuce, so we'll maybe get into that later. Yeah. Um, so, um, all right, so uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call, uh, GearAlloy.com, uh, Gear Official Wheels of the Rocky Mountain KTM team with uh, Baggett and Bloss. Baggett had an off MEC, just, just not feeling it all day. Bloss didn't ride, but uh, go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, Pulpamex18 at checkout to see the complete gear wheel alloy collection. Uh, you enter that code, you can save for Pulpamex listeners. Uh, whether it's your Jeep truck or, S- or SUV, they've got you covered from mild to wild. They will handle you. GearAlloy.com. This is the Gear Alloy Cold Call, where I am going to call my new rider racing this weekend for Pulpamex in the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. So here we go. Gear Alloy Cold Call. <laughs> We will, uh, this just, is a done deal. Oh, this is a done deal. I worked Sign. on it all day today. Eric knows who it is, but he is not going to give it away. Cold call. I'm excited. Here we go. We're going to call our Pulpamex new rider this weekend. GearAlloy.com. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. And then Jesse. Hello? Cameron McAdoo. Yeah. How are What's you? Up? This is Steve Mathis. You are live on the air. How are you guys? Are you ready for this weekend? Are you ready, McAdoo? Are you ready? Uh, listen, I, I've been ready, but you have big shoes to fill. You got Alex Ray's shoes, bro. But we are still. Yeah, I know. You know, we're gonna we're gonna ram it still. Just you know, maybe not quite as violently. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to fill those things. At Cameron McAdoo riding Team Pulpamex Yamaha YZ250. Who's the comp? Who, who's he going up? It against? doesn't matter. There's nobody. I mean, a bunch G? of a bunch of nobodies named. No, Dungy. but this is the media thing. <laughs> no, is it separate bracket? No, or is he, no, no media thing is he has to beat Josh Grant. Easy, no problem. No problem. Uh, Ryan Sipes. No, problem. never even heard no of problem. him. Who? Never even heard of him. Right. Some Puerto Rican. And dude? I think that's it. I don't think Vital and Trans World got anybody. Yeah. Can you do this, McAdoo? Can we do this? Yeah, yeah. I'm put, I'm putting Pope up front. 
All right. I like to hear that. I like the attitude. Uh, Phil Nicoletti was a big part of this. Uh, uh, Cameron, he did turn me down, but he told me I need to get you. Yeah, he he texted me uh, yesterday afternoon and asked me about it, and I was like, man, I don't know, because actually I was today was planned to be my first day riding Supercross, and Mm-hmm. I rode Supercross today. I'm like, shoot, I, I feel good. Like, <laughs> let's do it. This uh, is gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm scared to ask this question, but how much two-stroke experience do we have here, McAdoo? <laughs> you're you ever, pretty young. Have you ever ridden you're one? A pretty young guy. Schoolboy, <laughs> uh, Schoolboy, school one class, Loretta Lynn, 2012. Oof. Oh, been a while. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Eric said. <laughs> uh, da- by the way, by the way, that's Daniel Blair and Eric. Eric, uh, Eric Bernard and Daniel Blair in studio, McAdoo, by the way. That's those voices you hear. Um, all right. So, all right, well, we're good. We're good. Listen, I, I think I think you, I'm going to get you a little extra practice session on the track because, you know, you're jumping on this unst- bike that's sprung for Alex Ray. You know, he's been riding it and all that, and we've got to get you up to speed. But uh, you've certainly got a lot, of, a lot of talent. I've watched you the last couple of years. You've run up front. You're a good starter. Um, yeah, I, I like your I – think, I think we can make this thing happen, McAdoo. I think so. Um, are you worried at all about Alex Ray's settings in his race tech suspension? No, not really. I'm not. Um, I think maybe worst case, I might have to stop it in and out on Wednesday when I land in California. <laughs> 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 Add a couple LBs just yeah. to make sure it's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, well, it'll be it'll be a bunch of weight. But when last time I was out in California, I had to still show him. And, on the fast way up skyline. So. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, unfortunately, A Ray. I think A Ray's going to hang out though. I think he said he wants to come out and hang. So we, we hope so. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he'll be there. Um, you know, it's awesome that you stepped up to do this opportunity. You're flying in on Wednesday, and we get to practice on Thursday and hopefully Friday. And uh, and yeah, man, uh, I'm looking forward to teaming up with you. I think it'll be fun. Um, so you're going to be number 44 on a YZ250. Yep. Thanks, thanks to the folks from Yamaha for making it happen. You wrenching. Uh, I think no. I think I got Derek to wrench. Okay, Jericho. Uh, I don't want. I don't really want to wrench anymore. That's that, that sucks. I did it a couple years ago. It's a terrible job. Uh, Cameron, though. But on a serious note, what do you got cooking for 2018? We know you're at Geico. Uh, no room there for you next year, 2019. What do you got going for 19? Um, I'm still looking and working on stuff, and I um, I really don't have anything right now at this point. I'm talking to a couple teams. So okay. Um, Kind of up in the air still, but yeah. Well, this could be the this could be the break you need. This could push things into uh, this could push things over the edge. You know, this could get the deal done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I mean, that's what, that's what we're looking for. When we're on the top of the box, spraying pot—I mean, we, because I'm jumping up there. There's zero <laughs> chance I don't jump up there. And we're spraying champagne on all the chicks and everybody. Yeah. We are going to the top. It's going to be fantastic. And since he's a late yep. entry, we're going to give him the best line, the inside line. There we go. Yep. Inside line from Eric Pernard. Yeah. I, 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 I straight rhythm. Listen, the hardest All thing. Right, I'm taking your word for it. Hey, the hardest thing about this event, Eric, is getting the, the rhythms down, right? Yeah. It, like trying to remember which one's a triple, which one's an on-off, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's only 45 seconds, but you have to, to pay a lot of attention. Yeah. yeah. And, and it seems like few guys lost the rhythm yeah. over the years. Yeah, a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, like maybe one of the best Supercross riders of all time, Chad Reed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy. Don't worry, McAdoo. We got this. No problem. We got this on lock. Plenty of jumps. Yeah. Just don't listen to A-Ray if he, like, tries to give you tips because his is just going to be send it. That's all he's yeah. going to say. 
That 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 is the area style, huh? Yeah, yeah, it it really is. So, um, all right, man. Hey, we'll let you go. I just wanted to break the news on our show tonight. Cameron McAdoo riding the Pulpamex YZ250 at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. I went through a lot of applicants after A Ray went down, and uh, we think the Cameron is is the best bet for us to take us to the top. So, congratulations, man. I look forward to hanging out with you this weekend, and uh, I can't wait to uh, work with you. I think it'll be fun. So, thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. Heck yeah, it's a blast. Thank you guys. No problem. All right, buddy. I'll be in touch. Thank you, man. All right. Take it easy. See ya. Cameron McAdoo, Gear Alley Cold Call. That's my guy. It's your guy. I mean. You're all in on him. Yep. Dude, I had AJ Cantanzaro came over. Uh, he's riding a KX125. Yeah. James Stewart replica. Uh, he's got the gear and everything. And I told the cat that I had, McAdoo, dude, he was stoked. He's like, oh, no. McAdoo's good. Like, he's really, he'll, he, like, he was stoked on that. And he'll, so, he didn't have the best year and, this year, you no, know. No, and to fit with you know the replacement ride, he he will send it too. We've seen him send it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's the right guy. Like you didn't want to go and replace Avery with some like conservative guy who's going to go out there no, and just yeah. be. No, you yeah. needed someone I needed, who was going to twist grip yeah. in Avery fashion and just. Well, and, and the big question is though, this is a big debate. Who would be better between the two? You might have even upgraded. No offense, Alex, oh, if you're boy. listening. Oh, boy. You might have upgraded on accident. <laughs> um, Alex, sorry. You, well, listen, I'll let you know. You were fourth on the list, so three. you were getting... We, I rode yesterday. We were getting down to you. I rode yesterday, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. It's straight. Yeah. We would have been all right. <laughs> and no. it's not that long. Right, right. We've been okay. Um, Eric, have you been in touch with Dunge much? Uh, I don't I don't really talk to him too much. So, But how's he? Do, uh, every you know? time I see him, he's in great spirits. Yeah. I, mean, you know, I saw him this weekend and last weekend, and he seems to be very excited about uh, doing it again. Yeah, get, it's like it's it. yeah. just uh, he was retired, not retired, retired, and then suddenly straight rhythm. I think there was a chance he was going to do outdoors last year, I heard. Yeah, 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 yeah There absolutely. was some talks. You know, yeah. he was bored, yes. I guess. You know? Well, what, I think what happens is you retire at all sounds great, right? And then you get a month or two in, and you're like, I have nothing to do. Yeah. Dude, the, fa- the fact that RV is doing as much as it blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know? he, and he actually went a decent amount of time and yeah. took some time away. But you get to, I think with him, too, he's bored. He yeah. wants to. This is yeah. all he's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. And now that the pressure's gone, the rest of it's really right, cool. Right. So he's having a blast. And I saw Dungey on Instagram posting videos, talking smack to RV. Too. I, these guys are enjoying being part of the sport without that pressuring thing you know, yeah. don't forget those guys were with Alden at the end and that program is strict yeah, it just, it's on, so to be able to be a part of the sport and do this all but not have to have it that tight yeah these guys are probably having the best time they've had in their entire <laughs> yeah. life right now totally agree and you know I just wanted to make that statement to all my friends uh, racer don't retire take a year off first yeah and retire then after if you decide to yeah, because right. I've seen so many of my buddies retiring and two months later they say Hey, do you have a race for me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you can't do that. You're not in the loop anymore. Yeah. But the fact is, uh, a lot of riders should say, I've got enough. I need to take a year off, a season off, mm-hmm. just to pretty much collect myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I know it's tough. It's a tough sell because the teams are not going to keep seats for them and all that stuff. But really, yeah. take take a season off. Exactly. Yeah. They'll pull a noof. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You don't, uh, need, you don't need to retire yeah. five. Times. Just take a year off. Just don't announce it. I yeah. mean, noof, noof went out and. Uh, Newf went out and like had the full tears and everything. Had a spotlight on him and cried <laughs> and then kept racing. Yeah. So, uh, hey, by the way, we can't get a hold of uh, Jesse right now. Dude, but, um, double lie. Uh, it's it's like the movie Hangover. <laughs> no, like, no, it's because he, he's listening and he's like, dude, these guys going to try to convince me to start a team. I'm out. Jesse I'm, not, I'm not calling in now. Hey, Marks, I'll send you a number and just make sure it's right. Um, uh, more more uh, Monster Energy Cup talk though while we try to get a hold of our first guest on the show. Uh, Caleb Russell also coming on. Jeremy Malott. 
We saw Anderson's got a Husky 250 built, two-stroke. Tomac just did a video on a KX250. Yep. But... I understand Tomac not going to nations and this, was, yeah. you know, maybe and, a little and much. no bike to sell. Yeah, no, Kawasaki doesn't have a yeah, bike to sell. But Anderson, like, what? no interest? Just, I have no idea. Just no, no idea. Rockstar I mean, thing, Red Bull thing? Could be. Yeah. Because, be. by the way, this thing pays pretty well. Yeah. If you look at the top three, yeah. this is no joke to straight rhythm on what it pays. You know, so uh, who is the roster? I mean, what do we what do we got going on? I know Dungey, Villapoto, of course, the legendary stank dog. But yeah. what, who, who else we got Grant. going? Grant's doing okay. Yeah. And uh, what's he riding then? Because he's been on his Cali four fifty. So he's riding a husky. Husky. Yeah. Josh Grant riding a re- Racer X husky. Christoph yeah. okay. Porcel. Porcel. I saw three seven seven coming back. Yeah. Uh, we have a. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be a good Col- lineup. Colton Eck is doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's too many guys. I'm uh, sorry, I've got too many races in my Kenzaro, head right now. Kenzaro yeah. for the one point five. So, so does Stank Dog beat Dungey and Villapoto? You tell us. You're the Stank Dog expert. Literally, you are the like he is a unique animal, and you're an expert. You've studied him. I've studied him. <laughs> You've looked at him. <laughs> he lives in NorCal, right? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a NorCal guy. Like, you are our Stank Dog expert. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, Stank Dog's got this rare talent, so I feel like he has the ability to pull things out that you wouldn't expect, like last year. Oh, yeah. But then again, he was going up against Ronnie Mack, who was a little intoxicated last Is year. Is Ronnie in this year? Yeah, he okay. should be. Okay. I haven't seen okay. Ronnie social Media, at all. He, he's know. laying low. Uh, Sipes. But we're talking Mount Rushmore here. Villapoto yeah. and Dungy. These are two of the greatest. If Stank Dog... Okay, he took Ryan down last year, but there was an excuse built in. The bike was a little underpowered. Yeah. If Stank Dog can beat those two, yeah, we're talking full legend status. Yeah, yeah. Cover yeah. on Cycle News. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. That. He's got a new Cycle Stank News. Dog yeah. on the cover of Cycle News. There he is, and I wrote that story. Yeah, and I wrote that one. By the way, um, how, make no listen. mistake about it. Listen, no offense to Stank. That's a great issue, by the way. Yeah. Red Bull guys killed it with yeah. that. No offense to Stank, and outside of McAdoo. My guy, I hope to see RV and Dunge in the finals. Best of you know, yeah, that would be epic. It would be great. It would be again. We're talking Mount Rushmore, two of the yeah. best of all time. Yeah. And if you get those two on two strokes yeah. going up against yeah. each other, it would be incredible. Yeah. Uh, but I have I, uh, I have a feeling my dog's going to come through and take yeah. one yeah, of them down. Thanks, thanks Maybe gonna, not thanks both, but it. he's going right, to take right, one right. down. He's been really mouthy on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. You don't. <laughs> Right. You don't throw out that kind of mouthy stuff unless yeah. you feel you're going to back it up. So I think he's confident. And, uh, uh, again, he's a rare animal. Marks, how are we doing with the million-dollar winner? Um, I believe he's probably underneath a pile of <laughs> whatever you would like to imagine he's under Fill a pile the blank. of. Fill in the whole Tigers. Yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Well, I texted him, and then he said to me, uh, I said, hey, uh, you know, I got to hold him on thing. I said, 9.30 p.m. for Pulp Show, uh, Eastern. Uh, okay, sounds great. I can't believe it's Mathis, he said. <laughs> so he was excited, and then that was it. Uh, let's get to the phone calls. Uh, we got some calls about the straight rhythm. Uh, Jeff, you want to talk about Josh Grant? Yeah, man. Thanks, Steve, for taking my call. Yeah, Appreciate what's up? Uh, yeah, you know, so uh, I was walking around. I made a uh, day trip from Atlanta to Vegas. Flew in Saturday morning at 7. Flew back at 8 on Sunday morning just to watch, uh, nice. watch the uh, Monster Cup. Had a really good time. Wanted to say that Felt threw on a good show. Uh, the Pennywise show was epic, uh, so it was just an all-around great day. But really good to see Josh Grant out there. Saw him go, what, like sixth overall? It was like 8-3-8 eight, eight or eight, something three, like eight. that. 8-3-8, he got a podium in the second yeah. moto, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan uh, of the guy. He um, 
you know, he's clearly like grenaded his ankles and his knees over the course of the last few years. And uh, I know that like he's probably just been racing just because like his, you know, I think the story is his mom burnt through all of his money and everything. So it's a real good story seeing it. Wondering if anybody has any insight if we're going to see him at A1. I don't know. I, 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 what I don't understand is how he helped him at Monster Cup, which is cool and everything else. Um, that's awesome. But then he wanted to ride a Husky, a straight rhythm. He specifically asked for a Husky. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know if he's got some going with Husky or not. You know what I mean? Like, he asked for one. So I don't, I don't really know how that, how that went. But. Husky has better two strokes than Cowie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, have, you, well, have you seen the Tomac commercial on the two-stroke? You know, the, yeah. him running the video. Yeah. Okay, so that he's in elevation, right? That yeah. that thing sounds hurting in that commercial. It literally sounds like it's bogging the entire commercial. Put that put that old bike up at fifty five hundred elevation, yeah, whatever. Is. That thing yeah. was struggling in that commercial. So yeah, I, I think if, if he's going to want to race it, he's going to have to get with one of the modern ones, the old yeah. the old Cowies. Yeah, is it going to? No, he's gonna but, pull but, it. but I just wonder if he has something going with Husky or if it just was a random thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's 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 all uh, I wonder. Um, I'm trying to get him to Europe, and we took. Kawasaki. Yeah, I talked Kawasaki. So, yeah. So. yeah. Um, I, I think the Cowie guys thought he'd be back for some of the end of the Nationals, and then he just kept saying, oh, I can't make it, can't make it. Remember, he came for a shoot. Well, yeah, he did one. One moto. One moto. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, Jeff. Uh, no, we not really, don't really know what's going on with him. Yeah. So. All right. All right, buddy. The, Thank you. Appreciate the time, guys. No worries. Bye. Thank you. Uh, this is uh, Kevin. What's up, man? How are you? You want to talk about Joey Savacci? No? Yeah. All right. There you go. How's it going? What's up? Hey, yeah, you guys already pretty much touched on that. You know, he um, if he would have got past last lap, which was very possible, it would have been career over. Well, I don't know about career over, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That 250 career didn't go so well after uh, Jacko put it to him. Honestly, on my social... I have forty some thousand followers. I really felt felt it was fifty fifty. Some people on like what? screw on Joey for the, doing on that. On the character of him doing that. Like some people are like, screw that. I don't want a race that's fixed. And yeah. other people are like, that's great job, Joey. I would have done the same thing. I really felt like it was in the middle. That's a big question, it's though. Good, though. Fixed. Really good. Fixed. Fixed means prearranged, preplanned, whatever. I don't think that. I think that was in a move that was made on the last time. I, I don't think that there was a no, discussion. No, no, no. So, yeah, yeah. so fixed and making a decision right then and there and going, look, yeah. I'm not going to be that guy. Right. So, and, and I, I, again, people are really pissed about that, but is that because they might not like Joey already and because of whatever? Uh, I've talked about yeah. it on my show. Joey needs a PR makeover. I like the kid. I like I don't I, think see, he really likes me. But. I might be his biggest supporter. I, yeah. On my podcast, I've defended him through right. everything and yeah. I've even said but his, ahead his, of time. His podium stuff sucks. He doesn't do many media things. So people are just like, all I know this guy is from the podium, and he's never happy. If he gets second, he's like, we need to get to work. I threw it away. He says, like, he he, says he, what he needs he, to say, he, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, what's your name, the caller? What's the name? Uh, Kevin. 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 What do you, Kevin, what do you think? I mean, as a fan watching the race, you're wanting to see a last lap dramatic whatever, and then that's what happened. Are you cool with it? or do you- I am. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Team tactics, you know, um, it's, it's Monster Cup. I don't think, you know, maybe for the series, there's something different. But, it, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and, that, and that's the big thing with me, too, is – the race and what was at stake for the one guy. Uh-huh. That's what it was. Yeah. If this was a round one through 17, I don't see it happening yeah. like that. Well, or, or, I mean, we saw what happened with Marvin and Dunge yeah. a couple years ago, whatever, but 
I don't see... And that's another thing. There's a lot of people I saw online that are really hammering Eli over this and calling him a hypocrite because of what he said about KT. That's a completely different situation. That's in a championship where a lot of people are affected by the outcome of the result of the Marvin. This is an exhibition-style race. Yeah, it's, but K- it's, hey, KTM is still very happy that oh, Joey sure, did that. I'm sure now they are. Everyone will pipe down about, about Marv doing it. I'm you know? sure they are. Yeah. But I just think if you're out there and you're going to hammer Eli and call him a hypocrite, that it's not the yeah. same yep. thing. This uh, was... This is not a championship where a lot of things were at stake. It was one thing. It was pure cash. Like, I think it was a smart decision. Not necessarily a good one, but a smart one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it can right. be both. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Kevin, for calling in. Thank well, you, hey, man. Hey, got, yep, hey, got one more thing. Um, you think that guy Jesse's going to call in? Dude, I don't know. Uh, Mark, you tried him again? I don't think so. I just tried. It's going straight to voicemail. He is, he is so. nose deep. In hookers and blowheads. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I blame him. I mean, I, de- nah. I DM'd with him back and forth on Instagram, and then I've texted with him, and he seemed like he was good to go. But Why, why does everyone got to think that? All right, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Why can't we all just think positive? The guy's with a financial advisor right now. He's sitting down with his parents. He's at, investing at, at in property. At 9.41 at Eastern Time? Yes. Yeah. This is oh, okay. a big decision. He's all got right. a lot of cash coming in. All Everyone right. wants to go, yeah, you're in Vegas, so you're doing blow. The guy, look, let's pull for this guy. He's got to make some smart decisions right now. Otherwise, at nine forty-one at night, right now is exactly nine forty-one. Nine forty-one is exactly when he needs to make the right (laughs) decisions in life. Okay, raining yellow. What's up? Hey, on a side note, Daniel, your dad hauls ass. Yeah, he's pretty fast. Absolutely, in the over the hill gang. Yeah, I actually had him do my suspension. The whole Aramex deal. Nice. How's it work? Yeah, so just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, I feel like, I mean, kind of like you guys said, Joey Savacci was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. Uh-huh, 100%. You know, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't want to be in a situation, so anyone judging him this or that, that's bullshit. But at the same time, there needs to be an asterisk on that Monster Cup trophy. Well, there won't be. So no, and let me tell you right now, Bank of America doesn't care either. They're gonna take the money, and they're they're fine with it. There's yeah. no asterisk yeah. on the bank account. Yeah. So no, there's. It just kind of left like a sour taste in my mouth. And like, and, hey, look at it. He might have passed him anyways. I don't think so, but he was hauling ass. Yeah. You know, he might have got him. I don't think I so. I don't think so either. Because Joey was bombing that sand pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. And, that's, and that's where Eli got Chad. Because yeah. I was thinking, man, that's where he got Chad. Maybe he could. Yeah. But Joey was killing that sand section, and that was the only shot left. Right, so I, right. I, I thought it was it was in the bag if he wanted it. To right. I think he needed two laps to catch him, yeah. not yeah. only yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. The one to yeah. get yeah. to him, yeah. one yeah. to right, get him. Right, Needed two more. He needed another yes. lap to really yeah. get him. You're right. He took Eric. a long time with Malcolm. Yeah, he did. He, yeah. he took uh, a long time. What, what else, Renning? It was a long time with Malcolm, and it was like there's with that with the track being it was Joey would have held on. Yeah. But um, the last thing I wanted to say was uh, the track. You know, it's like to to be honest. It was kind of boring, you know. Just yeah, it's 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 made for super minis. The super mini guys have to race it and do do well on it. So that's what it is. It's that yeah. way every year. We got to get rid of that shit. Well, you know what I think too, though. I was thinking about that. If they made it like a gnarly Supercross, number one, how many guys would get hurt? These guys haven't had much time indoors, if at all. Some of them. Um, how many riders would maybe pull out because they're like, look, I'm not going to go get weeded up on a dangerous track. So they're kind of in a weird might spot be some of that, yeah. where it's like, we got to make this entertaining, but at the same time, we can't scare everyone away by putting something that these guys aren't ready for. We don't want to hurt anybody. I mean, we saw it happen with Bogle. That was a weird cross, yeah. whatever. 
So they're in a weird Why spot. Why not have you know? an event like on Sunday, kind of like they do after the Supercrosses and just tame the track down, and then those kids well, can race. Well, to be clear, that's going to happen next year anyway. Monster Cup next hey. year is the Amateur Futures finals. So next year, there will be a Sunday yeah. for all the amateurs. So that super many thing uh, might end up moving to Sunday anyway yeah, because yeah. of just the amateur future. So yeah, You know, I started that 20 years ago, tried to bring the kids exposed to the public because the idea was you know, you want to see who's going to be the next, next guy. And you had all of them yeah. at yeah. the time. And, yeah. and it's, still, and, yeah. it's still B. You know, I'm sure the next champion was yesterday racing. I mean, Saturday racing. Oh, exactly. So that's that was a concept. It concept. It has some downside. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, it's not perfect. Uh, I agree with everybody. But at the same time, you have to kind of like balance yeah. the yes. track. It's a fine line. Yeah, it's a fine on line. How to do you know, this thing uh, right and, and satisfy the diehards. Because I think... A random fan thinks it's rad. These guys right. are pinned, jumping in the sand, 100 yeah. feet, whatever. But the diehards that want to see these guys challenge very hard, you just got to understand yeah. that when this race is and what it is, we, we don't want to hurt these dudes. We don't want to scare them away. It's, it's, uh, it's Thanks tough. for the call, Running Yellow. Thank you, man. I just want to say one, one last thing, though, is uh, I do, at the end of the day, enjoy the event, and I'd rather have it than not. So okay. you guys have a good show. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Levi, what's happening? Yo, Matt, so I just got a question for you. Yeah, shoot. What are the chances Sabachi gets a Pulpamex sticker deal for SX next year? Not good, I don't think. He doesn't like me, dude. He don't like you? No, he doesn't really like me. He gives me dirty looks. I don't think he's a fan of mine. I think he thinks I'm Team Osborne. So the whole oh, thing yeah. at Vegas happened, and I kind of am Team Osborne. I like Wacko. He's a, he's a great guy. But, Steve, you just said that even you when know? he gets second, he seems a little down. De- what yeah. if he really likes you? He's just that's the way he looks. Okay, yeah. What if, he, what if yeah. he's like, man, I've been waiting for Steve I mean, to hit me up I mean, all this no, time. Because, he won't hit me up. No, because I've said to him, what's up, and he's just kept looking. He's nervous. Okay, all right, maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I'm, Levi. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, you're, just, you're totally wrong, <laughs> but, just, but I like the optimism. <laughs> all right. Um, Levi, uh, <laughs> it's a good question, Levi. Do you, because it's such a good question, do you want a Maxima oil kit or a Pro Filter? Oh, I think I'd take the, uh, the oil kit. Okay, what kind of bike you got? An 05 YZ125. Oh, so nice. you got the two-stroke kit. Yeah. Nice. Maxima yeah, USA, yeah. everybody. The Dogger works there and uh, owns part of the company. That's all you need to know. Uh, Maxima USA, they're voted the number one oil year after year. And they're not there because of buying votes. They're there because they earn it. Plenty of teams like uh, Pro Circuit Cowie, Monster Cowie use uh, Maxima. And, of course, if you haven't used Maxima over the years, what the hell's wrong with you? Because I think we all have. Everybody has at it. At some one point or another, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, teams will even use Maxima that are sponsored by another oil company, and I think that speaks volumes for those guys. Thanks to MaximaUSA.com. Stay on the line, Levi. Uh, Travis will get your information, and uh, we're going to give you send you a Maxima USA oil kit, all right? Awesome. Thanks, Matthew. No problem. All right. Thank you. What was he yelling? I don't know. Okay. James, what's up, man? He was yelling, big boar. Oh, okay. All right. That's my son. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I don't know... Uh, I think what Sabachi did was awesome. What he did for that dude, yeah, that kid, man, was amazing. I mean, honestly, and, uh, it's 50-50. People are saying exactly what you're saying, and other people are like, screw that, it's a raise, screw you, you never give away a win, you're a pussy, I hate you. Like, No, like, yeah, no. So. Dude, them people are selfish. Come on. What right. he did, he changed somebody's life. Yeah. And anyhow, I want to say y'all are freaking awesome. We love y'all. Thank and you, James. rock on. Appreciate Thanks it. So Thank much. you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Seth, you want to talk about the Nets? I'll talk about the Nets, Seth, all day. 
Oh, yeah, where are fucking nets, man? Whoa, you sound really young to be dropping an F-bomb. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 18. Okay, you're good. You're, you're good. fine. There was a Nets this weekend, bro. Two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. What's your two? They were there. We couldn't see. Yeah, they were there. Don't worry. The Nets are back, and I hope there's more in Supercross next year. So, the Steve, okay, okay. the Steve Mathis Memorial Nets. Mm-hmm. Thanks, okay. buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, can we get? Can we? Can you call Feld about that? Can we get him called the Steve Mathis? It's Memorial on my Nets? list. It's on my list. I got okay. a big list of things you've right. been asking me. To, yeah. I figure once it gets big enough, I'll yeah. make the call. It's just we're not there yet. There's actually there's something cooking between myself and the Supercross guys for 19. Mm-hmm. Can't let the cat out of the bag yet. So you're paying for a pulp uh, no, logo no. on the nets? <laughs> but they have... You, gotta, hey, you need, a, you need Someone a, at Feld, I don't know who, probably not anybody in power, has sort of given permission for me to do something in the pits. What? Which I never thought would happen. I'll just... We'll leave it at that. But I don't think it's official yet. But So they actually... like I think the person said, hey, so you know Mathis is involved? And they apparently went, we know. You know, so so that's enough of a blessing. Like I'm trying to figure it out now. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell my you. Head I'll tell you later. But you know what I'm saying? Like they actually were like, oh, okay. Uh, anyways, uh, Daniel Blair, Arena Cross Lights Regional Champion, <laughs> is in studio and uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, email J- J- uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com for uh, anything you need for bars or sprockets or chains, EK chains as well. Uh, Vortex Racing, uh, they won so many Arena Cross Championships with the folks at, from, at Babbitt's, uh, beating Daniel Blair probably many times with the Vortex stuff out there. Your, your guy, Tyler Bowers. My boy. My boy. You're good now, though. I've never spoken a word to him still. You I, and Brady are good? Me and Brady are tight. Okay. We talked it out. We talked about our kids. We're good. Right, okay. Never still haven't talked to Tyler. Uh, he, he broke his fingers this weekend. I'm bummed for him, man. I don't think you are. I am bummed okay, for him. All right. I've moved on. Uh, Vortex Racing, uh, please check them out. Uh, off, uh, they've uh, bars and sprockets, like I said, and uh, chains as well, made from EK. Uh, Monster Energy Yamaha runs the sprockets. That's all you need to know. So, Daniel Blair brought to you by the folks at Vortex. Uh, we thank those guys as well for making it happen. Eric Pernard, also in studio tonight 702-586-7857 we got a few more uh phone calls to get to let's get to tyler what's up man how are you hey i was just curious what's the story behind david pingry getting kicked off twitter yeah i don't know yeah Ping, kicked off Ping got his account suspended i guess like by twitter yeah I'm sure it was the left. I'm sure it was the the, the deep state, the dark state, or whatever. What do they call it? Like it's the deep state. The deep state. It's the deep state. The deep state of the left got Ping off Twitter. I mean, I like Ping, but what are you doing getting your account suspended by Twitter? Like, what are you posting? Like, like literally, KKK has an account on Twitter that never gets suspended. And they're still and on they're there. on and they're fine. So, what the hell did Ping do? Oh man! So I I really don't know Tyler. I heard the same thing, um, you know. So uh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, hey, some Mark said the people on Facebook want to talk about Max Volan, and it was on my list because he's NorCal. Oh yeah. So let's get to him. Super mini winner, of course, the son of Lone Wolf. Yeah. Uh, now I got a text from someone that said, "Hey, I see you going on about Lone Wolf on Twitter," which I was Lone Wolf's kid. He's too old to be in that class. He's too. He's sixteen. He should be on. Uh, he's not out of, sixteen. He's not sixteen. He's 
See if, what you, <laughs> he just turned fifty. Blair just took his socks off. No, he's yeah. just turned fifty. No, I'm. I, I like I said, I'm not tight enough to where I know the exact. Yeah, but he's yeah. not sixteen okay. for sure. Um, he might be on a super mini again next year. He's yeah. young enough. He's kill. He killed it. He, no, wrote, he, did, he wrote fantastic. Who, who told you that was going to happen? Who texted you last week and I, said, "Hey, let's did, get did Talon Vaughn on the show because his kid's going to win Monster Cup"? And you're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Okay. So, well, you were way off on the uh, Jacob Hayes Canadian National finish, so I probably just thought chalked it up to that. What are you talking about? What, no, what? I was way off on Justin Hill winning Monster Cup. Okay. He didn't even race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a feeling that Justin was going to pull it off. He didn't show up because he. Yeah. Whatever, he I don't know what happened. Won. He would have won. He would have won yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, um, no, but, but uh, Max Max Volan looked great, man. Um, so, so so I go way back with Town. When I first turned pro, Town's a NorCal guy. He would yeah. be down at PC uh, riding the Cowie track, and then he would come home and ride with me on my track. So I, I mean, I've been I've known him forever, and I've known Max since he was just a, like seven or eight years old. So I've got to watch him grow up, and he's tall now. I mean, he's like freaking well, that's big, what I'm way saying. bigger that's than what me. My, my tech said he's too big for that body. He, well, yeah, yeah, he's he's borderline. It's going to like be a problem yeah. for him. Like He's going to be too big. In fact, they said that Thrasher kid didn't race because right. he's just too big. Yep. Max is about that, too. But, um, no, their program is really good. I'm tight with Talon. Talon, he keeps me in the loop on like what their program is and how they Eagle do it. Eagle Grit, Ryder? Yeah, I'm, I'll I mean, probably end up giving him some. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Well, there's no room. You see his bowling on the back of his jersey. Oh, yeah. He took half of his, and, and of his arms. Hand, well, he's got the handguard. You get Eagle Grit on the giant handguard. No, those are a Churby's right, handguard. Right, Talon works right. for Churby. That's smart marketing. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the kid is really good. And obviously, that was your first time seeing him in a Supercross setting because yeah. he hasn't ever done that. Yeah. But the cool part was, was I've been out at the local tracks training kids uh, in Northern California at all the rep racing tracks. And Max shows up and rides the big bike practice on a super mini. And he is so fast on outdoor, it's disgusting. And yep. he's been riding sand, too. And then I asked Talon, I said, you know, why aren't you guys getting ready for Monster Cup? He's like, oh, we do. We're riding Supercross, too. But that's a high-speed track. There's sand sections. I'm not going to tighten up his skills too much. I want to keep him fast. So he, as of last weekend, was out shredding motos, shredding through the sand. The kid is phenomenally talented. And they they got a good program. They they do the amateur thing, I think, right. They're involved, but they're not crazy. Grandpa's out there. They're not mortgaging the house. No, Talon's in Europe sometimes working, and Grandpa takes him riding. He rides a lot. I mean, they're... Yep. They're keeping it pretty cool, but also pretty serious, right. but not like burnout central. Right. I think they're doing it right. Uh, Eric Pennard, Daniel yep. Blair on the show. Uh, so for people who don't know, you started the U.S. Open in 1998. Correct. 20 you, years ago. Yeah. You brought lasers in uh, at the U.S. Open. You kids, had this, yeah, kids in. Kids in. <laughs> and so you sold it to Feld Suju. Pace sued you for the name of Supercross. Correct. You guys settled. Yep. They wrote you a big check. Yes. And you walked off under the sunset. Um, kind of. After what? Two years, right? Two years? Two years. Yeah. Two years, yeah. So, well, well, no, but here's the thing. And I stayed involved, you know, yeah, for course. several years after that. Of course. That, yeah. But um, I just wanted to pe- bring people up to speed who you were and what, what you've done. Do you have uh, any sort of, like, uh, nostalgia? I mean, look, it's a different stadium. It's a different event. Yeah. Altogether, but it's your weekend in Vegas. It's still the same message. It's do, kind of like, you, it's the only international race in America of you know the season and uh that's that was that was a concept it was to create a race after the season that was kind of like just prestigious exciting sexy 
and uh, I think the Monster Cup is still doing the, the same message. Does it have yeah. a little bit of sentimental uh, yeah, of for course. you? It still does? Okay, because it's not, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. coming to Vegas, it's a Columbus weekend, and yep. it's like, wow, you think what you were 20 years ago doing, what, what yeah, you were yeah. doing, and you're yeah. like, yeah, you know what, maybe it would never happen yeah. if I didn't do it. Biggest you controversy know? you had was McGrath didn't show up because he was fighting with Fox at that time. No, right? no, he did show up. For the first year? Yes, maybe he was, did. Oh, the next year then, yeah. he didn't show up. Yes. Yeah. Um, Everybody showed up the yeah. first year. Yeah. Build it, build it, and they will come. And I just want to, I just want to tell everybody that the purse that Eric had in 1998 hasn't changed one bit in 20 years. But just for Eli and Jesse, it's it, it, been yes, better. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just want to say, like, Jesse, 20 years Jesse ago, Jesse begs to differ. Yeah. 20 years ago, Eric Bernard's purse numbers were phenomenal, amazing at that time. Yeah. And it's the same today, everybody. Just want to put that out there. So. There's no, I mean, the cost of living is the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. Let's get to our first guest of the night because Jesse, Jesse's busy with his financial advisor. Uh, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna uh, that, that's racing this weekend at the Red Bull Street Rhythm that is stock uh, comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. A full range of two- and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, GP-style configurations. Pulp Show 2018 is the code at uh, VertexPistons.com to save. We thank Vertex for coming on the show. OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas, Gas, and TM. Uh, let's welcome our first guest of the night. He is an owl. A six-time in a row GNCC champion, the all-time winningest rider in that sport for races, Caleb Russell. What's up, Caleb? How are you, man? Uh, man, I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you for coming on. We couldn't get Jesse, the guy who got the million dollars when Tomac swept, the fan. We, he didn't answer his phone. We couldn't get him on tonight. No kidding. That's crazy, man. I was uh, so pumped for that guy. I was um, watching the race Saturday night. And, uh, you know, personally, I'm a Tomac fan. Uh-huh. Just in general. I, I think the guy's awesome. I think he's great for the sport. Yep. But I was so I was more pumped for the dude, like, that had the chance to win a million dollars. Yeah. And Tomac himself. And I was, like, telling my wife, I was like, dude, I was like, if Tomac pulls this off, like, this guy, is, uh, that's life-changing experience for him. Yeah. And, but uh, for sure, like, I was more pumped for that guy than Tomac, for sure. Because, I mean, obviously, Tomac doesn't need a million bucks. Yeah. But uh, that was a really cool deal. Uh, yeah, Daniel said that life changing is probably happening still right now today on Monday, uh, or week changing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it, yeah. it might just be this yeah. week. Yeah. We don't know what the guy's <laughs> doing with the cash. So yeah, for sure, exactly. He's still in Vegas, but uh, <laughs> hopefully they didn't. I'm sure they didn't give it all to him at once. Obviously, right. but yeah. uh, it, and it, anyways, like that million bucks probably only translates into like what six hundred fifty grand in yeah. the long run, anyway. So. Something like that. Um, hey, listen, Caleb. Uh, congratulations on your title, uh, second place in Ohio, uh, sixth in a row. Uh, you, now, Lojack has one more title than you, I guess, is what I'm hearing, but you're the all-time race winner in this series. Is that correct? Yeah, that's 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 you got it right. Okay. He, uh, he's got more titles than me, but uh, the, the, here, I, not to toot my own horn or yeah. anybody else's, but the kicker part of it is, you know, back in the day when they started the series, it was, um, you know, they only had like uh, six or seven races back then. We're now as we've doubled yeah. that now. So um, I've got more race wins, but uh, you know the years were shorter back then. For yeah, sure. But sure. I, I, well. don't, I don't know if uh, you know it was easier back then or harder now. But right. uh, yeah, I mean he's obviously still got more. He's still the man. But um, yeah, yeah, you're you're gun you're gun in form. <laughs> um, hey, trying uh, to get there. Uh, 
Thad Duvall, Duvall this year, uh, he stepped up his game. Uh, he was pretty good. I mean, obviously, look, you still clinched it uh, and all that, but uh, he was impressive this year. He gave you some troubles, didn't he? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I won uh, seven out of the first nine. Mm-hmm. Won a couple there, and, um, you know, I got hurt there at Unadilla, and um, it kind of messed me up for the last couple races. But, uh, yeah. yeah, other than that, you know, he's still right there. Like, he's for sure riding really good. It seems um, like it's the battle between. It seems like it's the uh, Stu. Race. Yeah, it's the Stu our, our, uh, Ch- Stu Chad Reed thing with you two guys. Like one of you is winning here, you know. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's it's kind of that. It's kind of that dynamic duo right now, for sure. I think uh, back in the, you know, I'm kind of like James in '09 and Stu and '09 uh, as well. You know where. Uh, Reed was right there, but I mm-hmm. uh, never really could beat him straight up unless yep. for a mistake. And, right. uh, it's kind of the same dynamic in a way, for sure. But, uh, you know, he's, like I said, he's definitely definitely there keeping me on my toes. There's uh, no no denying that. Uh, um, but uh, I still got that little bit of edge. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what it is, but uh, it's just uh, the fire that makes me who I am. Really. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to talk to Caleb Russell. Uh, six-time GNCC champion and certainly one of the best off-roaders uh, in the world. Um, honestly, with the, with the Monster Cup track, I mean, we saw you at Unadilla. Your motocross skills are legit. There's no reason why you couldn't race this Monster Cup thing if, if it was open. Uh, did you th- have you thought about that? I mean, this is a track that you know you'd be fine at. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I mean, yeah, I I, I could do the track no problem. I mean, uh, the jumps and the track is is not the issue. It's the riders and the caliber caliber riders you're you're against. I mean, you know, the guys that get in the Monster Cup are you know, there's how many guys were on the gate? 22. Uh, yeah, 22. All right, so 22. So motocross, there, uh, there's 40, 40 dudes on the gate. And, yep. You know, 10 of them, 10, 12 of them are factory riders. So yeah. Um, you take you split that in half, and you know, I'm there at the back end of the pack. <laughs> I mean, wow, just just to say you did it though would be pretty know, cool. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just just to say I did it, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm a realist kind of dude. I mean, yeah. I know where I am and uh, what my capabilities are. I I'd like to think I could, uh, you know, mix it up. But like, you know, and the, uh, the big scheme of things, like I don't have that sort of experience. So mm-hmm. to say, like, even if I do want to, you know, jump into that and be able to do good, like, experience goes a long ways. True. And I, you know, I figured that out my my sport, like watching guys come in to race GNCCs and just um, just me looking at them, you know, they're they're very fast. Uh, Ryan Sipes, you know, there's a few moto, moto guys that have come to do it that are really fast. And, mm-hmm. you know, experience goes such a long ways, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You're right about that. Um, so your shoulder, you're, you're, you're missing the final round. You're getting some shoulder surgery, I read? Yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've actually got... Uh, uh, torn labrums in both my shoulders and uh i didn't really realize it until a couple of weeks ago and uh at the uh the second to last race or two weeks ago before i wrapped up the championship this weekend uh, i had another crash and uh banged my right shoulder up oh and uh, i was i i was slated to go do a race in california uh last weekend i told my boss like i i don't think there's any way i can do it i'm gonna have to miss it and he was like well if you're not doing it you need to go get your shoulders checked out and um, I went to uh, my mm. doctor that's uh, kind of a family doctor and done all my stuff before. And uh, he got me in for MRI. And 
he did both my shoulders and uh, I've got two torn uh, labrums in my shoulders and he can't really predict how long they've been torn. But oh, geez. for sure, uh, Unadilla played a big factor. I was and, just uh, going to say yeah. that, right? Unadilla uh, did one? <laughs> um, it didn't do it completely, but uh, it tore it to where it's pretty much uh, un- unrelevant. It's not even existent in my shoulder anymore. So. Yeah. Don't don't tell anybody about that because they'll never let you do another national ever again. Because that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. So yeah, no, that, that was a, that was that was fun. It was a, it was a big deal for me. Um, I feel like it was a big deal for KTM too. Yeah, and uh, even even on the motocross side of things, I know Roger and Ian, Ian were both uh, pretty mm-hmm. pleased with. Uh, the the day in itself. So yeah, I mean, I honestly, think, I gotta thank them for letting me let, give me the shot. I think you would have been. In, I think you would have got a podium if you'd stayed up in that second moto. Like the conditions and the way you rode in the first one, and like I think you would have played the podium. I really do. <laughs> so uh, I, you know, I, I, as much as I would like, would want to argue with that and say I probably wouldn't have been there. I, I honestly, you know, because Barsha was up there on the stand, he's right really good. He came from dead last, though, yeah, what, seventh in the seventh in the first moto i feel like he definitely would have beat me i feel like he would have been a up there with uh marv and tomac so mm-hmm. i don't think i was a podium guy um per moto uh maybe that first one if i would have crashed yeah. and uh because i had a couple tip overs in the first moto but um i i feel like i was uh just a little bit um, behind Nicoletti, so mm-hmm. I feel like in the hunt for that podium position was yeah. uh, was logical for sure. But uh, for sure, top five, I think yeah. that was that was very doable for me. Yeah, don't don't tell them it's because of the moto. They just won't let you do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, Caleb, congratulations on your sixth title, GNCC. I just want to say you're one of the most complete rider of the world. You know, I mean, I've seen you in extreme enduro, enduro cross, you know, motocross, GNCC, and uh, you you seem to be always be shining so it's personal congratulations on on this six one but uh you, you could have done so many other things it's just a matter of you know you could have focused on motocross and be a motocross champion as well yeah Eric, I, I appreciate that you know I've, I've known you for a few years now and racing some offer events that you've uh, helped promote but um yeah it's uh it's pretty awesome to um, obviously get my sixth championship in mm-hmm. But uh, for sure, I, I, I would, uh, you know, in my eyes, I would really like to, uh, um, you know, I've, I've had a little bit of open discussion with my, my boss, Auntie, about doing some motocross in the future. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a couple more years on my contract for um, American Off-Road, so I kind of need to uh, play those cards and see how it goes. And I, I honestly, you know, you know, when I post something about motocross on or even the sixth championship, like everybody's like, Oh, you need to go to uh you know, win a motocross championship and it's like Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's not that easy like to go win a motocross championship. Like those guys have years of experience and and same with Plessinger, I mean, yeah, he, he you know, he he raced some G N C C but yeah. You know, he grew up predominantly motocross in a, in a lot of aspects, but uh, you know, it takes years of experience but I would love to uh, give it a shot, but I'm not getting any younger by any means. But um, well, you know, I've 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 thrown the uh, I've thrown the uh, idea out there of uh, finishing my contract and you know trying to get uh, some support to do it. Um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm not getting any younger by any means. I'm getting older, but uh, the drive is there, the the will is there, and you know, I, I feel like um, I feel like I'm capable to be competitive. But it's just uh, somebody's willing to give me a shot and. Uh, 
it's you know, it's one of those things like for my family. It's one of those things. For one, you need a, you, you're going to need a new challenge because you might be an eight time guy when your contract's up. Two, um, but you got to make money as much as you can because that's, yeah. that's what we're trying to do in this life. Uh, so I can see the, the 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 internal struggle on what to do for yourself. You know, Daniel, you you can get it too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and and that's uh, you kind of said something there at the end too. You talk about staying driven, and my question is. You've won. Okay, say you win your first one, right? You're super driven to get that first title. Then the next oh, yeah. year, you're yeah. driven to back it up because you. I mean, I, I can imagine yeah. what Jason Anderson feels right now. He wants to back it up. Yep. Now that you've won <laughs> this many, like, what is it that keeps you, like, just fire? You know, I mean, to do especially if you do that many in a row. Like, yeah. if you were to lose a couple, then you're like, I want to get it back. What keeps you in the offseason every year just, I want another, and I want another? I mean, obviously, everyone's motivated by financial. we got to pay our bills. Yeah. We want to make money. Yeah. But at the same time, it takes it's, there's more than money that drives you to keep that fire. Like, what is it after you've had this much success, especially all back-to-back-to-back? For sure, and, and uh, I, I think, uh, Daniel, I think you, um, you know, brought up a great point. And, you know, it's, it's it definitely the money is uh, a great thing to, uh, you know, keep it. You know, financially, I've been able to set myself up year after year and uh, get better contracts and bonuses and stuff like that. But that definitely doesn't drive me. I think it's, you know, now it's um, for me, myself, um, it's it's the only thing that drives me is, you know, when you're a champion and you and you continue to back yourself up, back yourself up. Like I win one or I lose, you know, one race, and it's like the world's coming to an end. It's like, I, no matter how many times I've won and how many championships I have, like it's always like everybody expects me to win. So when some when I don't win, like it's almost like the world comes to an end. It's like, oh, what's wrong? There's something wrong. It's like, yeah, it's just this continuous progression of having to prove yourself every race. So it almost does it. Does it almost like almost? It's almost like I'm scared to. Uh, it's almost like I, you know, I, I try so hard not to lose. There it is. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was I'm thinking. Scared to lose at this point. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always heard. I always heard from someone close to Ricky that he would almost make an enemy. Every year out of somebody to keep him like first it was Jeremy, then it was Yogi, then it was like maybe Red Dog. Like I, I'm gonna just this. Everyone's talking about this guy when no one really is, right? But you just motivate yourself that way. You know that you're just like no one. Everyone says I, this guy's better than me or he's coming up to beat me. Well, no, he's not, and that's how you. So get maybe motivated. that chatter where there's someone yeah. who's the next. Oh, I mean, I can imagine with Ricky, it was James too. Yeah, James exactly. is from Florida. He's younger. He all of a sudden right. he's this flashy. The, I mean, raddest yeah. dude. Ricky probably saw that and went, okay, yeah, yeah I want to win, but right. I do not want to lose this guy that yeah. everyone is saying yeah, is the one that's going to be. So I can imagine you're in the same boat where you're like, yeah, I want to win, but I really just don't want to lose Duval, to anybody. Duval and Strang just get beat down by yeah. Caleb every year because he gets so <laughs> mad at them for nothing. So Yeah, yeah, no, I, it's it's exactly that way. It's it's crazy how that works. Like It's, like, it's almost like, in my perspective, like I have nothing else to prove in GNCC. Like I'm the all-time winningest rider. I've won six straight championships now, but I keep finding myself in this position. Like when I lose one race, it's like their whole fan base like throws it in my face. Like, oh, he's, he's not shit anymore. Like it's fucking one race. Right. You're like, bro, like, check the scoreboard. Yeah, and you're like, screw the cash. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. Right. Now I, you guys just refired me up. You blew it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's almost like they bring it on themselves. Like, you know, you want a little bit, a little bit of advantage. I mean, don't fire me up. I mean, right, right. Don't give me any more fire. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, we got a phone call for you. Uh, Caleb Russell on the uh, Pop Mech Show brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, we got Walker on the line here. Walker, what do you want to talk to Caleb Russell about? Hey, uh, first off, Caleb, a big GNCC guy here, and I just want to say congratulations on that uh, sixth title now, man. That's uh, awesome. I know Walker's up to four on the quad side, but, man, six, congrats congrats on that, buddy. And um, Yeah, thanks, you know, I, I appreciate I, it. I, I, I've uh, I missed your part about your shoulder. So if you're for sure having surgery, will that affect your uh, ISDE prep, or how will that go about? Yeah, it's definitely going to affect the ISDE this year. There's not been um, it's been pretty on the down low. I've known for like uh, two and a half weeks now about my shoulder, and um, yeah, it's there's been no press release yet. But the auntie and the uh, he's my team manager at KTM and he's a U.S. team manager for the six days effort but there's been no official press release out but uh, I, yeah I'm for sure missing six days that's um you know I hate to break the news this way obviously I know KTM and uh, the the whole AMA and the ISD effort wanted to um, do it on their own terms but uh, you know I'm, I'm not sure I'm sure not everybody's going to find out this way but uh, yeah I'm definitely going to be out for uh, six days, and um, I probably won't be riding until – it kind of messes my 2019 plans up uh, uh, going forward as well, too. Uh, Walker, uh-huh. did, Walker, didn't you call in and say, I need to get GNCC guys on the show? Wasn't it you? Yeah, dude, I appreciate you doing it. Yeah, well, I'm suck really it, bro. Good. I got Caleb Russell on, all right? So stop <laughs> yeah. talking about me getting GNCC guys on. Hey, hey, hey and uh, a couple other things here. Um, you know, I know you spend a lot of time down at Alden's in the summer. You know, uh, what is his experience? Is he pretty good with the woods training? Does he understand, you know, you're kind of on the different side from the moto guys? Or how is it like down there being the woods guy down at Alden's during the summer? Yeah, that's that's a that's a good question. I mean, you know, he personally like he's worked with uh, Charlie Mullins and myself. Charlie went down there a few years before I did, but um, you know, I, I I still don't think he fully grasped the concept the concept of what I do. But um, what he does for me really really does apply to to how I take my um, um, how I focus on GNCC. Um, overall, it makes me a better rider just riding with uh his his athletes that he that he um trains but you know it's uh it's it's tough because he still hasn't ever been to a gncc himself yeah but uh he has a lot of respect for what for myself and what i do and uh the commitment that i put forth when i go 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 down and get on his program and um you know i definitely you know i i I don't think i would not be here or yeah, I, I yeah. definitely don't think, you know, just his help alone would get me to propel me to where I am because I was kind of already on that trajectory, but it's definitely helped the path for sure. I actually hung up on uh, Walker. Sorry, my bad. I accidentally hung up on him, but yeah, thanks, no, Walker. Come on, man. I know. Come on. Just, fucking amateur hour here. <laughs> I got you. Uh, Caleb Russell on the show. Brought amateur by, hour over here. Vort, uh, hey, listen, he got banned off Twitter. All right? we, we, should, we don't want to get Twitter police. But not us. from our show. Uh, VertexPistons.com. Uh, uh, Mech Show 2018 for the code to save. Caleb Russell on the show. Um, yeah, that, that's too bad about the ISDE for sure. Uh, I, another event that you would like to go there and, and do. What, where was it this year? I never saw Chile. it. Chile. Chile. Uh, we were okay. going to Chile, yeah. All right, okay. Of course, Bernard. Would yeah, know that, for right? sure. It's, it's another <laughs> event that I've. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one event. I, I think I've been there five times now, and um, yeah, I was actually the the year Sipes won the overall. Um, I was in the overall lead at the time that I blew my knee out and uh, had to 
kind of uh, DNF the event. Okay. But I'm uh, still bitter about that, you know. That's one of my <laughs> biggest wins, and uh, you know, I was in the lead and just get handed it to him, but that's what I feel like. But uh. Uh, All right, let's get this one. another phone call for you here from uh, Thomas. What's up? What's your question for Caleb Russell? Hey, guys, I wanted to ask you, Caleb, about uh, your West Coast experience, how, uh, how you feel it went, and if you plan on coming back on 19. Yeah, I mean, um, I, honestly, I feel like it was, uh, you know, it was okay. It was a big disappointment uh, here and there. But, um, you know, I, I was okay. Like, I had no expectations of coming in and, you know, absolutely destroying everybody. It's, uh, you know, that, that's one of the biggest questions is off-road is, like, uh, you know, how do you how do you determine the best off-road rider in the world? And it's it's, it's not as clear-cut as motocross and supercross because off-road is um, there, there's so many more dynamics than um, you know motocross and supercross. You know, it's motocross and supercross is really clear-cut, and off-road there's tons of different variety and all across the, the globe. So, so what, what was, about uh, like I was? What about you just pack like trying enduros? Like, I don't, I don't know if they pay at all. They probably don't pay anything near what you need to. But just be like, listen, I'm the fucking baddest off-road dude in the world. I am just going to go from championship to championship and dominate these things. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is that is that at all? I guess KTM says they don't want you to, Caleb, so that's it? No, I mean, uh, that, and that's kind of like what we're trying to do. That's what we're kind of trying to accomplish. You know, I've yeah. won GNCC, and I've won the, the U.S. National Enduro Series before. And uh, I was trying to venture out west this year and uh, try to, you know, stake a little bit of a claim in yeah. uh, the West Coast type of racing. But, you know, it's, it's completely different. It's literally like my first race, uh, top speeds on a 450 or 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the East Coast, like, if you get into fourth gear, oh, yeah. that's like 50, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. But uh, it's a completely different discipline. It's, uh, you know, not the same across the board. I felt like I was... Um, you know, for my first year racing desert stuff and not ever, you know, I go to California for maybe a total of 15 days the entire year. So, um, um to just come out and, uh, try it, I, I had some success here and there, but I had a lot of bad luck, but, uh, you know, you, you chalk that up as, um, you know, experience, like I said earlier in the show, you know, experience goes a long ways and I was gaining experience and 2019, I was, I was looking forward to coming back out West again and uh, racing another series. But, um, I'm getting, like I said, I'm getting ready to have shoulder series or shoulder surgery. Are you racing big six again, or are you going to do like national iron how now that, um, Ivan, Ivan hasn't raced it a couple of years or works or, you know, what series you yeah. Yeah, we were actually, uh, I was going to come out and race works in 2019. And, um, oh, but, wow. uh, like I said, now that now I'm going to have shoulders, I was going to have shoulder surgery, um, this week. Uh, the work series starts in January and, I, and I'll be no, nowhere close to ready. I won't even be riding yet. Uh, Thomas, do you, uh, do you have a bike? Yeah, I do. Do you want a pro filter, uh, for your, for it? Yeah, sure. I bet he's got a. I bet he's got a KTM. What do you got for a bike? Oh no, 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 no. Twenty eighteen. Oh jeez. What is it? Four fifty. I'm, I'm a red rider. Red rider. That's all right. Hey, there's a real yeah. option for riders yeah. to not have to clean an air filter ever again. Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filter. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for a decade and making top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. 35% discount off Maxima's website by entering Pulpamex35 code at checkout. 
Check them out. Profilter at MaximaUSA.com. Stay on the line, uh, Thomas and Travis, to get your info. All right, man? Thanks for calling. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. No, thank you. Appreciate good it. Uh, all right. Hey, Caleb, we're going to run. Thank you for the time tonight. Congrats on the title, man. Um, and bummer about the shoulder stuff. But, hey, yeah, it's uh, – you know, it is what it is, and uh, I think the Unadilla thing was really cool. Uh, I thought uh, that was awesome, and I hope to see you uh, next summer do do a little bit more of that. That'd be great. Yeah, man. I, I like I said, I hope I get to uh, I hope we get to do some more, and um, I would really love to give it a full time shot in, uh, in the near future for sure. Yeah. I know uh, it's one of my biggest uh, you know career goals is to um, you know to to get a fair shot at it and. Hopefully we can uh, gear up to do that sometime. Did you get a national number? I think you did, didn't you? I have no idea. I'm not <laughs> sure. Even know. I think he did. Hold on. We can Google this. Steve, he runs one, bro. All right? That's it. It's number one. He dude. runs one. Yeah, when I when I go like this, Daniel, that means keep talking to him. Oh, I wasn't I looking at you. I'm sorry. Because, oh. uh, <laughs> you know, like I'm Googling him. You know? oh, I, I, uh, I think uh, you were in the running for it, so let me let me look. Well, how many see. points did he get? Uh, he got a fifth. Oh yeah, you got it then. Had so to have. that that would be. Well, I got a thirteenth overall. So yeah, I don't know how many points you have to score to earn a national number, but I think I only scored thirteen points. So I'm pretty sure thirteenth uh, probably thirteen points probably. That, that, didn't that's do bubble it. then, right? Yeah, there. that's bubble. Ah, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like you got one. Damn it. Oh. Yes, I scored 13 points in one moto, so eh, doesn't matter. I, I, just, I'm not too bummed about it. <laughs> stick with one, man. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'd rather have my career number anyways if I'm going to do it again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. my career number. Um, all right, Caleb. Uh, thank you for the uh, time tonight. Appreciate it. Congratulations from all of us uh, and on the title. Uh, great, great work. And thanks for your time. We'll get you back on, though, for sure, man. Thanks. Yeah, hopefully it's not like another four or five. Oh, years here like we go. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is this. I think this is the second time you've been on, right? But yeah, big gaps between. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, so maybe I'll get to like 11 or 12 and then we'll finally get back on again. <laughs> Here we go. I deserve that. Uh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with everything. And, uh, congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Congratulations. Sounds good, dude. See right, you guys. See you. Yeah. Caleb Russell, everybody, brought to you by, the, uh, brought to you by VertexBusiness.com. Uh, we're going to go to commercial, BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, of course. Uh, Eric, you're going to run? You got to drive? Red Bull no. Straight Rhythm Prep? I'll wait until the commercial. Yeah. We can talk about international racing and all sure. the exci- exciting stuff happening. Because yeah. now, now racing is no longer in the U.S. It's going to be somewhere else in yeah. the world. Yeah. So. Uh, Geneva sounds awesome. Geneva sounds stacked. Mercy, of course, is going to have Marvin and Anderson going to be there. Uh, and a new one, too, right? And you said there's a new uh, one? Torino. 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 Yeah. To replace Genoa, basically. That's uh, that's the Italian race now, back in business. Yeah. And uh, we have something quite exceptional. It's, we have the champion traveling. It's been forever since the U.S. champion has been traveling that's, that's overseas. showed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Jason Anderson is going to be Sydney. He's going to be doing Sydney and um, and Paris. And uh, he should, should have done Geneva, but he has the FIM uh, banquet to attend on the same weekend mm. so it's uh, once again it's yeah. very exciting yeah. Uh, yeah and you're and Eric you uh, you're being traveling you are now on a plane a yeah, lot yes yeah. it's his quarter he said it's, yeah. yeah it's his quarter yeah. um, Eric Pinard everybody thank you for coming out appreciate it yes, I'm always be fun. driving to LA and I hope we have a lot of uh, Pulp fan coming to Straight Rhythm yeah. it's going to be super exciting Pomona California this weekend tickets are cheap uh, great names Dungy Filippoto um uh, Cameron McAdoo, exactly. Be there. Steve Mattes <laughs> and Steve Mathis and Daniel Blair oh, uh, won't be there, but he was he was fourth on the filling list. I'm sending so. I'm sending my dog. 
Yeah. Oh, you're stank, stank dog. Yeah. I'm sending my stank, stank. dog. It is kind of like dog. you. Yeah, it is literally go. like like stank. You uh, are a piece of stank. Yeah, I am. I am his. Um, I'm his like his godfather or something like that. Something so, like yeah. that. I'm sending him down to do work. All right. Hey, by the way, uh, the winner texted me. No way. He said my plane is about to land now. Okay. So I don't even know. So maybe we'll get Jesse on when we come back from commercial. I don't know. We'll figure that his out. Private, his private jet. Yes. Yeah. His private exactly. jet. So should have been uh, all right, everybody. Thanks uh, for listening. We still have uh, Jeremy Malott coming up. We sounds like we have Jesse coming up. Daniel Blair. Tony Blazer is going to come in and hang out as well. Thanks to Eric Pernard for coming in. And we'll be right back after this you. commercial. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's U.S. USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. 
The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us our show for a number of years and we love those guys a whole pulp nation section on their website pulp nation code saves you 20 percent on there they can make custom pulp graphics for you uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want they can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why i mean maybe you don't uh they're also the official team sponsor for the cycle trader rock river yamaha team and we have alex ray here in studio alex uh, you love these guys yeah love them shirts Hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. 
If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, 
They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. 
to see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. by btosports.com and fly racing daniel blair in studio lead singer of the main event how's that going <laughs> no <laughs> it's not no we uh, but, but you're gonna play a song coming on the next break yes that you like? uh I'm, I'm i'm high on a new album that came out by a band that i like oh i thought it was one of yours no oh, okay because no, you did last no, time you played no. the pastrana one that was in yeah no and we did yeah. we recorded some songs uh, me yeah. and my brother are down, like without question, yeah. to write, record, and release for projects. Yeah. But the band is that's that's. I'll dead, I'll, dude. I'll join the band. I know, we talked about it. I yeah. need a backup singer. You can do my harmonies. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Well. Um. Uh. So coming up real shortly is <sighs> is, is your guy, the owner of Jesse <laughs> Racing, Jesse Hebert. Oh, coming up, Hebert. So, Hebert. I'll ask I'm him how so he says pumped. it. I'm so pumped. Uh, Tony Blazer's in the studio too. We'll get to him in a little bit. He's sitting here, uh, uh, relaxing, uh, in town for a, a big Ridgeline, uh, convention. So, uh, motorcycleindustryjobs.com is the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Motorcycle jobs, motorcycleindustryjobs.com. We like these guys. Uh, you always talk about want to get in the industry. You got to start somewhere, everybody. And, uh, so starting at motorcycleindustryjobs.com is pretty good we had some inside sales things for liot we had uh, a wps was on advertising um we had ktm uh was on board i think like a few weeks ago so um uh this week's job of the week uh tpt racing socal r&d has immediate opening for an a plus suspension tech tech to lead the day-to-day operations at tpt racing in corona california uh you should possess a minimum of one year experience with suspension work and riding experience on dirt motorcycles any interest do you have to live in corona yeah no. Okay. Uh, position requires teamwork. Occasional weekend travel to races is available. It's not required, though. So that's it. TBDRacing.com. Uh, A-plus suspension tech day-to-day operations there. So you'll be uh, changing oil, uh, revalving, and uh, helping customers dial in their suspension. That's our MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com uh, job of the week right there. All right. So we got to get to this guy. This this is going to be fantastic. So we saw the Monster Energy Cup uh, this past weekend. Eli Tomac won a million dollars. Well, Another man won a million dollars as well, and uh, we've got him on the line. He lives in uh, D.C. Jesse Hebert. What's up, Jesse? How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing good. I just landed. Can't believe it. You're on Pulp MX, bro, <laughs> and you won a million dollars. What's better? Uh, 
Nothing. <laughs> just about. <laughs> um, hey, is it Hebert? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Um, so for people who don't know, you entered a random draw to uh, get picked to be one of ten people to get it, win a trip to, the, to Vegas, right? Yeah, that's right. At like a monster thing or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, walk us through like yeah. walk us through this from inception. What? What? How'd this happen? So I was just one night real late. I, I was up just going through my feed, and they've got you know related things, the things that I'm liking and things like that. And it just it just came up. So I read it. I thought it was a cool idea. Definitely an awesome experience if it's real. Obviously, but then. <laughs> A month later, so I get a call, and it all's real. So that's when it hit. So and they said, "Hey, you're gonna we're gonna fly you to Vegas hotel. You're right. Gonna, you're gonna want, and already you feel like a winner in life. Oh yeah, I felt like a rock star for four days. It's amazing. People want to take my, their picture with me. I can't believe it. Um, so they put you in a telephone booth. At some, I missed this. What time of the day was this on, Jesse? Oh, dude, it was like I think it was like six. Seven. Okay. He doesn't remember. Things are. <laughs> it was at night. <laughs> um. So how much? I don't know. So you he saw me on TV. <laughs> yeah, they saw you on TV. You're very ecstatic. So you're in the phone booth. You're collecting money, and you get the most money out of anybody out of the ten people, right? That's right. That's right. So to be clear, he did not luck into this. He won. No. He smoked everyone else in the phone booth and won this. A- and thing. I heard he had a paper cut, even Jesse. Oh yeah. I bled for that money. <laughs> I bled for it. So you got the most money, so you were the person ele- elected to this contest. And whoever won the first main event, that was the guy? Was that how it went? Yep, that was it. Okay, so Tomac wins the first main event, and you're like, sweet. I, this, I guy's, mean, this guy's oh, good. This did guy's you, good. Did, did, it, did it actually enter your mind, though, like, holy shit, he could win all three? This is the thing. They interviewed me before, and I thought I was going to win. <laughs> you did? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I got a good feeling. Uh, I think I can win. That's it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even go to the rehearsal. <laughs> I, I just was having fun in Vegas. <laughs> dude, that is so so awesome. So, dude, so Savachi moves. So that last lap, are you just like? Oh my god, dude! The last lap. Like I didn't even see Savachi waving by until I I went up on Instagram. What? Yeah, well, because he's in the front. It all happened behind him. Yeah. Yeah, it all was, like, behind, and I heard the crowd erupt, and I, that's when I was, I looked up, and he was already in the lead, and then I went berserk. <laughs> Dude, I, hey, Jesse, I was watching your face the entire last night. That's, that's all I really cared about. Eli, I, I, Eli's doing I well. I love the sport. Like, the sport does everything. It, it makes me sweat on the weekend, everything. I love everything about it. Do you ride? I used to. Okay. But, uh, I don't any longer. Yeah, yeah. I got a nine to five. So is Eli Tomac your favorite rider? Oh, he is today. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he will yeah. be for a very long time. Oh, that's fantastic. So he's, he's d- a great guy. He really is. Yeah, he seemed happy for you too, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I was so pumped to meet him. Just to touch him, it was like whoa. <laughs> what do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking? Nothing now. Uh, <laughs> no, just, just about. But uh, I work at a front desk at a at a law firm. Oh, okay. All right. People going broke. Um, <laughs> so, do you get the million in a payout, or do you get the one time cash? Did they tell you? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to be flying out to Corona to speak to some of the CEOs about it. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's what they do for the riders, right? They say, hey, you can have a, right. a one-time cash payment or, or 20 years of whatever. So <laughs> or Increments. Yeah, 
Dude, so it's, I, I don't know. Whatever you know, equipment waits for the best. Uncle Sam gets the least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I can't believe it. It's it's. Uh, thanks, good job, Feld and Monster and everybody for this. This right, your thing Feld, really oh made your, really made the night. I mean, it really did. So hey, let's yeah. let's let's talk game plan now. Look, Ryan Villapoto is interested in racing next year, but. He's got to have his own team. Look, I think we need to start a team, dude. You you fund it. Yes. Steve runs oh. it. Steve, you Whoa. manage it. I'll run it. I'll run it, Jesse. Yeah, you can be the owner. I'll run it. Um, I just want to hang. Well, That's all. Uh, but I talked to I talked to Villo. He kind of knows that he's not, you know, he's not racing for wins. So I don't know. Oh, see, he's, already, see, he's making ever. smart decisions right now. He's like, look, the guy's not even committed. Yeah. I'm not starting a team around him. Jesse right. wants winners. Yes, right, right. he got he got eleventh, and it's Villo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hebert at, championships. At Hebert, like, at Hebert Racing, they want winners. That's that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Um, right. Wow, that that is so so friggin' cool, man. That you did that. Uh, hey, wh- I saw this social media thing go around. Did you wreck a car or something? Oh, <laughs> uh, I wrecked a car like a year ago, almost to the day. Okay, but and not in Vegas. Now, but not in not Vegas. Not in Vegas. Okay, because no, there was this thing going around <laughs> that they were making a thing like with a photo of you and then a cr- car that was crashed no into way. a fence. Yeah, so. Did, no, that, that wasn't me. That's not true. Dude, so how many people have hit you up, friends and family? Oh, my God, so many. I just got like 100 followers in like a day. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the million. I got 100 yeah, followers. No, I got the clout. Dude, that I'm is awesome. That is uh, – so – Hey, like, there's lots of things to do with this money, but do you have any plans? Do you have anything that comes to mind of what you want to do? Well, I think, like, the best thing to do is just give it some time and let us set in to really realize, like, how big of an opportunity I've been given. Yeah. You ever yeah. thought about investing in a soap business? Or what about a pulp show? What about an <laughs> internet radio show? There's a soap business called Eagle know. Grit. I kind of like the sweepstakes <laughs> stuff. Maybe I'll invest into some monster get some uh, more of these sweepstakes going so I can get some more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you just start crushing it with hey, yeah, sweepstakes. While, hey, while you're on it, Mega Millions is at like 600 mil right now, dude. I'd buy a ticket oh, dude, or two. I gotta buy a ticket. That's oh. right. Oh, my God. It's so amazing that you, that you won this. It was so cool to see. And then, it I mean, so, so, cool. so listen, we were talking earlier, like, Tomac owes Savachi a little bit of coin here for, for pulling over. So I was telling him. Yeah, don't be surprised if Joey hits you up, bro, on Instagram also. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I already I already talked to Joey. We got it. We got our score settled. <laughs> oh, he knows, he knows who to talk to. Oh, that's awesome. But dude, for real, now you could buy a bike and get back into riding. Yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, it's 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 definitely on the agenda. Oh, that's very, awesome. Very, very hey, much. I got a real serious question though, because obviously you didn't get the money on the spot. You got the big happy Gilmore check. That's rad, but. Uh-huh. How did you? What did you do after, like after party? Because you didn't have this cash yet, oh, so you man. were operating on whatever you came with. Did you have mom right. like Western Union some cash in? Like, did you step oh, no. it up or what? I mean, like, what was the after party like? Monster Energy was, was was kind enough to give me a thousand dollars spending money before I even got there, so I had some money. But dude, the after party they had Hakkasan, and it, it was just live. I got kicked out about three in the morning, <laughs> right before. <laughs> Right before all the letters came out and the money was dropping. Oh, gosh. Oh, dude. I was just so live. Like, everybody in that place was lit with me. Yeah. It was the best time. Oh, Jesse and I got something in common. Kicked out of a monster party. (laughs) Yeah. He got to go for a while, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. I know. Um, I did, but I didn't get to see everything. uh, We got got Brian on the line. He met you. Wants to congratulate you. Brian, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Jesse, I don't know if you remember me, but after that first moto, we were up there on the VIP lounge. I was the guy with the Alta Motor shirt on, and I was okay. just uh, super pumped for you, man. I'm really oh so God, pumped for you. you. 
He, he, yeah. um, I know. So on, on some of the forums, you're kind of getting some flack, but I want to let everybody know. But you're a straight up guy, and I think why, you deserve it. Hold on, it. Brian. Yeah. Brian, why is he getting flack? What do you mean? From what? what what's going on? Uh, uh, you know, let's be let's yeah, be clear. Where's the flack coming from? What, what's that website called? At some uh, yellow forum. Yeah. Why, how, why, why are you getting like, what the fuck? He guy guy won a million bucks. Why are you giving him flack? He was stoked. Yeah, we, yeah. we would all be stoked. You know what I would do? I'd probably whip up my cock, <laughs> like right on TV. Like I'd be so stoked. Like yeah. I mean, I think people are all kind of butthurt about you know Feld giving all that money to some random fan and not the riders. And I just think you know, uh, oh, cut man. Jesse or cut him some slack here. I mean, he just got himself in the right opportunity and like, took I'm, advantage I'm of it. And we're just man. having a blast. Yeah, no, I've man. been following the sport constantly for ten years. I can tell you anything you need to know. Yeah, I know that's that's yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, no, I guess yeah. Actually, I, you know, this just in: someone rescued a bunch of puppies from a fire, and then Vital MX called them douchebags. So yeah, that's the thing. Uh, thanks, yeah, bro. Yeah. thanks, Brian. Hey Jesse, yeah, I was there with you at the party too, man. I saw you having a great time. I just wanted to say congratulations, man. Oh, thank you so much. It's really surreal. Um, it still hasn't set in. I didn't sleep uh, for like 48 hours after <laughs> oh, that I, moment. I imagine. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Uh, Jesse, do you have a chick? Do you have a girlfriend or a wife? Nope. I'm a bachelor. Okay. Oh, be my hey, God. Be, be careful, dude. <laughs> dude. You need, there's some decisions that need to be made over the next month or two. And oh, you, th- This I, is I one know. of the big ones. You need to be careful. It is. Oh, I know. That's there are cougars out there, man. So dangerous. if... If you get a choice between a lump sum and payments, what would you pick? Just roughly right now, you could change your mind, but what, what are you leaning towards? I don't know. Uh, you know, that lump sum sounds good. Yeah. But how, how lumpy. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's a thing, man. What you would you do, Blair? What would you do? Oh, the, the annual payments. I, look, on something like that, that is right. so life-changing that you might make right. decisions because it's whatever. Exactly. I think the annual deal, because guess what? Then the annual deal means you can you can stay who you are, but you're right. going to be taken care of for a long time, and you can make a mistake because the next year you get to try again. <laughs> dude, you, you, want, you want more than one chance, so I don't, don't – I mean, I know it's tempting, but dude. I can't believe Daniel Blair is making this much sense right now. It's incredible. Uh, dude, I mean, Phenomenal. come on, man. Well, then again, I got my wife and kids, so I don't know. How old are you, Jesse? Yeah. I'm 27. Ah, take the sum, bro. You only live <laughs> once, man. Right. I love the fact Vegas that again. I love the I fact that a lot of luck there. Yeah, I love the fact you went to Hakkasaw and I got kicked out of three. Oh, no, he just, said it on TV. Yeah, he oh, said everyone's sucks. invited. Drinks are on me, and I'm like, God, I wish I was there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was literally the best time I've ever had on planet Earth. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. Uh, hey, all right, we'll let you go, man. You just landed in DC. You're in DC, right? That's where you. That's where you live. Yeah, BWI was the airport they sent me to, but I live very close to D.C. Oh, yeah, so we'll let you go. It's late hey, there. Hey, wait, wait. But what? Oh. Did you fly coach? Uh, no comment. Ah, he's, he upgraded for sure. Oh, I love that's it. awesome. Hey, thanks for your time tonight. Congratulations, Jesse. Thank you for, for making it happen, for coming on the show. I really want to talk thanks to you. Thanks so much. And, and I love the show. I love everybody involved in the community. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Good luck with everything. And uh, and uh, so if you need anything, let me know. If I, uh, <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thank Jesse. You, Thank you. Take care. Jesse Hebert, everybody. I'm praying for Jesse. He sounds uh, cool. He, d- he well, sounds like a good guy. And, you know, I heard from people that were there that were with him that uh-huh. said he was, like, very humble throughout the whole experience. So 
I, I'm happy for the dude. That's life changing. That's right. rad. And th- those things happen to people in different ways of life. Right. So it's cool to see someone in our community of racing that's a fan that got to go out and be a part of that and to watch it. Like I said, I, w- I watched the race on TV. I watched that dude the whole last lap. Right. And when Sabachi so made like the move, oh, they had, they had yeah, the, yeah. the split box. Yeah, yeah. And dude, he uh, he was so stoked. I, and I was. He I'm sounds happy like a good him. guy. I'm happy for him. It's, I just I just want him to make the, the right haters. decisions, man. Like he was very erratic to deal with, but I'm glad he's you know he, he called, texted <laughs> and said I'm ready to come on the show. So, um, let's awesome. Go to, let's go to Tyler before we got JT. Tyler, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? How's it going? Good. So much. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you uh, this weekend. You know, we saw all the amateurs and stuff like that. We saw uh, Max Volland and stuff like that killing it. Seth Hamaker, Joe Shimoda. Oh, I'm, I'm right up on this stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know these guys. I know, I know, I know Steve. I, know. I got you, Steve. Um, Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Daniel. Um, yeah, so I wanted to basically ask you guys, what do you guys think about, you know, all these amateurs um, being homeschooled and what you think about it? Do you think, you know, maybe more kids should go to public school? Do you think it's um, it, safe to say that? Am I getting you know, pranked right these, now? You know, am I getting pranked right now that he's asking me what I feel about this? Yeah. Should be, um, you know, I, mean, I, I just wanted your personal opinions. I know, um, Daniel, you with, with your son, you know, him, his, him racing amateurs, and as he gets older, um, where you want to see him go, what path you want to see him take. Um, yeah, do you guys can just put a little insight on it, and what, I just want to know what you guys think. Um, to, uh, let me go first, Chief. Yeah. Uh, my, my first thought is I, I'm the kind of person that doesn't judge what people do. You you do what you got to do. If you're a parent out there and you're raising your kid and you want to go that route, that hey, that's your life, your decision. I can only speak for myself, and my kid won't be doing that. I I believe that racing dirt bikes is the greatest tool ever to help create a high character person. But life's first, racing is second, um, and you got to go through school. I think you got to go through school. You have to finish it. You have to finish something that you start. And I, I think it's character building to go through those years. You got to learn how to deal with people. High school is a challenge, not mainly the educational mm-hmm. part, but more just getting through yeah. it with your peers and. And for me, that's the route I'm going to take with my son is I, I'll let him do whatever he wants with racing, but school comes first. Um, and I personally, I wish that was more what we saw. But at the okay. same time, yeah. it's, it's these parents are going to do what they want. If if if, yep. uh, if the little guy's got a chance at it, parents are going to go for it. And I get it. And I, I'm not going to judge you. But for me, it's no way, man. Like yeah. life is more important than the slim chance you have at making it. And uh, it's it, there's just no way. No way. Okay, Steve. Yeah, it's bullshit. All of it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, it's just bullshit. There's like, what what it is is the the, the, the these jerk off t- teams are going younger and younger with these kids, and and some of them maybe one maybe a James Stewart or Ricky Carmichael, but mm-hmm. most of these kids. And I look at look. No offense, Jordan Bailey, Moseman, uh, Cantrell, um, any of these kids that came up. No, they're Zach Bell. There's so many examples of highly touted amateur riders that just make good pro riders but they got so much support in amateurs that uh you know almost mask their their, their results a little bit uh there needs, there needs to be there needs to be regulation in the amateurs on support but how the fuck are you going to do that there's no way how are you going to exactly. do that well and to kind of uh bounce off that steve i was kind of also going to wonder do you guys think also the ama should change the um you know, age to her and pro from 16 to probably 18. So these kids can at least graduate from high school and has. Well, some okay. So they tried education. to do that. They tried to do that a few years ago, but guess what happened? What? These amateur parents were like, Oh yeah, cool. We'll go to the GPs because it's 15 oh, there. Geez. And so the American yeah, well, motocross powers that be are like, Hey, we can't lose yeah. our stars to Europe. So yeah, you, I mean, you know, so that's what happened. Yeah, and you see some, some guys, you know, like, um, 
in one case, Justin Cooper, you know, I believe he went all the way to public high school and even did yeah. a year in college before he signed a deal with Star. Um, you see a lot of amateur, amateur kids. I'm from Jersey. I see Nick Romano all the time in English Town and riding and stuff like that. He's from East Coast. And so some of these riders that aren't, don't get the advantage of, you know, riding during the week that they, they live in, you know, cold climate weather and stuff like that, that they don't live in sunny California or Florida or whatever, and they kind of have to go to school or whatever. Um, and they kind of just, you know, come out on the pro scene, just kind of make a, a, a big show for themselves, whether it's at Loretta's or Monster Cup or wherever. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, school is uh, most important. I think it's cool to see some of these kids like Justin Cooper and Seth Hamaker and stuff like yeah. that coming from the Northeast and just, uh, Making a name for themselves, well, I think it's pretty pretty neat. I think it sure. is too. And Steve, you said something that stands out to bullshit? me that I no the, well, the bullshit part that too. But okay. no, the the masking. So I, I think what happens is these manufacturers and teams they are investing younger, younger, yeah. younger. The problem is is now these kids at nine, ten, eleven years old are having equipment that yeah. is so advanced I've, to where they're actually not yeah. learning how to be good racers because they have such an advantage they get over a start their kids. and they run away they yeah. get a start and they yeah. run away and then all of a sudden they turn pro and wow it's not that easy yeah. no i had an oem yeah. amateur an oem yeah. amateur ki tell me honestly they have such good bikes we don't really know you yeah. know like, like you don't even know if they're that yeah, good yeah, they, yeah. They, they're flashy when they're young and yeah. usually to tell you the truth the kids that are at their best when they're really young yeah. Are the ones that ride more with their balls and their brains anyway? So you're yeah. not really finding out if you got a really good, smart racer. You got a little, yeah. a little wild one, and then of course you give them the advantage. They put all the hours in, and you're gonna you're gonna mold this kid to be the best amateur kid. Then they turn yeah. pro, where everything equals out, and all of a sudden they don't know how to race and fight through adversity because they never really had any. Yeah. And I, I I think it's actually not only bad for the kids. It's bad for the sport. I think we're yeah. creating yeah, guys that aren't as good of racers. That's yeah, bullshit. Um, hey, Tyler, we got to run. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Good yep. points Not for sure. Problem. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. Uh, we saw this weekend at the Monster Energy Cup the debut of the Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Seafoam oh. gear. Oh, what's wrong? You okay? Ask JT, ask JT what Daniel thinks. Jason I, Thomas, I welcome him. to the show. I text him. What, I, what, I, what do I think, JT? Oh, sorry. I was just fell asleep. Waiting. I was on hold for a while. Um, yeah, Blair loved it. He uh, <laughs> he he liked his stuff a lot. Texted me a couple times during the day huh? and how much he liked it. I, I think uh, I think that sentiment was shared by a lot of people. And and for me, I I liked it. I liked the color quite a bit. But I was I was really more happy with how many people we had in it and how much it stood out on the track. That was the cool thing for me. Uh, yeah, it looked pretty good, of course, uh, out there, flyracing.com. It's available now at your dealer, limited quantities. So if you want to look like the Seafoam guys this weekend, uh, check them out at your local dealer, flyracing.com. Uh, JT, first up, a few things. So we, we backed you up because of the we finally got a hold of Jesse, the million-dollar winner. And uh, he sounds like a fun guy. He had a good time. He got kicked out of Hackensack at 3 a.m. <laughs> For what? I don't know. He didn't really say, did he, Daniel? He didn't really elaborate? He didn't elaborate. Um, <laughs> we can fill in the blank with what we thought happened yeah. and have a lot of fun with that. But no, yeah. he didn't say, but he, he did get booted at three. Yeah. So would you take the lump sum, JT, or the or the payments? He's not sure what he's going to do. Well, it depends. I mean, I, I don't know his financial situation, so that's a big part of it. Um, you know, most financial investors or advisors would tell you uh, to take the lump sum and they can make a lot more than, than that amount. You know, if they have all that, uh, that money, they can make a lot more than you could make over a 20 year span. So to go that route. Uh, but 
um, you know, I, I think for some people having that security blanket of a $50,000 income for the next 20 years would be awful appealing as well. Is that what it is? It's 50 over 20? I, I never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's that's just the smarter way to go. <laughs> that's Daniel. Daniel's taking the payments. 100%. Um, well, I, I think that's where it all comes into individual situation. Yeah. You know, if you you have a good job and you are, are stable financially, taking that 550 is what about it is and, uh, you know, signing it over to uh, an advisor and having it invested properly. I mean, you, you pretty much guarantee your, your retirement right there in one move. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't and you're, you know, maybe you're, you're just struggling to make ends meet, uh, taking that, that 20 year plan would, you know, kind of be a, a game changer. So, I could see both sides. It just depends wow. on your unique situation. This guy's awesome. I like him. I'm on board with him. He, JT never answered that. What would you do, JT? What would I do? Would I would you, take the waffle, 550, waffle, and waffle. Uh, uh, yeah, I would. I would try to turn that into a couple million. You know, by the time I was ready to, waffle, to call it a day. Waffle, so, waffle, so you're waffle, still waffle. going to work at WPS? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that would happen under most circumstances, maybe Powerball or something. Uh, but I, I could tell you, no matter how much money I had, even if I was a billionaire. I would want some sort of involvement. Maybe not every day. The the hours I put in now, I could. Well, I guarantee you, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> uh, but uh, to have something going on with them and just interact and and help with the brand, I I truly enjoy doing that. Um, so even if you know, even if I didn't need the money, I would I would want to do that on some level. I, let's start a race team. If that happens, I'll manage it. No, I, yeah, that's just a money loser. Keepitracing.com. dot com. Someone needs to get on there right now. And so, if you had get that domain the name. money, JT, to start a race team, let's say endless money. Let's say just you, you're super rich. Tuesday night, Powerball, $650 yeah. million. So, you, so, you win that, you start a team. This goes into the Monster Cup, JT. I'm going to tie this in the Monster Cup. Uh, okay. Would you try to hire Ryan Villapoto or Chad Reed? Uh, for one, I would never start a race team. So we'll <laughs> I, Thank you. We got it. Okay. Play along. Yes, how thank how you, much Daniel. money I had. Uh, but I wouldn't hire either of those two. They're both one's, you know, four years into retirement. The other is retiring, you know, any time now. So right. Why would I hire either of those? All right, change, change the question. Nothing like JT. wet blanket, JT. JT, a wet blanket. I just won. No, I, I mean, I just won the Powerball. Why you would hire either? Why would you like? Bill Poto doesn't want to race full time. He can go make money if he wants to. It's not like he's trying to get a ride. I mean, I guess I would choose Chad because he actually still wants to be a full time racer, but. Neither of those seem like a good long-term plan. Okay, JT, I just won the Powerball, six hundred fifty million. But that's, I'm hiring you to met. I know it's it's great. I feel so eagle good. grip for everyone. Feels so good <laughs> for everybody. Um, I'm hiring you to make big decisions for me. I need Chad Reed, Ryan Villapoto, or Dean Wilson. Who are you hiring for my team? Well, I give you. I give you full. You trying to, what are you trying to accomplish? Nothing is ever easy with JT. No, I know. Anything can happen. It's race day. It's one day. Anything can happen. So I'm so, so it's I'm making big big money decisions for Daniel Blair. I'm just supposed to wing it. I should. I'm not supposed to ask any questions. Nope. No, you're the manager. You don't ask questions. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what? So, Screw it, JT. You're fired. I'm hiring all three. We're gonna have a good time, JT. What you, is you, you Dean Wilson gonna do? Is he gonna do the Husky B team? No, you're not allowed to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. <laughs> um. Getting, okay, never mind any of this stupid lottery <laughs> Powerball. Right. Is Dean Wilson going to race a Husky? No questions. No, we're, no, we're over that now. Yeah, no, we're moving on to real yeah, talk. Yeah, we're moving on to real talk now. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think so. I okay. think, uh, you know, I've heard rumors that Husky is going to get him something. Um, 
the re- the real question to that is what is that going to look like? Uh, it's not easy to just put together a race effort, you know, and I've heard Mitchell Harrison's name attached to something along those lines too, but how do they execute that? You know, yeah. what kind of truck, what kind of, you know, mechanics and support. And there's a lot of things that have to come together to be a real full fledged race team and, and have a, an effort where you can produce solid results and not be just a mess because there's a lot of that out there. You know, people just trying to put teams together, even if you have a good bike, the rest mm-hmm. of the program is just so messy that it, it kind of prevents results well, uh, sometimes. So, Alex it, Race, Seven Deuce Two. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. I was going to say it's tough because Dino's so good and he's yeah. a legitimate top ten, top five guy on on good nights. And you know, he even got a podium at Indy last year. And now we're sitting here in middle October again, and he still doesn't have anything solid. So, and that's, that's a, a problem. Is it's at his level? If it's if it's a lower level rider, then yeah, you can put something together and it doesn't have to be perfect, but you can get enough resources to make it all right for that guy. Mm-hmm. For Dean, where he's at and not only is his, his life, career, and what he's been through, I mean, it's, that's, that's a rough go because now you're setting yourself up almost to fail a little bit. So it's, it's, that's a tough – and JT, you nailed it. It, it. Look how tough it is to put a third guy on a truck, let alone start a new truck. I mean, that's just – there's a lot that goes into that. And a guy at that level – he needs things to be somewhat right to get the results needed to get his life kind of back again, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's a tough one. Um, when it comes to Chad Reed in this race, I we talked about it a little bit in the race review today, JT, that we did the Fly Racing Pod. I'm still on the fa- I'm on I'm on this didn't this weekend didn't do didn't change my mind either way on whether he's back or not. Some good, some bad this weekend. Yeah, it was a, it was pretty underwhelming. You know, I was kind of uh, like with the uh oh on in the first moto because he went backwards pretty quickly, and I kind of didn't expect that. Uh, but then it, it you know the set well the second main event didn't get any better. He got got uh, locked in with Muscan there, and that was the end of that one. But the third one he showed some promise. Uh, you know, and I think that's just where he is. You know, and and he hates to talk about age and you know yada yada. But it's it's a part of the game and. You know, I think for Chad now, he's in a situation where he needs to have everything line up exactly for him to get the right result. You know, the he needs to get the start, obviously, and the track needs to work with him, and he needs to be feeling right. And, you know, there's all of these, these boxes that he needs to check to put in a good result where, you know, when he was younger and, and more in his prime, let's say, mm-hmm. he could kind of overcome a lot of things. He could overcome a poor start or overcome it not being, you know, exactly how things he wanted things to be. Um, so that, that's what makes it difficult over the course of a season because there are going to be nights where it's just not clicking and he's going to have that rough result. You know, um, you just hope for him that there will be the good nights, like the, the Phoenix of 2017, uh, where it all clicks and, he, and he's able to get on the podium. That, that's what you're hoping for. It's just difficult, I think. And that's for every sport. You just mm-hmm. see more of those off nights than on nights. What do you think, JT and Steve, what, what are his goals? I mean, it's hard to speak for the guy, but what are his goals? It's, it can't be financial-based. He, he, what's he shooting for? Does he want another podium? Does he want another win? I mean, that and that's kind of that can help answer some things. Is What are the real goals? I, he's stubborn. He thinks he can win the title. The title. Yeah. I, I guarantee I think, you. I think Steve's right. I think Steve's right, but I think there are a lot of those. I think it is financial on some levels. I think he wants to make money um, just like everybody else does. I, I do think that's not a factor I think would be um, inaccurate. And I think just like Steve said, he he still believes in himself that he can perform at the highest level. 
And then, you know, I think, I think he still really wants to win another race. I think if he could come out and win a race, he would be able to once again, you know, kind <laughs> of the uh, look the naysayers in the eye and laugh at them. Yeah. And I think that that's what drives him more than anything right now. Well, Brayton winning Daytona didn't help that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Like, he's probably, oh, I'm for sure coming back now. But, again, I you got to just kind of see what is the goal? What does he really want to accomplish? Is that obtainable? And, like you said, maybe he believes differently. But mm-hmm. the one thing I noticed is the thing I said in the beginning. He He's in shape. That tells me that at least there's some of the commitments there. Yeah. He wants to do this. He thinks that he can, and he's doing the work to at least get himself ready for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because, And that's been the big thing with him over the last few years is he kind of comes in a little out of shape and then kind of gets himself into shape. But I mean, looks like he's committed. And yeah. that's... I hope they can pull together. I hope JGR can figure it out. And Chad. I think Chad's trying to work on bringing some sponsors in as well through his connections. So... Um, Jason, JST, uh, the overall Monster Cup vibe. Um, we did again. We did the recap show today, but for people who didn't hear that, um, the race is okay. The track is tame. Um, certainly, Eli and Joey Savacci making that move made it pretty interesting. And uh, overall, what's your thoughts on the event? Yeah, it's, it's it's the Monster Cup. You know, I think from the beginning, this event has kind of had the same feel. You know, it's a low pressure event in the middle of the off season. Um, you know, they've, they've kind of taken the same approach to the course, uh, since we've moved to Sam Boyd in 2011 to where it's an easier track. They really, they try to not build a traditional set of whoops, uh, hoping to invite some, you know, uh, non-series regulars, you know, that would obviously be the MXGP guys. And that really hasn't played out. Uh, but also they have to cater to the amateur guys as well and, and make a track that they can actually ride and look um, you know, capable on and, and put mm-hmm. on a good show for. So it's unique in a lot of aspects because they're they're not able to uh, position it towards any certain group. They have to make it um, easy enough for the amateurs and the super minis, but then try to find ways to make it difficult for the pro guys to uh, have some sort of separation and also, uh, you know, put on a, on a high-level race without it looking like a, a fairgrounds race, which, you know, Daniel and I know all too well about. Fairground races? <sighs> Where I, oh, made, yeah. where I made my living. <laughs> <laughs> it's where I dominated. It's where I where, shined. It's where I owned right. the other locals. Uh, the lines are full. <laughs> Let's get to some phone calls uh, while we're at it with the uh, the show listeners. Jason Thomas from Fly Racing on the phone. Let's go to John. John, what's up, man? How are you? you want to talk about the track design? Hey, yeah, Steve. Um, yeah, thank you uh, for taking my call. Just real quickly, uh, it was awesome meeting you at the Moto Designations and that whole experience was just crazy. Like, I mean, oh, my God, like that pit bike race. The pit bike race was uh, something I'll never forget. I, I don't really know still what happened that oh night. My God. Um, but <laughs> I saw some guy. I saw some guy. He dove into a mud pit, and then his buddy walked up to where the water tank was and opened the valve, and he was just showering underneath it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like nice. Security guards had to come in. But, yeah, like, and then just real quickly, um, we were staying at um, the campground right down the road. Mm -hmm. And when we woke up in the morning on Saturday, that whole entire place, like, the dirt just felt like sand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's, like, the dirt in Michigan, whatever. It just gets sandy. Right, right. Okay. Anyways, um, so as far as, like, Saturday night, I thought that track was pretty basic. um, But it was kind of like the two doubles, like, the finish line, like, those over-under jumps. I saw after the first cup race, they once they all finished the race, they all were casing it and, like, coming down super weird. And then the, once the mini bikes got on the track, it was even more sketchy. Like, 
I, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but like that part of the track to me was just kind of like ridiculous almost. Like they were blowing themselves up. Like nobody really did have a big crash, but it was uh-huh. like almost every lap it could have happened. I don't know. Do you know what he's talking about, Daniel? Do you, do you well, agree? I mean, Ryder D crashed yeah. in the super mini off that thing, kind of clipped and then kind of whiskied into the bales. Yeah. But yeah, and as, again, JT, I know you'll back me up on this. The, the track design, it, it's so tough at this race because you are having to cover a lot of different variables. The minis, super mini, you don't want to hurt these guys in October. There's just, I think we should kind of see it is for what it is. It's a fun race in the off season where we can showcase young talent and also get to see a couple guys go for the million. I mean, let's be clear. The couple guys at the top are going for a million or going for the yeah. win. Then you get to see new guys on their new bike just trying. It's it's. I don't think people need to look at it like it's Anaheim or it's the yeah. Vegas Finals. It is Monster Cup. Yeah, it's designed to be that way. We don't want to hurt anybody, including their, our top guys. And just don't go in with the expectations that you're going to see a track that's going to be anything other than what that is. It's designed to be that way. Have some fun. Go to Vegas. Party with your friends. You know, get in, get involved with the environment. That that's what that race is for. And I think people's expectations need to be a bit, a little bit lower about yeah. the track and yeah. the racing and the battling. That's that's not exactly what it is, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I I, I think yeah, I agree. Sure. Uh, thanks, John. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, no problem. All right, let's go to Dark Side. Dark Side, what's up? What's up, man? So I got a couple things. One yeah. for everybody. One for DB. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we know Monster Energy Cup. Isn't mainly it's not like a real supercross, but I was kind of bummed on Baggett and Barsha's performance. What do you think? Barsha got second in Moto Two. Yeah, I just meant like overall as all three. Like he just, I expect him to be challenged for a win. Dark side with a hot take. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, he got four and two in the first two, right? Yeah, I think he went four two. I don't know, JT. I'm fine with a four two to start in the first turn crash. Yeah, I thought he looked good. I I thought he was aggressive. Four uh, two is pretty solid. I mean, let's let's not forget that we had the defending champ in Anderson. You had Marvin who looked fantastic all day and night. He just had kind of a horrible luck, really. Yeah. And then Eli was your million dollar winner. So for him to be four two with with those three alone is is pretty solid. Yeah, so. well, dark side. Yeah, dark side. <laughs> what do you what do you think about that? It was more baggy that I was disappointed in, but. But yeah, I, I yeah, don't know. I guess I just thought I thought Barcher would be right up there with Eli. Uh, Baggett did have a bad night, JT, an off night for him. Yeah, Blake Blake had a rough night. Um, you know, he didn't feel good after practice. He was ask, actually asking me if I wanted to ride his bike for him, which I <laughs> let him know would be an awful idea for everybody. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he just yeah just he got what seemed like he had great starts and either got bounced around in the first turn or. or got pushed off the track in the last one and, and just nothing was seeming to work even in the the first moto he pa- made some passes got around chad and, and yeah. then ended up just tipping over all by himself I didn't so watch, he just didn't seem like he could do anything right i didn't watch the show daniel but did they show bag on tv at any time at any point in any moto? he he was there yeah yeah exactly. I, I didn't see him at yeah, all no, um, other never. than the results and i knew that he was there but that yeah. again and that and that's what this race what's hard about it is is to really take anything from it now we're all high on savachi Obviously, mainly because I think we kind of came in so low. Everyone, not everybody, but people came in with such low expectations that they're like, "Whoa, yeah. he's good." And this is one of those races again where when someone kind of has an off night and they don't look great, I'm not going to judge them. This thing, dude. But yeah. the guys that do good, you just kind of go, "Whoa, okay, this guy came in prepared. Maybe he will be yeah. better." So I think it's an opportunity to make yourself look good. Yeah. But if you look bad, it's not that big of a right. deal. Millsaps won it on a Cowie, came to A1 and stunk. 
Right, and you know, all, all these races are always like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah they're really the hard. Preparation vary all over the board. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I, again, I, if someone looks good there, give them the kudos. Right. They've been doing their work. Savachi obviously has. He's tried to make a point, and he did. Yep. The guys that did bad, that you don't know the variables. You don't know what Blake has been dealing. I mean, he might be still dealing with some injury stuff, and maybe just wanted to get some track time. And like I right. said, I wouldn't read into anything too far on the negative. Yeah. But the guys that do good go well. Right. Okay, this guy's. Uh, thanks, right. uh, thanks for the call, man, Darkside. Thank hey, you. Can I, can I ask you something real quick? Or you... Is it about his own podcast show? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. I just I see all the I see the uh, stuff coming with Eagle Grit, and I want to know what he uh, what he's planning on with Eagle Grit in the future. Like big big picture, Eagle Grit, and, yeah. Eagle, Eagle Grit Monster Energy Supercross. Uh, I'm starting me on my own team, Eagle Grit Racing, backed by Jesse Hebert. He's funding it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, just uh, growing the catalog. We're a hand soap business. That's what we started with. Uh, we built up a pretty big customer base at home, and all of our customers are demanding more items. So just uh, bringing more stuff to market, and it's it's honestly the most. EagleGrit.com? EagleGrit.com. Uh, and you know, you know what, Steve? Guess what? Hmm. I even made a discount code. Pulpamex. Really? For all your Pulpamex uh, listeners, yeah. Really? 25% off. Oh, wow. Um, we have all-purpose nice. cleaner now, which is like a bike cleaner. Hand wipes, which you can take to the track. Um, brake cleaner, glass cleaner. Oh. We're, we're growing a, a catalog, and honestly, it's the most challenging thing I've ever done in my entire life, but the most thrilling, too, because it's... Tweet that out, Mark. It's our, our, our discount code. That's Pulp right. Pulpamex. Uh, thanks, Darkside. On the EagleGrit.com. Right, Thank you. Uh, Zach, you want to talk about split sections? Yeah, yeah, man. I know you uh, you hate split sections. Well, I don't so, hate them, but they end up just not. There's a one side that ends up faster. There just really is. Right, right, because they have the get data and all that. But I was thinking, I mean, that's because there's always a rhythm section. Never seen a split section that's been like a sand section or something that breaks down throughout the night. Well, there's faster a- at the beginning of the night and then may slow down you know, uh, throughout the main. What do you think, JT? Split section with sand. I don't like split sections in, at all, so uh, I'll just I'll just leave that there. I think split sections all they do is make the track more one lined, and you turn a you know an already narrow section into a five foot wide lane. So, all right. yeah, I they, mean, I they end up figuring it out. Thanks, Zach. They end up figuring it out. These guys, they you know between yeah. their team mechanics themselves, they end up figuring out when one side is, and then if one if one side goes to crap because yeah. of the conditions, then they go to the other. It's I think it's cool in theory, and it doesn't doesn't work out all the way. Yeah, ever. if one side has a right hand corner before the section, you're you're off your brake, and it's harder to you know. Yeah. It's like one so. percent chance of it actually being equal for both lines. Yeah, yeah. All right, Zach. I thanks, mean, maybe just thanks, something buddy. that breaks down, you know. Yeah, beat it. Uh, let's go to Lane on four. Lane, you want to tom- comment about JT's comments about the Suzuki? Um, yeah, I listened to the Monster Cut review podcast that yep. you did. And JT was saying that he knew Reed would get good starts getting back on on the Suzuki. One, just because Reed's a good starter. And two, he said that Suzuki's stuck with a frame geometry that's good on starts. And I was just going to see if you'd kind of explain how a frame geometry would matter on starts. Uh, Because they they pay careful attention to how the bike responds out of the launching out of the hole. And Suzuki's are notorious for kind of going out instead of up if that makes sense so however they uh, I, i'm not a you know i'm not a engineer but i've ridden suzuki's right. a lot and it's it's pretty well known that suzuki's general motion out of the gate is typically 
forward, which is a very positive thing. And uh, Hondas, the, you know, the old school Hondas, like let's say 06, 07, 08, when most, you know, the heydays of, of that bike, which most people would agree with, they weren't that way. They were really difficult to start on, and they wanted a wheelie more than they wanted to launch forward. Um, and that was like the first thing I noticed about the Suzuki. And when I switched to Suzuki's, I had heard it all my life, but I never really experienced it. Uh, Daniel, I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but I've just always felt like Suzuki's were very easy to start with. Yeah, 250 and 450. Uh, 2013, I rode a Suzuki in Arena Cross, and I pulled such good starts on that bike. And yeah, probably just like the weight ratio, like you said, and, and where things are in the frame and just the, the even the angle of the engine. All that stuff does, at the end of the day, have some kind of uh, a meaning. And yeah, Suzuki's have always been good starting bikes, for sure. I mean, going back forever it seems like and uh it makes perfect sense to me uh thanks for your thanks for calling thank you man yep uh carlos i think just to back that up too real quick if you look at you know i I don't think anybody would consider the suzuki the horsepower king of that class but then you look at the the starts and it was bogle and bichelia and you know all these guys on suzuki's time and time again up front so there's something to it i'm not exactly sure what it is but it's noticeable uh, carlos what's up what's your question man hey man i just wanted to see do we know the format for 2019 season are we having uh semis uh, uh, triple crowns i think no semis uh, probably heats triple crowns will be back eric said he heard two two triple crowns what about shootouts don't know and jt don't you heard anything yet. blair daniel daniel i, not, I was kind of waiting myself i've not heard yeah you what call are the right chances now? we'll see uh, Weech yeah. on the on the mic? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think that there was talk of that, and there was uh, maybe going to happen, but I don't think he'll be doing it. But I, I don't think it's for sure yet. Oh man! Hey, w- one more thing though. Um, if Stewart were to come back, um, man, do you think he'd be upset about Pleasanger taking number seven? I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this, Carlos. <laughs> if if um, yeah. I can't. And I can't. I can't. I mean, does he even I mean, know that? He doesn't even know that, that someone that took seven. That is actually an excellent point. JT, does Stu know that Pleasanger took seven? Uh, yeah, he's got to know. He can't be that far removed, right? Yeah, I don't think so. He, he's got to know that he lost seven. Thanks, Carlos. I'm sick and tired of fucking forget. hearing about James Stewart. Yeah. Who's that? GL? Yeah, yes, that's, oh, that's GL. Okay, I don't remember him saying that. Um, Dakota, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, good. How are you guys? What's happening? Hey, I started out with one question for you, Steve, but I got another one for Daniel. But my first one is, um, after the race, you do your interviews and stuff, and you were talking to Chad, Mm -hmm. and you were talking about how him and his wife were just going to the room and being lame, and that's what happened to him. I was just wondering if you had any good stories that you could share or, you know, anything that you wouldn't get him in trouble or if he was a wild man back in the day. Yeah, I probably can't share those stories. Uh, but yeah, Chad used to go out after Supercrosses a time or two, I would say. So See, that, that so, makes me like him a little bit more. Yeah, he he may or may uh, not he may or may not have won Supercross races with a blood alcohol limit <laughs> above you know point eight uh, back in the day. Um, yeah, I just was on a post race thing. Ellie was there and Chad was there, and I'm like, where are we going? Like tonight, like in Vegas? And then they were both like, we're not doing nothing. And I'm like, what? What are we? Where are we going? Uh, yeah, just being being funny, Steve. That uh-huh. really wasn't working. Um, so yeah, no. Chad has had a good time. There, if you're a fan, actually, let me say this. There's probably 
no other elite rider that has partied with as many fans as Chad Reed. JT, yeah? I would say that's fair. Yeah, yeah I would say that's, that's a fair, fair. statement. Yeah. It, <laughs> he probably doesn't remember any of it. Right. He did. Yeah. If yeah. you were to take, like, to say that five, six biggest legends in the sport yeah. and then compare their partying in their prime. Yeah. Might be the champion. Yeah, might be the best one at that. Yeah, uh, Dogger. Yeah, I mean, different kind of parties. Yeah, different kind of parties. <laughs> but a lot of fans come up and be like, "Yeah, I was with Reed the other in '08," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you were." <laughs> so, um, cool. yeah, so that yeah, that's that's uh, that's just just know that um, know that Chad was at one time gnarly. That's good. Uh, that's cool. And then I, my question for Daniel is, I'm racing my first couple arena cross races this year. I took like 10 years off to ride and I got a bike back two years ago. And of course, I'm a little bit more round than what I used to be. Oh, I hear you. Um, does he have any pointers so I don't look completely stupid and just fall over everywhere? <laughs> I was uh, probably the roundest I've ever been when I won my title in 2015. Yeah, so, I, dude, round is fine. Traction out of the gate. Um, dude, I'm, I'm five foot three, 206. Like, I'm big. I, I can't help you with that, man. I don't know. No, I, honestly, if you're going to race some arena crosses, it, you got to find somewhere to ride it first. Do not go out on that track on your first <laughs> and just go for it. Like, find a buddy who's got a tight track and some jumps because I'm telling you right now, 10 minutes somewhere else will probably save you from going to the hospital. They just get a few laps in because if you go out there and they give you a two-minute practice and – it's sketchy. Just get a few minutes in somewhere before you go. Yeah, That's why arena cross? Why the why the desire to ride arena cross? Yeah, where are you? Yeah, uh, Kansas City. Uh, just I guess it's, Kansas so. City. I guess it's cold. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just snowed here yesterday. Right, so. right. Get a few laps. JT, in, any advice? Uh, don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my buddy, he, he he owns a track out by Topeka. Oh and he's yeah. One talk, he he talked me into it, so uh, I told him. What's, what's your buddy's name? Uh, Brandon Herschel. He oh, they Brandon. own uh, Dragon. Freight, I got a feeling. Brandon, I got a. Fe- I got a feeling. Brandon's going to be up the stands with the camera, saying, "Watch this. <laughs> yeah, watch exactly. this, everybody. Yeah, go on, M- go on MX fails. Watch a few crashes, and then don't be that guy." Yeah, that's what I <laughs> Well, I've done that. It just makes me want to try not to be that guy. So I guess I got to try it. All right. Well, well, listen. You got Arena Cross Lights Regional Champion telling you to warm up before. And you, got the Germans, and you got the uh, German Supercross champion telling you, don't do it. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> JT would be, they would be more of a German arena cross champion because they are small, right? So, yes. Yeah, so in a way, JT's a German arena cross champion. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, JT, flyracing.com. Before we wrap it up here, we're bringing Jeremy Malott on. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on the straight rhythm as a whole? What do you think? Street strokes only this year. Um, what do you think of my rider? I announced him tonight by fill-in for Alex Ray. Cameron McAdoo, how we think? What no, that's th- a good fill. What are we that's thinking? For a, for, a, for a last minute guy, that's a good pull. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, I think I think straight rhythm is a cool race. You know, it's it's definitely got its niche, right? It, it offers a lot of things the other events don't. I think having Dungey and some big name guys, you know, because we never saw Dungey ride a two stroke. You know, he he was kind of past that uh, changeover, so it would be one of the you know one of the only times he would ever race a two-stroke in in competition or maybe the only time so that's cool that's got its own little draw um so yeah i like the media side each each media outlet having their own team or their own rider 
Uh, and I, I think uh, I think Jeremy's done a good job of finding little nuances like that to add interest to it because after you know motocross the nations, which is huge, and then you got Monster Cup, which is his own. Uh, obviously has its own tradition, you know, having to follow those two, it can be easy. So I think he's done a good job of finding ways to create interest for it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. I wish Anderson was on his Husky two-stroke. Yeah, that would be cool. No doubt. Um, all right, buddy. Uh, you're down your stretch of Red Bull, Red, uh, Red Bull, Red Bud, uh, Designations and Monster Cup. You made it. And Japan. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be home this weekend. I can, I can assure you of that. JT went to Japan to test the new RMZ250. So he is. Uh, are you? Are, can we announce the the affiliation you have, JT? Um. Yeah. As far as I know, it's done. I haven't gotten received my uh, my bike yet. But as far as I know, I'm JT. I'm on the RM Army. JT has Very joined excited. the RM Army. They left. I left them. They needed somebody to replace them. They grabbed Jason Thomas. I went Blue Crew, of course. So I look forward to multi uh, lots of Instagram battles back and forth. Nice. Yeah. What are you, JT? This what are you gonna, gonna What are you gonna get? Uh, nineteen RMZ four fifty. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and then oh, maybe yeah. some racing. Maybe some, maybe some racing. Uh, no, that is, that is not happening. Loretta's? as far as I know. Anyway. Loretta's? I mean, we'll see, but I don't have any plans of it. I don't think so. Loretta's is a lot of work and effort and money. The only way I could ever see that happening is if um, you know, Suzuki American Suzuki was willing to help me do it. You know, then it would make my life easier. Like take a bike there and. It, you know, otherwise it's just so difficult yeah. to, to pull off. Sounds better than it ends up being. <laughs> I think so. I yeah. think so. I think that's the idea, right? Uh, all right, everybody, get the seafoam gear now, light hydrogen line. I know Daniel Blair, did you, have you already got a set? Did no. you ask JT for a set? No, I just got some new fly gear. My gear's fine. You rode yesterday? I rode yesterday. But wouldn't, J- you, wouldn't you have ridden better if you had seafoam gear? No, nah, like I said, black is thinning. I like my new black okay. gear. I look, right. I look so good yesterday. I'm, yeah. I'm, I just like the seafoam because it looks good on every brand. I saw it all over the internet, and every brand was... Someone on every brand had it on, yeah. and it looked good on every bike. Right. And I just I thought it was great. But no, I'll stick with the thinning black gear. Okay. Um, I loved it. JT, again, thanks for the uh, thanks for the gear. I was looking good yesterday. Of course. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. Jason Thomas, everybody. FlyRacing.com. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Have a good night. All right, guys. See yeah. you. Jason Thomas on the show. Uh, hey, Cameron McAdoo this weekend? Yeah, he's going to run Michelin. This week at Michelin Starcross 5 line, uh, we've loved these guys for a long time, and you guys are giving us great feedback online about this uh, about this tire and everything else. 21 different sizes. Comfort casing technology means less arm pump and reduced rider fatigue. Daniel Blair? I need some of that. You need some reduced rider yeah, fatigue? Yeah, man. It was, a, <laughs> so, it was a rough go. So do I, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we've, had, we've done a few Michelin Starcross ride days, and it's been going well for those guys and for you people that have been buying these things. You can buy them at btosports.com. Use the code. Tell them you want a Michelin Starcross 5. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Completing a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, and a durable yet more flexible sidewall for easier mounting. MichelinMotorcycle.com or at your local dealer or online. Uh, Cameron McAdoo will be running running the Starcross 5 hard this weekend at Pomona in the straight rhythm, and uh, I can't wait to see what he thinks about it. I think it'll be great. So thanks to the folks at Michelin for uh, for coming on board, of course. And uh, we got much more coming up. Daniel Blair here, Tony Blazer will put on a headset here in a little bit, and we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit to him. Uh, and Daniel Blair, of course. Uh, what uh, What's next for you? Uh, what, are we, what are we doing? <sighs> like in life? Well, I just, or yeah, like are you going to any week? races or anything? Or anything exciting um, coming up? Or just January? No, just January. Just are you doing the, the TV show or what? What are you doing? Don't know the details What yet. do you mean you don't know? Why do I know more than you know? I, 
What do you know? I told you what I know before the thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's correct information. I, I think it is. I um, I don't know. Um, Monster. I mean, usually the, the the typical plan is they get through Monster Cup and then we start zeroing in on the next okay. year. So, but uh, are you fired? Do you think? Oh God, I hope not. Okay. Well, they haven't so. told you though. They haven't said you're in. No, no. They said I'm in for sure. Oh. They just don't know what yet. Okay. It's, no, you I, never told me that. No. Yeah. No. So you I. You never I, told me that they said you're in. Yeah, I talked to them after the season was done. Just I called in, and they said very happy with you. You did great this year. Everybody's feels that you, uh, you know, exceeded our expectations. Yeah. And um, as we get close to the season, we'll zero in on the plan. And but either way, we're, we're happy with you. So, so um, you're in. I think I'm in. I mean, I think I, I think I, it's a new network. And you know what the funny thing is? is I don't even know that for sure. I, yeah, well, I well, look, when the season ends, I disconnect a little bit. Like I said, I hey, got my Twitter. family. Yeah. Oh, I did that. That's a separate story. But I got my business, Eagle Grit. Um, I'm training kids. I, I have, I've, I've got a lot going on. And usually about November time is when the discussions start happening. We start zooming on the plan. Okay. And so I'm assuming I'll know you here got, pretty soon. You, listen, you got to get them to call me and work out your deal. You're going to be my agent? We're not doing live announcing anymore. We're not doing that. What do you mean? The live announcing on the on the floor for the stadium. So what am I doing? We're going to be all TV. All TV? Yeah. No. Well, first I'm, of all, I'm lost. What? no one can hear a fucking thing. Oh, on oh the... you're talking live in this stadium yeah. thing, yeah. whatever. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. We're not doing that. I do a lot of things. You know I do race day live. No, I know. That's I fine. We'll, we'll stick to that. We'll, we'll keep doing that. Okay. And we'll do TV. And Sounds then we're happy. We are not doing the live PA announcing. No okay. one can hear us. It doesn't matter. No one can hear a fucking thing in any stadium at all. And your talents are being wasted. <laughs> You're quite appealing as you a would, manager. You would be I mean, like, what what else? You keep would talking, be, keep talking. You would what be else? like LeBron playing for like the Pelicans. You know, your talents are being wasted. We're not doing the live PA. So, so I got to go to the Lakers then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I, we I need, appreciate the we kind need TV booth and Supercross Live with Jim Holly. Hey, I, I, I'll make it clear right now. They know this about me. When I land on the airplane, I'm down to do whatever it is until the minute I leave. Just nope. I'm ready nope. to work. That's I a like bad, to, bad I, attitude. Tell him to call me. All right, guy. If you're listening, guys, call Steve. Tell Phil. And he's gonna, he'll tell handle Phil. it from right, here on right. out. Absolutely. Okay. I, although every, other show, every show you've ever been in, I tell you to call Phil and tell him things, and you never do. I told you I got a big list going. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to let him know right. when, when we get the list full. We're okay. not there yet. Uh, speaking of... I don't know. Here's Jeremy Malott from Red Bull. What's up, Jeremy? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. Are you already calling to file a protest or for this weekend? The, How's it working? Well. Monday. I, th- protest I think, minutes. listen, I think the karma police may have struck the bear for this because you were going to allow Tyler Bowers to ride a KX500 or Red Bull Strit Rhythm this weekend in Pomona, California. Still am. And... It's a straight line drag race. There's no replacement for displacement. Well, if we're talking karma, I mean, I guess sometimes you're the rammer, right? Sometimes you <laughs> ram, sometimes you get rammed. Uh, so karma got your guy. Um, we, and the bear heals quick. And uh, as I saw today, he's still building the 500. So, so bear, bear might be in. If there's anybody who's going to ride through broken fingers, it's uh, it's the bear. Well, so, listen, this is bullshit the to me. Is, is still going, but I'm not worried about the bear. Uh, you Look, know, I, I, I don't I don't want to give the guy too much praise, Tyler. Yeah. Yet he did have surgery on his collarbone like two days before an arena cross. Never told anybody, and like was still pretty good. Right. And then told everybody after. 
So, Jeremy, I think you're right. Bears do heal quickly. Yeah. So I will give him props on that. He's a pretty tough right, guy. Right. And if it's just fingers, I mean, it's just fingers. Well, dude. if this KX500 clown show beats my guy, there will be an official protest filed, Jeremy. So just be ready for that. Bears are apex predators, man. They heal, they heal quick. <laughs> uh, the bike's 27 years old, and he's got broken fingers. I don't know how you can go to bed at night with a protest on your mind. Uh, oh, there, I do, and I will, and you will see. Well, where's the rule book? Well, uh, a lot's lit it on fire for this event. Yeah, yeah. No, bring a bag of cash, and we'll figure it out then. It's one of those. Going right, Red Bull straight rhythm this weekend, man. Uh, two strokes only this year. Uh, you guys put out a really cool cycle news. It's a '90s kind of event. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Uh, congratulations on this event and the buzz it's created. Uh, it's been fun, and uh, you must be looking forward to it. No, I, I fucking hate it. It's giving me an ulcer. I want to. Uh, I've tried to. I've tried to cancel it many times. The hardest game in the world is being a promoter. Um, but yeah, we're leaning into this two-stroke thing. I mean, the cycle news. The uh, you know, uh, we did those '90s videos. The pipe uh, video with uh, Pro Circuit Bill yeah. and FMS. You know, I mean, we're leaning in all the way to that era. And um, you know, we got Art and David in the booth. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty sick. Yeah. With some other guy <laughs> and some the, other jerk off. Yeah, his, yeah. His name escapes me at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got two strokes. You know, I don't know if you saw Stank's helmet this mo- or today. I saw I it, yeah. The, yeah. the uh, Bud Wright helmet, Bud Light, little homage to the king. He's going to show up on a full uh, Bud Wright KTM. Uh, hopes it work. Hope it works better for him than it did for Jeremy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a good time. Uh, Villapoto and Dungey racing it, which is awesome. Uh, looking forward to that. Cameron McAdoo on the Pulpamex Yamaha YZ250. Yep, yep. It's uh it's going to be, it's going to, I was thinking, looking through the list today. Yeah. I mean, candidly, we don't have the depth of field of, of the monster cup and, uh, we'll continue to try. Those guys have all been invited. They just haven't accepted our, uh, our Tinder match yet, yeah. but we're trying. <laughs> uh, they've been swiping but, left. They've, yeah. They've not been swiping <laughs> the right way. They've been swiping left the religion very consistently for five years. I will keep asking. I will be that girl. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I looked at the list and the way our, our event lines up with the head to head format, um, it's going to be really hard to make it out of the first round into, into the quarterfinals. And then from the quarterfinals to the semifinals, I mean, it's, it's wide open. I mean, there's, there's really good dudes. The track made for, uh, close racing and the two stroke is the ultimate, is the ultimate leveling, uh, leveling tool for this event. So, yeah. you know, good luck picking a, a winner to be honest. Why, why do you think? Jason Anderson, who's got a Husky 250 built for him, doesn't come out. And, and why do you think Eli doesn't – Eli, I, I give him a little bit of a pass. He did this Nations. Yeah. He, did, he did Monster Cup. Um, you know, we just don't see support from everybody. It pays really well if you if – you, you know, it pays really well if you're in the top three or four. Um, yeah. Why, what, why don't you think you get a little bit more buy-in? Well, I'll tell you kind of what I think. But, I mean, it's – you know – I'm not going to play the million dollar game. I mean, they're going to win that every time. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be monster and monster cup. They do a great job and that's its own lane. Um, but you know, if you make it to the finals, you race for six minutes all day. Yeah. I mean, I can't make it any easier, you know, or (laughs) this this whole event is made for guys that, you know, I think our sport does a fantastic job of retiring guys too early in their prime. Um, and speak, I was listening earlier with the whole Chad Reed thing. Like, if that if that dude wants to race, I'm all in. We it's way too it's way easier to hold on to heroes than to make new ones. So guys like Chad, if he wants to continue to race, I mean, it, God bless him. You know, keep doing it. It's uh, we need more guys like that. But with straight rhythm, you have six minutes. It's why Dungey can come off the couch. Mm-hmm. Why RV you yeah. know, can come off the couch last year and compete. And uh, 
And that's what it's for. It's just to give these guys, you know, they, when they're done racing, very rarely are they always done. Are they done forever? Yeah. A lot of these guys still have that itch. And, um, you know, I, I think that this kind of is, we're going to play in our lane. You know, I think what, whenever Supercross goes left or right, we're going to go straight. We're going to do everything they don't do. You're going to stay a, in your lane, did you say? Because that's awesome. <laughs> pun intended on the straight thing. Right. But, right. Um, yeah, like I, I talked to Prater at, at uh, Redbud for an hour, and I just said, he just kind of laughed. And he told me, you know, candidly, he's like, kind of jealous. You get to have a lot of fun. I said, Dave, whatever you do, I do the opposite. If you go four strokes, I'm going two strokes and altas. I don't want to. I don't want to play your game. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do everything you don't do, and and that's you know I think there's there's life in that for us, and yeah. we'll keep we'll keep trying. Uh, yeah. Speaking of oh, Dar- Darren, let me what? let me jump in the the Anderson thing. You know, I, I don't know. He's never said yes to us, but he seems like a guy. I don't know him well, but he seems like a guy who kind of is that fringe, lives on the edge a little bit. Yeah. I, I think yeah. He'd be perfect for this, and and um, he's got a bike. You know, uh, they all throw these insta bangers up, and I can't stand that phrase, but they all want to be insta famous. You know, all yeah. these guys and. Last year, funny enough, Ronnie Matt grew a hundred thousand followers the week of straight rhythm. And if these guys lean into it and and really embrace it, there's fun to be had and more exposure and impressions than they could probably get at any single event all year long. So yeah. if they do it right, they can benefit from it. And you know whether it's true or not, I know there's an email sent last year by you know our buddy Kelso at Rockstar to kind of say you know no Rockstar riders will can race straight rhythm, and we had to fight for sites and um, Colton Haker at the time, but. You know, I, I don't understand that mentality when they race the Monster Energy Cup the week before and the yeah. Monster Energy Supercross Series all year long. I can't, I don't really know why they draw the line at our event. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know either. That's why they, I guess that's why they work at Rockstar and aren't rocket scientists. So. <laughs> um, and, and also, what's cool about the event is that the guy named Stank Dog and some guy named Ronnie Mack like, beat Villapoto and then Stank won the whole thing. Like anything can happen in this right. thing too. We've seen that. Like, like you don't yeah. like like Dungey and Villapoto are lining up this weekend, and it would be awesome to see him go head to head for the final. But dude, Stank Dog won last year, so maybe Cameron McAdoo wins. I don't know. Like shit happens. This is Stank's week. I texted him this morning, and he's like, "I'm so excited." I'm like, "This is the week that you are the most important you'll ever be." In. So he's all excited. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, again, I'm tr- we're not me, us, the brand. We're trying to create storylines you don't hear all year or see all year. Uh, I think we we know there's you know essentially 18 supercrosses with you kind of know the guys who are going to win, and I, I don't want to play that 19th supercross card if I get yeah. a traditional supercross. So I'm hoping that we can create a you know a whole host of storylines that you just won't see anywhere else. I mean, Stank Dog's going to show up on the uh, kind of looking like a Bud Light KTM, and you got A.J. Cantanzaro going full Stewart and Luke Renslin going full, you know, Team Peak number 125 McGrath. Uh, there's just so many guys kind of showing up not as themselves. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a chance in the uh, – in the 125 class, you're going to see a Stu and a McGrath racing each other, and potentially a two <laughs> McGrath because uh, Stank Dog's going to ride as a, as a McGrath in that class as well. So you know they're a young versus old McGrath, which you could only get in a video game. So that, that can happen too. Stank's riding both classes. Hell, he's the king. You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, he's Stank. <laughs> if he doesn't, he'll 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 slit your throat. Um, oh, man. Remember, we yeah. we talked about it earlier. Daniel Blair was in last year, and we yeah. got Stank on the in the Red Bull straight rhythm, and, right. and Stank refuses I, to give us a percent. Of what he won. I texted Stank this morning or tonight before I went on. I told him happy anniversary because I think we met this week last year. Right, right. Uh, um, on, on your uh, on your phone. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. So we got we got Stank in. Um, yeah, and Durham's riding an Alta, right? Darren Darren Durham's in on an Alta. Yeah, yeah. yeah Darren. I mean, you know, if you list off, you know, between obviously the obvious ones with Stank and Ronnie Mack, and then Dunge and Villapoto, Jordan Smith and Shane McElrath, 
Christoph Purcell. Yeah, Purcell uh, is back. Side. Like, yeah. Yeah, Ryan types. You have, always have Mike Brown. Mike Gillespie might be at the first speed check before the guy gets off the gate. And the other, his competition gets off the gate. Um, there's so many guys that, I mean, again, getting Cameron McAdoo? Cameron, Mac- Cameron McAdoo? Goes without saying. Thank you. Goes without saying. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all, and obviously the bear on the KX500, you know, look out. You know, breaks the speed of sound in the, in the loop section. And, and JG, I think, is in. I think Wygant said he was in today, so. Yeah, I've been speaking with JG. He's excited. I mean, that dude, he's never done it, but he could easily win it. Oh, so, sure. Think I about mean, that he, names you just let rattle off. It's pretty cool. The, the two yeah, most I mean, important names, to, Art Ekman. Yeah. Art Ekman David and David Bailey. Bailey. Like, come on, man. Like, that is, yeah. that's what I'm most excited about. I uh, I got on a conference call with Art about a month ago just to I, Chris Bond, who's the producer uh, or director, I believe, or one of those two, uh, for Supercross and, and our broadcast as well, goes, I got Art Eklund's number. Do you want me to, to see? I said, uh, yeah, of course, throw the email out. Yeah. And he responded with, uh, hey, he wants to get on a conference call. And so I, I kind of geeked out for him, and I just had to, like, fully fan out with Art just answering the phone, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Hello. Uh, <laughs> Hello, yeah, Jeremy. You know, and it was just, you know, I, he's clearly, you know, he's been, he's aged a few since we've talked to him, but he's just sharp and as fun as ever. I told him, I said, this is, it should be as easy for the riders as it is for you. Anybody can come off the couch and, and announce or ride. And, and I just, you know, I go, if you can drop a couple bar to bars, I, our, our year is made. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all him, we need. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's going to be, you know, 60 races in the night. I told him, I go, if you and David get into story time and forget to call the race for three or four minutes, we're cool, but don't worry about it. And, uh, so he loved it. And I think David and him are going to get a kick out of, uh, not only seeing each other again, but getting to sit in a booth, uh, well, again, you, again. Yeah. But uh, then you got the other fun guy ruining it. Well, I'm going to kick him off the stage. I'll just let David and, uh, yeah. and Art just run the yeah. show for a little well, while. He's on a high right now. He won 35 bucks in Vegas, uh, last night. Yeah, he requested we pay him in a in a money fun, uh, phone booth. We put all of his paychecks, and he's got to catch it all like Jesse. Right, right. So, that guy sounds awesome, by the way. Jesse was on the show. It sounds great. He's fantastic. And I request now we we just check back in the year and see, what he's <laughs> see how everything's going. Man, yeah. uh, I would hate that. Like Rockstar and Monster guys are sending out emails saying, "Don't do this event." When, when, like you said, they all do the other events that 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 match other energy drinks. And at the bottom line, this thing is putting money in riders' pockets. Is there an entry I mean, fee? Pay, is there an entry fee? No. Of course no not. Oh wait, so you don't even need to pay an entry if you're a rider. You can no. show up and collect money. Yeah, you know, again, it's the easiest. I try to make the easiest, lightest lifting event possible. You yeah. Know, if you again, if you make the final show for six minutes all day. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it should be the easiest, most fun thing you can do. And if, uh, again, I, I kind of think too, we kind of figure a niche. If you lose, that's cool. If you win, cool. Beers are on you. Like it's, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a gl- I hate to say glorified fair race, but that's what it should. It's what it should feel like. If you're if you're showing up with the mindset of I must win, you completely miss the boat on this one. Right. Like, this right. Is the and get, uh, uh, you should just go up with a with a good time. You got a vet class? <laughs> when you said fair race, well, yeah, Daniel, I, I, I did ride yesterday. Um, felt okay. Uh, you get I a vet mean, class? How are you on a one twenty? How are you on a one twenty five? We got a we got a class for that. No, I, I they need to be all old adults, like vets. Old adults. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not Mike, going against Mike Brown's some, racing. Mike, Mike Brown's racing. That's different. He's not even a human being. That's. He's an animal. Yeah, he's he's, he's some a, kind of he's animal. A animal. I'm not I'm not going up against Brownie. Yeah. yeah, I think Mike Brown in the 125 class versus Carson Brown in the 125 class. Oh. Maybe a the first the first father son. <laughs> hey, um, do you have to do uh, um, uh, Jason Baker's building the track? Uh, he knows what he's doing. Great guy, but for the two stroke only, 
are you changing things up to benefit or help those bikes out or change things up to cater to two strokes at all in the course itself? I mean, we open up the transitions a few feet just to make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, and then I think for the first time, ever since the we've, the inception, the 250s have always jumped where the 450s have jumped, um, which just tells you all you need to know about our classes right there. Right. So for the first time, though, we're probably going to have different lines because the 125s probably can't do what the 252 strokes will be able to do. So we kind of designed it in a way that you're going to see different lines on different races and that's been an i wouldn't say a knock in the past these guys are just really good yeah you design something and you design to go you know three 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 and they go four four you know four four one yeah. or something and, and it's just it's kind of incredible what you design on paper versus what they actually see um i was out there today and there's this you know a lane that there's four or five options and on a 125 they've got two or three options um they'll all gravitate towards the fastest but there's certainly going to be um you know, a different a different line mm-hmm. between 125s and 250s, which should be which should be fun just to right. see that. Uh, I want to thank Vortex and uh, Roost MX and Vertex and Michelin and Maxima and FMF and Works Connection and W Guts for helping prep my YZ250 and Yamaha, of course. Ram it machine for Cameron McAdoo, number 44 on your program. Are we still ramming it though? Are we are we still ramming? Honestly, I don't know Cameron that well. He's younger gentlemen i feel like if i just came in hot with lots of ramming it up the asses i i might scare him <laughs> off jeremy of even racing the event so i was kind of yeah. waiting to- i had to google him today um not because i didn't know who he was but we're doing with between you guys and ourselves we're doing a bracket which people can literally go like final like the fantasy yeah. uh, bracket for the uh ncaa style where it's bracketed and you you have to pick your who's gonna do what so that's yeah. i think launching tomorrow talk to travis but i had to get cameron's face uh, for the image to put a thing, and I don't know if he knows what ramming it is. He looks pretty young. Yeah, pretty yeah, young. yeah. Just uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm backing off on that talk right now na- for <laughs> yeah. right now for right now. Yeah. Um, and, and I may at least until you get to know the guy. Yeah, and then I'm gonna once I get to know him, I'll, I'll now speak about ramming it up factory teams' asses. Right there. Did we figure out if he's cool with running a 15 on the Yamaha O'Neill gear and just referring to himself only as Timmy all day? No, long? you have to, to do that. You have to get on your buddy Pat there. O'Neill backed out of the whole thing. O'Neill just bailed after their guy A Ray was out. That's it. O'Neill's out. Jesus! Wow. Okay, I talked to that. I thought we, I thought we had come to terms. I, I don't. No, I, I thought so too. But the higher ups at O'Neill really liked the ramming and Alex Ray together combo, and so once we couldn't put that together, right, right. Once we couldn't put that together, it wasn't going to happen. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this event for sure. How are ticket sales? Uh, how is that going? Have you, have you checked? Do you, do you, do you know? You know, I, I stay out of that as much as I can. Otherwise, I just obsess about it, and my ulcer turns into multiple ulcers. Okay. But, um, you know, like I learned last year, I hate to say it, four strokes don't sell tickets, but two strokes do. And yeah. so yeah. Uh, tickets sales uh, last week were higher than they were the year previous, and we don't have all the top guys. And, and so I think there's just a sweet spot in the sport. If we did it every weekend, it wouldn't be special. But yeah. one time a year... With a, with well, you know with under the lights at Pomona in a straight line, it's fun. That's yeah. all it's supposed to be. Pomona Speedway this Saturday night, and and for people who don't know, like the pits are open, dude, and there's no semis, and you the riders are hanging. Everyone's hanging like the old days, like the nineties. Yeah. Your your buddy at Rock River texted me. His name escapes me at the moment. Chris, but he asked if he could bring a semi. Yeah. And he just said no, and he goes, "Well, I'm not coming then." I'm like, "No, man, it's box fans, sprinters, and barbecue, yeah. ice chest full of beer, and yeah. you're coming with us." But but the. Uh, 
with the uh, semi truck, you're not welcome. And he's like, okay, well, I'll watch it on uh, on Ripple TV. Then. Yeah, no, we were bringing a truck for A Ray, and then I got shut down. No semi trucks allowed at the straight rhythm. So I like it. That that, that, that truck's full of four stroke parts. What would it be doing at a two stroke? <laughs> Absolutely, man. I can't wait to see this thing. Red Bull TV uh, on your app. If you have an Apple yeah. TV or. Uh, Whatever else uh, that stream stuff, uh, Red Bull app, uh, it's on there uh, on Saturday yeah, night. Anybody with an internet connection or a cell phone with data can watch it live, no matter where. There's no verifications. It's on Red Bull TV, uh, obviously on our on website, on the app, and then if on you, any smart TV. So anybody in the world with an internet connection, there's no excuse for not being able to check it out. So it should be a, a good time. I mean, again, you're tuning in. Just tune in for art, and then you can tune out. I don't even care after that. You know, no, tune in for McAdoo. Right tune in for McAdoo and, and the Pulp of XYZ250. I mean, dude, how good is it going to sound when Art introduces Cameron McAdoo? I, I'll, I'll, I'll probably start jerking off, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, it I, could I, get weird. I told, uh, I was talking to Ronnie Mack, and I said, it's going to be really weird to have to, to explain Art Ekman who Ronnie Mack is. And uh, <laughs> like, judging so, by old Art stories, he might really respect Ronnie Mack. I think he I would. I, I think Art was the early, early <laughs> Ronnie Mack. Art's going to come in and be like, so I did my research on the writers, and I've got some questions on this. <laughs> Ronnie, um, there's some gaps I need to fill. I don't understand. Yeah. Is this real? <laughs> so, Art, uh, I think Art and Ronnie are going to need a photo, and uh, yeah, it should be a good time, though. Uh, Dungy, RV, Porcel, JG, Stank, McAdoo, Durham, Kenzaro. Man, it's going to be great. Good names. Good yeah. fun. It should be a good time. Again, if uh, if all goes well, it'll be just a great show. I think we had, I don't know, 48, 50 races last year, and I think 32 of them or so were w- within a, a second of each other. So, yep. you know, the racing is always tight. The track's incredible. We're going to end it uh, this year with a, a full-blown gnarly whoop section, so it'll sound as it should. And uh, and we don't have no stupid tough blocks. we got actual legit hay bales this year. I'm slinging 50-pound hay bales <laughs> all down the track right now. So. Oh, fantastic. And you know what sucks about me? I can't go in the VIP section. Like, i got to work. i got to manage my team. I'm busy, you are know? You, so Are you going to bring the yellow lens sunglasses and the uh, fanny pack? I, I may or may not have some things planned. Okay. Let's just leave it yeah, at that. Let's just I told leave. Skip the same. I told Skip Norfolk the same thing with Luke Renz, and I'm like, you need to show up. It's just full old school Skip. Yes, yeah. absolutely. No, fantastic. All right, Jeremy. Hey, thanks for your time tonight. Greatly appreciate it. Red Bull Straight Rhythm. I can't wait. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you. All right. See you, man. Man, that's fun. It's gonna be a good time. Should be good. For All real right. though, can Stank beat Villapoto on a prep YZ and and, and Dunge? Like I said, Stank's got some. Um He's got some talent. He's got stank power. He's got stank power, but he's going to have his hands full. Yeah. Because uh, RV is, does not want that to happen again. No. RV might be having a great time and I all, don't think but he's, he's competitive. And he, and I, don't I don't think, think he was. Shit, like, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Marks. Uh, yes. Uh, Hello. Hello. Uh, how's the straight rhythm thing going? Yeah, how's your bracket doing, us? bro? Uh, it's, <clears throat> it's getting better. I just sent them some uh, some more stuff, and they're gonna hopefully upload the site to the server, and we'll be. Uh, are we? Are we? Are Pulp Max Fantasy getting something out of this? Uh, people will be visiting a Pulp Max Fantasy domain name. Okay. So I mean, that's well, maybe little, that'll open up for more people then. A little bit so, of exposure. So, so Pulp Max Fantasy and Red Bull are, are working together on this bracket thing. Well, nice. and really, when I say Pulp Max Fantasy and Red Bull, I mean Travis Marks and Red Bull are working together. As long as you recognize that, right, and right. remember it later. Uh, yeah, I will absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks to uh, Jeremy Malott, uh, Caleb Russell uh, for coming on. Eric Pernard was in earlier, and of course Daniel Blair from Eagle Grit, EagleGrit.com. 
Right. You know what pisses me off, though? What? If that's really true, that, like, Rockstar guy sent an email and said, our riders won't do your event. Like, you want to talk about, like, fucking over the riders. Well. Six minutes of riding, a big purse money, free entry, and, you know, and I'm talking about when it was four strokes. Never mind the getting the bikes ready. And I get, I get that they don't want to get a two-stroke ready or whatever. Kawasaki right. and Honda, they don't even fucking sell them. But if these guys if these guys are doing this on four-stroke days and telling their riders they can't do it, it's fucking bullshit, man. That's, that's what's wrong Time in our sport. Fucked. Well, my yeah, thought, thank you, thank you, Gio. My thought on this, which is my thought on many things, is I don't tell people how to do their business. It's not my place. You do what you got to do. But if it's me, the last thing I'm going to let happen is a Red Bull event where my guys don't go and interrupt that with my Rockstar logo. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm Rockstar, I'm yeah. sending my guys because yeah. I don't want it to be a Red Bull monster only event. I want my guys out there. Yeah, wouldn't you be fucking stoked to see a Rockstar guy take the, take the yeah, thing on a Red Bull? Is, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. If it was me, I'm like, dude, let's send our boy. Let's go, let's go take this Anderson's thing. Anderson's got this bitching-ass bike. Right. You know, like Jeremy said, he'd be down with the atmosphere. Right. So again, like I said, yeah. you run your businesses the way you want to do. That's cool. Yeah, well, no. Do what you think. No, I, you're obviously a lot meaner about it than I. Yeah, am. Fuck, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do your thing. No, yeah. Fuck but if off. it's me, I'll tell you how to run Eagle Grit too. Okay. Next. Okay. Coming up next, I'm, I'm telling you how everybody <laughs> run Eagle Grit. Man, managing my career, running my business. Yeah. What else? I, no, listen. I yeah, I just I have an opinion. That's what gets me in trouble. All right, all right. But, but I, I do want these people. To work, I, I think everybody should try to work together a little bit more. I really do. Hey, that, that sounds you know? sounds great. And why, again, why are we such jerk offs with this stuff? Again, especially if you're being competitive. If you're being competitive, send your guys to go win the yeah. Red Bull straight rhythm. See if you can beat the Pulpamex Camera McAdoo combo. That's right. Right? That's Absolutely. Right. Um, I don't like it. Uh, but I'm not. That's my race tech round of the night. Fuck off, everybody. Play nice. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, that's play nice. Race tech suspension. Racetech.com. Dial you in for suspension services. The, uh, Cameron McAdoo will have race tech on his YZ250. This weekend, Mike Alessi will probably have it on. Uh, ben LeMay used race tech suspension and motors this summer to uh, get some good results and in Supercross as well. Racetech.com. Please check them out on the web. Pulpamex18 is a code to save with the folks at race tech, and uh, we really appreciate it. My race tech round of the night is just that. Fuck off, everyone. Play nice. Play fuck nice. this, fuck that, fuck him, fuck everyone. There we go. Is that Grant again? That was Grant again. Yeah, Grant's been on the show a lot tonight. <laughs> Grant has been on the show a lot. <laughs> he's, he's been a, he was a guest tonight. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data. Uh, I have this thing, cool thing from Get called uh, the Jump Starter, and it can uh, literally charge your phone. It's a battery pack. It can charge your phone or charge your car battery. You throw it in a glove box, and it can actually boost your car. And it has a flashlight on it as well. Wow. It's $99. That's from who? Get? Get. Get, get. Wow. Yeah. It's awesome. I've got one this weekend, and so I'm fantastic. I'm stoked on that. Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Honda Ridgeline, a fantastic truck. Uh, truck of the year uh, in midsize. And uh, Chris Kiefer just got one. Adam McNabb got one. And uh, and myself, of course. Uh, the, and if you mention Pulpamex to Steve down there or any salesman, they will hook you up with a hell of a deal uh, on anything Honda, whether it's a CRV, Accord, Civic. Uh, what am I missing, Blazer? Anything else? CRZ. CRZ? What the hell's that? It's a smaller SUV. CRZ. Whatever it is, Honda World Downey can dial you in, and uh, we thank those guys as well. Ride Engineering, OGOPowerSports.com. Go there. Everyone knows the name OGO. I mean, how many OGOs have you used over the years, Blair? A lot. I got one right now. My kid's gear is 
stacked in one right now. Right. Everyone's got OGO. Everyone knows their name. Everyone yep. knows what the things they do, uh, whether it's backpacks, whether it's gear bags, whether it's uh, carry-on bags. OGOPowerSports.com on the show. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. We're working on a discount code for you people for OGO, so stay tuned to that. Hopefully, we can uh, really help our listeners and uh, get them dialed in. Uh, all right. Let's go back to the phones. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Nash. What's up, Nash? How are you? Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What's happening? It's, I'm glad you got Blazer there, Daniel Blair, and of course Steve. Steve, yeah, I'm right, ready Blazer, to hear. you're on now. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, pull your thing closer to your mouth. Blazer, Blazer's in, buddy. What's yeah, up, Nash? Hey, what's cooking? Good looking. <laughs> good. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, hey how, how pumped is everybody to hear? Or I can go. And Jimmy Button's pissing Jimmy Button. I mean. Classic Ackman Long. Uh, the the biggest art thing I remember is, so first year at KTM, I've told this story before, but I've told all my fucking stories before. But uh, 2000 KTM, brand new factory team, first year back KTM, and they, they, you know, they're on T. Roderick Thane grabs a whole shot in a heat race of a main event in San Diego. And keep in mind, our riders weren't that good. But Roger <laughs> Thane, Roderick Thane was pretty good. And Art goes, it's Roger Thane on a KTW <laughs> in the lead. Roger Thane on a KTW. Thanks, Art. Listen, listen. There's a lot of scotch that may not not, not that Art was ever bamboozled while he was broadcasting, but no, guys, no. He, he uh, wasn't like that, but he had that voice, and him and David together, obviously, is yeah. iconic, and everybody knows that. So, Steve, what I'm excited for you to, to uncork is as you displayed your proudness for being, you know, a youth stream announcer, let's face it, at Des Nations. Mm-hmm. You were yep. calling the race, yep. primed and ready. You know, nobody else could do it. But us hits yep. it up and says, Steve, take over. I was once denied credentials to a USGP, and six short years later, I'm calling the winner of, in the third That's moto of the greatest great. race you stream ever puts on at once a year. Listen, to Thank me you. and Thank everyone you, else listening, and Blazer and everybody knows that that was just a simple foreshadowing of what's going to happen at a Feld event. And I know Daniel knows the secret role that you're going to play this year, whether it's roving reporter, maybe a sports center, a little uh, morning show, little little precursor mm-hmm. to Daniel and Jim uh, Hunt show. He doesn't know. I was um, supposed to tell him during a commercial, and I didn't. No, I don't know yet. I'm, yeah. I, I really want to know. I cannot wait. Can you unleash? I, no, no. Beat it, Nash. You'll know when you know, when it's all done. So don't worry about now, it. Let's get- Listen, let's get to the real meat on the potatoes. Did you see Randy Lawrence this weekend? No, I did not see Randy Lawrence. <sighs> Sorry, Nash. I, got, I think I got. I think it's time for me to call Factory Phil again. Call him up. See, maybe he can drive his his lot cleaner out to Jersey. To Dude, help. I would do that. I you know, I mean, do I don't know that. what kind of mileage those things get, but maybe you could do it. I told yeah. you when I was in college, I did that before. It's incredible. You know, Factory and Phil and I have very similar lives, and uh, the fact that I've had that. Up to you know, it's just all part of the big picture. Yeah. Well. All right, Nash. Your phone's breaking up, so it's late on the East Coast. You clearly been drinking, so uh, <laughs> we'll let you go, buddy. I was grinding in the garage like Nick Way. Grinding. Yeah, grinding in the garage. I like it. All right, buddy. I was. I'm not. All right, cheers. Go get him. Thank Bye. you, Nash. Everybody. So we got a commercial. Do the X Brown tariffs. It's up to you, man. It's your show. It is my show, and don't you forget it. I'm. I'm just. I'm here. Uh, co-pilot, bro. Uh, speaking do. of shows, how is Main Event Moto going? Your podcast? How, how's that uh, happening? It's good. Um, we are we're off-ish during the outdoors and yeah. the off season. We don't do it as much. Obviously, yep. Supercross every week, but uh, we've done a couple shows in a row, and 
Yeah, if you guys want to hear two brothers argue and fight about what happened with Savachi, mm-hmm. tune into this week's show. It was great. It was horrible. <laughs> it was great. It was horrible. It was horrible. My brother, <laughs> he's a passionate person, and he was very upset. Uh, we discussed it at length, and it's yeah. I, I would recommend not listening. To be honest, yeah. I, I know I'm supposed to promote my yeah. own stuff. Yeah, generally speaking, probably that's the way it works. skip this week. Maybe right. right. Okay. Uh, unless mm-hmm. you just want to hear two people argue. Yeah. Um, Wait yeah. for another one. And uh, code at EagleGrid.com. It's Pulp MX. Pulp MX. I made it for you, man. 25% off. 25% Eagle Grid. off. Try it, everybody. It works good. It's good stuff. Have you tried it, Blazer? I have not tried it. Listen, you're the general manager of a dealership, right? Yes. Get his Eagle Grid in your dealership. I should. That's for your mechanics. The major- Our biggest block of customers is in the auto world. So really? car dealerships, auto repair, auto body. That's, yeah, all so we're building you, a catalog you, around that. Is the so. service guy ahead of you? No, no. We can we we're, we're work together. Well, are you the boss of the service guy? No, the service guy has his own. He calls his own shots and service. Oh, but we work together. Well, you tell him what's up. You tell him. Absolutely. Blazer. And then you start selling Ridgelines. Well, I don't know if we have to go that far. <laughs> start selling Ridgelines and get Eagle Grid in there. That's right. And, and uh, all right, let's, hey, let's do X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. I saw Rich Taylor at uh, the AIM show uh, this week. Nice to see RT. XBrandGoggles.com, EKSBrand.com. The choice of champions everywhere. Fantastic company. Alex Ray wore X-Brand when he got mm. rammed into the bridge at Monster Cup. What an asshole not realizing, like, it was late in the third moto. Like, hey, jerk off. You got straight rhythm to get ready. Well, his prior, uh, priorities were a little off. He really threw that, my uh, whole ramming thing for into a big flux. Yep. And now I had to use Air Miles to fly McAdoo out. Like I said, though, you might have accidentally upgraded. Just saying. <laughs> McAdoo might be better. I think A-Ray might listen. He might I know be he listens. That's why I'm saying that. I love um, A-Ray. X-Brand goggles. The choice of champions everywhere. Uh, use X-Brand and uh, just win like Ricky Brabeck. Many other riders. Freddie Norn. Jessica Patterson won a WMX championship wearing X-Brand. I mean, you name it, they wear X-Brand. Okay. I, I did Chism. a backflip wearing X-Brands. Chisholm, he did a backflip I mean, wearing x That's really all you need. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who he is? He's my uncle. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Do you know who he is? No idea. Um, so we got questions for Eric Bernard, who's not here. But Blazer, you're going to answer for Eric Bernard. Oh, this should be And uh, Daniel Blair <laughs> and myself, uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, here we go, Marks. Steven, best and worst fan experiences from the live show? Oh, uh, the best was, yeah, they're all... The guys who came back to the Palms to hang out at the, at the thing, we, went, we, we met some Norwegian guys there from, from Norway. Big fans. There was a guy from Denmark there. There were some Australians there. Uh, the worst one, there was one of the Norwegian guys looked like a real-life bear. He was <laughs> built like a linebacker. He was, had a huge beard, a square head, and a lumberjack on. Lumber jacket, and he looked like he could crush me in his in his hands. Did he look like he wanted to? No, he's a nice, so friendly, wasn't a bad friendly Norwegian. Sounds like a good experience. Scary, scary, because I didn't know what it was deal was. Uh, one guy was calling Savachi a jerk off from the front row or an asshole or something, and then was scared. <laughs> came up to me and said, "You know, I don't want that to be on the live show feed." And I'm like, "Well, I don't it was think, live, bro. <laughs> I don't think it'll make the feed." Did you hear? Did you listen? Uh, I didn't hear that part. No. Did you listen though? I did. You didn't hear anybody yelling off mic. Sabachi's an asshole? No. Okay, so it probably didn't make it. No, I, I mean, you so, can hear people yelling stuff, but I didn't hear that right, specifically. Right, so. right. okay. So, he's safe. Uh, he's safe. So that might have been the scariest guy. He was very adamant. Like, he didn't have a mic and he was yelling. And I'm like, is this guy, when's he going to calm down? So, Or but, when's he going to come on stage? Oh, when's he going to come on stage? Did you hear him, Marks? 
I didn't. I don't remember him saying that specific thing. But if well, it, he, it was calling Savachi something, either an asshole, a jerk off. Something was it like the same that. guy that was yelling throughout the entire show? Yeah, kinda. And he came to the. He even came to the Palms after. Can't yeah, remember. he was carrying a chain. Can't remember his name. He was now. carrying a chain now from. I like, uh, now I feel like a dick. From our guy at uh, Power. Uh, Firepower. Firepower. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Firepower uh, really came through for us for that show, and we thank those guys very much. Chains and lithium, lightweight lithium batteries that like teams use mm-hmm. for um, the. So he had a chain from fire, Firepower, and he was yelling. And then now I'm like, now yeah, he's gonna get his chain that Wygant gave him, and maybe beat someone over the head. So it was fun though. Long answer, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. I just think about the live show. It was cool. Like people were there. They were like cheering and laughing and. I would love to have been there. It would have been a lot of good time. Well, you would have, I would have made you pay. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, that. No, okay, next question. Um, no, am I pretending he's Eric or do yeah, I just... Eric. Yeah, he's okay. Eric. He's Eric. Eric, what's the most start money you've paid a rider, and who was it? Uh, $50, and it was Jeremy McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good job, Eric. Seems legit. It's cheap, man. I think Eric, I think MC went for less, for more than that, I mean. Um, Daniel. If Savachi doesn't wave Tomac by, does he win the third moto? Does Savachi win it? I'm su- I'm I'm supposing that's the question. Who does Savachi? Yeah. Why don't you just I mean, say it's who, it's, who it's your wins. drunk uncle who's sending your questions in. So who, yeah. who wins? Savachi. You no, think Savachi still wins? I won't even argue over that. Yeah, he's not. No, he's got it. Steve, do you think RV was disappointed with his Monster Cup results? No, I talked to him after. He was fine. He he didn't. Yeah, he was eighth overall in practice, and he would have got ninth overall had he not missed the Joker lane in his final moto. So I think he was fine. I mean, we were having candid conversations on Thursday, and he asked me where I thought he should be, and I said five to ten, and he didn't tell me to fuck off or I'm an asshole or like. He, so he felt that that might have been okay. Yeah, yeah. Eric, did Montreal Supercross have the comeback you were hoping for? Absolutely. 1.7. Good job, Eric. <laughs> very very quick. Yeah. No, Eric uh, was happy that. Uh, DB, should Monster Cup have a super mini class, or has it proven to be too dangerous? I, I don't have a problem with it. I kind of like seeing those Shock, kids. It's shocking. The Feld guy doesn't have a problem with the Feld event. <sighs> I knew you would say that, but no, I really I really don't. And I don't know the injuries. Has, has there been? No, I don't. One kid ragdolled bad, but I don't know. How, I think he See, got up. That's but. what I, I don't know. I wasn't there, and I don't know the injury list over the years. But yeah. I personally, I like it. I like seeing these kids, and then like Austin Fortner, yeah. and then watching him win Supercrosses three years later. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I find that kind of fascinating. JT was really <clears throat> on that for the review show. Uh, 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 not happy with the kids getting hurt. And I don't like that either. You know, I don't think anybody <laughs> likes that. But I mean, I don't. I don't think it's like this mass carnage that it's always. Made yeah, if this was like a thing where every year it's like, dude, another three of them drop. Like, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah. But I mean, injuries do happen, and and that's part of mm-hmm. racing a dirt bike. But I I like seeing. I mean, it's cool. There's the fifties, which you don't see on TV, but they're fifties there. The super minis is all. It's it's cool to see the progression. I think that's kind of what it's designed to be as a showcase. So personally, I don't. Thirty have a seconds, please. All right. From the guy who had an eight minute answer. My show. <laughs> Off. About his live show. I'm sure your main event moto, you do whatever you want. So. I do exa- right. I do whatever I right. want. So I'm doing whatever I want. All right. Uh. We have a we have a, a curveball X brand from from Facebook. Okay. From Will Hahn. Does Steve talk too much? Wait, hang on. He answered too. Yes. <laughs> three point eight. Good job, Will. Good job, Will. Yeah, three point eight. He's on it. Yeah. Well, he know he knows. Uh, Steve, yeah, you want to talk about a guy that's just walking into a good situation like Ferrandis and Plessinger? 
<laughs> like just hey yeah they won it's because of me you know like yeah okay wilbur sure fuck will haunt yep thank you oh now you like that one steve your favorite amateur rider uh rider de francesco no horrible night racing he did but mumford's my guy what happened he had a bad night too mumford had a bad night too but de francesco i mean he got two starts and then just weeded talk about it i think i don't know but maybe the pressure got to him i don't know but it yes. wasn't good not a pressure thing. He's young. He's young in that class. Easy. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I like Mumford. Ryder D will win that thing probably twice. Yeah. The next two probably. Okay. Yeah. How so. old is he? Twelve maybe. So like he's going against Volan, who's fifteen. Yeah, he's not in that. He's a he's a class below that. Yeah. So he's like early. Yeah. Um, Ryder yeah, I mean, Ryder D will win the next. The difference two. between a twelve and a fifteen year old is big. Especially, I mean, that's a big difference. That's yeah. Puberty's like kicking hard, like right when you turn yeah. like thirteen, fourteen. So. Yeah. Um, Eric, how much money should Tomac be giving Savachi? I'd say a hundred thousand. Okay, there's a good debate about this. Thanks, Eric. Um, there's a good debate about this. Uh, he so again after taxes, he's gonna probably take him like five fifty. So that's a, quite a bit of money. I go fifty. Fifty k. Fifty k. I I mean, this is just me again. I'd I'd go half. What? Straight up. Wow, that's strong. I mean, he's not getting it oh any God. other way. Daniel. He's not getting it. Ask Will Hall what he thinks. Ask You're Will. fucking kidding me. Yeah, ask Will. And again, I'll, what I would do, if it was me, I'd give half. For sure. No, you wouldn't. For 100%. No, you wouldn't. wouldn't. Maggie wouldn't let you do that. She wouldn't know. All right, next question. Please. Daniel, will an Arena Cross series be resurrected? And if so, how would you make Arena Cross great again? How... How am I supposed to know that? Well, the Feld guy doesn't want to talk about it. No, I mean, seriously, I, I, I don't know of one. I mean, there's a bunch of them that are already going that are going to continue going, like the, the kicker. You know what he means. Oh, no, I don't know what he means. What does he mean? Like He means a national arena cross series. Like, we used to have a Mike Kidd and Feld back in the day. Move the schedule maybe, back the way I, it used to be. I mean, maybe. Time. I mean, I would assume over time, yeah, for sure. Well, that's all he wants to know. Then, yeah, probably. And what, would I, what was it? And how part? would you make it great again? Uh, two classes, two nights. Straight up, start, I mean, that's no, it. start in November. And yeah, start November. November with two classes, two nights, two strokes only. Yeah. Listen, Eric, it's his question. Sorry. Okay. Two strokes only. No, can't do that. One twenty, dude. I one of the best memories of my life was growing up racing arena cross on a one twenty five and two fifty two stroke. Okay, good, love that. Good stuff. All right. One of my best is going to a chocolate factory, but I don't. I can't do that anymore either. So why not? Because I'm not going. You know, I'm not old enough. I'm too old. <laughs> not. You didn't get the golden ticket. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, Choice Champions. You ever, you ever worn X-Brand? Never have, no. You want some? Nope. Are you dialed in for goggles? I'm 100% Scott for life. Mm, you're 100% not dialed in then 100% if you don't have X-Brand. Scott, USA Prospect Goggle for so life. So 100% goggles you run? Nope. You're 100%? I'm 100% Scott. Prospect. No, you're, no, you're Daniel. Yeah, but I'm I'm Scott guy for life. I've been sponsored no, by them since Daniel. I was like seven. You're 100% Daniel. And they still give my kid free stuff. So now I'm Scott. That's bullshit. Scott Prospect Goggle. What, what did Wilbur say? Uh, I don't think he's on anymore. Oh, so he just came in, dropped a... Yeah. Comes in, drops a comment, off. and bounces. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Uh, all right. Thanks, thanks Wilbur. X-Brand Goggle Terrace, man, everybody. Uh, please check him out. Just go to PulpMX18 to save. Uh, all right, let's go to commercial break. Tony Blazer will join us more when we come back. We've got lots more to talk about. Monster Cup coming up. Straight Rhythm Talk. Maybe get Daniel's take on the motor cross the nations or are we all completely <laughs> over that you guys don't want to hear my opinion really I'm, i'll piss some euros off you do not want to hear my opinion. oh well, then we do want to hear your opinion right when we come back daniel Blair's opinion on the motor cross the nations everybody
All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You are bringing the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus as well as many other scooter applications. 
I'm certain the Pulp MX show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. 
For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, and our long-lasting laser-cut steel Vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. 
And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. 
and sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Matchups by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Daniel Blair in studio. That's your song choice. Uh, my song choice. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, the band is Atreyu. It's a band that I really like, and uh, they just put out a new album, and that's number one off their album, and it's sick. I like it, so uh, that's why I chose it. Mark's liked it, didn't he? Mark's 
like yeah, it. that's good stuff. But he didn't like your 5s phone. No, I do have a 5s. I keep it old school, man. Listen, you guys, you guys in your old phones, and then you're going to complain because apps and stuff don't work, and people. Oh, like I already have that have, problem. People like me have to hear about it. So yeah, well, um, Apple can fuck off with their dongle. That's what I'm saying. You can't charge. You can't charge your phone and put headphones. Listen, in. embrace the dongle. Embrace, uh, embrace the dongle. <laughs> uh, so Tony Blazer's in studio here. Blazer, what's up? Welcome to this. Welcome to the show. Um, you of course me. do a lot of writing on my site, pulpamex.com. Classic steel columns. Uh, we do lists and vintage stuff and things like that, like old school stuff. You have a, a very popular Instagram account where you uh, post old stories and old photos and everything else. Um, so welcome to the to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate. I think it. you've been here before. Right? I have. I this feel like you have. Yeah. Third time I think. I've yeah, been. yeah. Um, you're based out of DC, and yeah. what are you doing in Vegas? I'm here for a digital dealer conference. What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, I work in the car business. And yeah. We sell automobiles. Yeah, Ridge Lines. Uh, yeah, I don't sell Ridge Lines. So you should though. Buicks and GMCs. Yep. And you're going to do Eagle Grit in the service department. I will mm-hmm. do Eagle Grit in the service department for sure. Well, uh, obviously everything is on the internet these days, just like yeah. your radio show here, yeah. and. Uh, to be up to the latest in the business practice, we have to look at the latest stuff going on digitally. So they are learning about how to sell more cars online and, you know, increase our presence online. Yeah. So you're sitting, like, in conferences all day. That's what I'm doing. For how yeah. long? How long are you here for? Uh, all week. Oh, really? It's a lot oh, of conferences. Shit. Well, let's grab dinner this week. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm down yeah. for that. Okay. Uh, where, where is it at? At the Mirage. The Mirage? So yep. you're all staying there? Yep. Are these like weirdo guys that you know from the car dealership world? Um, the, well, the people that came with me came from my dealership, but these are all oh, there. There's a few people from your dealership. A few people with me, yeah. four of us from our dealership, but there's hundreds of people there from all over the yeah. country. So and you're the general manager of a dealership. Yeah. And you used to, manager. Hey, he used to uh, be a general manager in Jersey, and he would commute from D.C. to Jersey like twice a week. Ugh. That was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. Via what? Car? Car. Oh. Car. Yeah. I was probably like listened to a lot of stuff back then. I loved it. it. You know, all your podcasts helped keep me sane for five yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got any recent favorite ones that you've done, that I've done? Um, I, I love the one you guys did. Uh, the last one was the the recap you did with uh, on the, this just last week was my favorite, I think. The Destinations? The Destinations. Well, I yeah. love that. It was great. Yeah. JT and Weege one? Or, yep. or on the show? Pop show? No, no. The oh, JT the and Weege one. one. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Well, listen, uh, Vortex Racing gave us a chain and sprocket set to give away last week on the show. All right. And we got a shit ton of emails. So uh, I was going to get Pookie to do this so we could draw the name and do go through that whole charade mm-hmm. of things. Uh, but instead, let's just go with uh, Blaze. Give me a number between like 100 or between 1 and like I think 183. Oh, my God. Uh, 75. Okay. I'm going to count these at some point. And number 75 wins a, a vortex. <laughs> Someone just won. We'll get Someone to it. Someone just won. We'll get to it whenever you're, uh, you know, whenever you're number uh, 75. Uh, but Bla- that's Tony Blazer. So if you were number 76, Blazer fucked you. Yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was my fault. Uh, uh, so, all right. Uh, Daniel Blair, we promised your take on the motocross nations well, before we went to commercial. Yeah. Um, what, what is your take? Well, First, I, I think everyone wants to move on from this. So yeah, this, they do. Let's, I'll make it. I'll make it quick because I don't think we want to get into it too deep. But my opinion, um, I think the MXON is essentially an MXGP, and for those guys, the environment, everything about it is pretty familiar. Um, not only the tracks, uh, even the Red Bud obviously was our track, whatever. But the, the conditions was more similar to stuff that they see more Are often. Are you saying that Jesus gave them the weather that would? Oh, Mother Nature got involved. Okay. She did. She, I think Mother Nature came to expose a big problem that we have in America uh, with oh, our riders yeah. and the way we do things. Okay. And Ken Roxon's results are proof of my theory. Um, 
in the United States, we have our priorities, obviously, as race teams. And this isn't just the riders. Don't blame the riders for this only. This is from manufacturers to teams to sponsors to everything. Uh, Supercross is the number one priority. They do it for eight months out of the year. They spend the majority of their time on groomed tracks or controlled environment. Then they race Supercross, mostly in domes. they got some outside ones. Yes, we get mud. Uh, and the good guys in the mud do get Plessinger's Gray, Barsha. we got our guys that are good in that environment. But let's be clear. They're racing against our other guys who aren't good in that environment. Then we go and do outdoor, which we don't prepare for that much. But we do it for three months, um, and again, we practice on controlled tracks. Most of these guys are on private tracks okay, now. So I get and what you're saying. What I'm getting at is that it is not a priority of ours to prepare ourselves okay, for so environments that come into play. So don't send a team? Or no, just be prepared no, to get beat? Be prepared to get beat and stop being so emotional and don't let it just hammer you down. Because guess what, folks? But the only way America is going tough. to it's, win. It's tough when you won 14 in a row and then 8 in That a was row. a different generation. It was a different time. There are so many variables that are different. Our sport has changed but dramatically. We won, we, we won 8 in a row just like 6 years and ago. And we've lost how many in a row? 7. Exactly, and it ain't changing. But we won eight in a row, you know, seven years ago. And things were a little bit different back then. Those guys weren't as good as they are now. They're really good. And, Uh And, again, our guys... You would think Plessinger, Barsha, we got some good mud guys. It's a great whatever, team. it's a great team. Again, I want you to put the hour meter on their bikes versus all the GP guys, and how many in the last twelve months hours have we put in in an environment like that compared to them? To them, when it rains, it's like oh, it's just one of those. Our guys are like, okay, I did this three times this year: Seattle, right. Unadilla, and Ironman. And guess what? Just because our guys looked good on those days, they were going against our other guys. And Caleb Russell shows up and was going to get on the podium. I don't see how the rain would affect their speed, though. It wasn't a monsoon. Okay, no, it was just it, slight rain. It was really light. Because rain. our guys are, I mean, they're not. outdoor riders in controlled environment. They ride practice tracks that are the same every day. All of our tracks are groomed well, almost the same. The, the riding facilities that are groomed and watered by the man friends. Are not helping. No. And, absolutely right about And that. our guys do not go, hey, it's raining. Let's go get good at this stuff. Those guys prepare their entire offseason, and half the time they're dealing with that kind of environment. So what I have to say, and as much as you Americans are going to hate to hear this, you got to be real. In outdoor motocross, those guys have a wider range of skill and talent now. They just do. They're better in all the conditions. Our guys are... Uh, are good in one condition and are okay in others. If Redwood was dry, I will argue to the death that we would have won that day. We would have, because in perfect conditions, our dudes are sick. As soon as Mother Nature came and made it anything outside of our norm, our guys just clammed. I think further to your point is uh, they don't groom the tracks between Saturday and Sunday a lot of times, and our guys... Every time I've been there, and I get one-on-one with suspension guys or team guys, they're always like, holy shit, this thing is rough. Um, Because it is, again... Not controlled. It's just yes. less rough. And like Latvia, like Dungey's bike looked like garbage uh, at. Uh uh, and that's because yeah. his bike has German, been Germany. designed yeah. to be good in the uh, 12 American tracks that we ride, right. which they've had a lot of time getting dialed. And again, and I know there's going to be some argument back saying, well, what about Jacksonville? Jacksonville was a little on the soft side. It wasn't that bad. I mean, Tomac's not like such a goon that he can't ride in some conditions like that. But I'm telling you right now, Kaldendorf. Is that his name? Kaldendorf? Whatever. Kaldendorf. Kaldendorf. Whatever. Is this Dorf on golf? <laughs> Whatever. What I'm getting at is the fact that that guy went 1-1 and is the 
the hero of the motocross of nations, whatever. That dude would have had his hands full with A-Ray at Monster Cup. Okay, so don't act like he's some kind of bad dude. He's bad dude in that environment. Sure. Congratulations. This, this Enjoy it. Take. This is no, a I'm, hot I'm, take. I'm dead serious. I think you're right. No, Hurl- hot, hot takes can be serious. Jeffrey yeah, Hurlings, yeah. you're you're so rad at outdoor, dude. You are bad. I give you all the respect in the world. You're probably the baddest dude in outdoor. I'll concede. But don't sit there and tell me that you're anything. Or you're not on the elite list of dirt bike riders in general. Because if you came to the U.S., I think Brayton would kick your ass in Supercross. Well, look at Geiser. Almost killed himself last exactly. year. Exactly. So, for the those of you out there that are, you want to argue about the outdoor thing, I'll give it to you. Hurlings is the baddest outdoor rider on the planet, but don't sit there and say he's the best motocross or best dirt bike rider on the planet. You don't do half of it. He called himself, he, he call himself the fastest man on the planet in motocross. And he is. Yeah. You yeah. are 100%. Right. I'll agree. I won't even argue it. He's the baddest dude, no question. But guess what? That's all you do. You do outdoor. And all variations of outdoor. Our guys barely care about outdoor. When they do, they put up with it for three months. We do supercross here. That's what we do. So that that's what it is. This is what we do now. So do, Americans, stop expecting us to do anything over there unless the environment is 100% uh, ideal. That is it. The flaw in your ointment is they should have won Italy, but Anderson got landed on. They should have won. They, they almost they got second by the slimmest of margins with, or maybe third, uh, by the slimmest of margins. And in... in um, and in France, they absolutely killed it. They killed everybody else. Unfortunately, France was just slightly better. How were the conditions? Then perfect. There you go. We shred in good conditions because that's what we no, do the over here. The tracks are still rough, though. Well, look to a the, point. But think about that. Look at our nationals now. Redbud, Bud's Creek. Oh, they're, uh, they're yeah. all the yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Our guys. And we're used to those tracks. Yeah. That's why, I mean, yeah, it's, right about that. we are we very, very good at a controlled environment. Yeah. We're really good. Um, and next year, oh, my God, we are going to get oh. so worked. Oh, it's not going to be good. So it's going to be an ass and kicking, as JT likes to yeah, say. Yeah, um, and again, it, it, we need to send the best team in the best environment, and then we got a shot. But if it's at all Mother Nature, the track, sand, whatever, if it's anything outside of our norm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just have a maybe that should be the real, race tech around of the night. Have some more realization of the yeah. facts. Is as we just don't. It's not our thing anymore. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't do that. Hot. Well, if you have like a five week layoff before the race too, I think that really hurts our guys. You oh, know, that hurts too. Are, That's part of it. They're yeah. racing right up to the very. Well, yeah, again, like I said, next week the so. race was an MXGP event. It really so, was uh, yeah. straight up. It's are you are you still bitter about Redbud getting all the love and Bud's Creek? No one remembering Bud's Creek. Are you okay with that? I was a little torqued up about that. Yeah, you know, it's it's. I, I was I, I didn't get to go to Red Bud this year, yeah. but uh, and I'm sure it was a great race. God, you're just, but Bud's Creek was amazing. I almost unfollowed you. <laughs> like, good well, God. you guys were like blowing Red Bud. I was like, come on, man! It's like Red Bud is awesome. Don't get me wrong; it's yeah. a cool track. Yeah. But uh, it, it was like Bud's Creek didn't happen. I was like, no, that was an amazing event. That was awesome. So. I was yeah. just saying it wasn't getting enough love is all I'm saying. I mean, what do you want people to do? It, it was 11 years ago. I realize. Do you want people to be like, hey, I can't wait for Red Bud. I am stoked. It is going to be amazing. Parentheses. Bud's Creek was awesome, too. <laughs> like, what do you want them to do? It was just like people were talking like the other race didn't happen. You know, and No it, one it, was it, talking like that. Uh, yeah. Everyone talked about Thunder I, I, Valley. It was on and, your podcast. I heard it definitely for sure. That I acted like Bud's Creek didn't happen? Oh, no, it wasn't you. I can't remember who it was. Uh, um I don't know. It was on one of your podcasts. That's what got me cheesed off that morning. I was like, man, they're acting like that didn't even happen. So I went on a bit of a rant on Twitter. As we were mm. saying, probably not a good idea. But mm. Oh, and one last yeah, thing okay, to back up my go. point. Here Sorry. He's still Look at the way up. that Ken Roxon rode. You are. He has been completely Americanized. That would not have happened four years ago. He is 
He's an American racer now, and that's why he was where he was, which was what outside the barely in the top ten. Eagle Grit brings you Daniel Blair's yeah, and hot it, take. And guess night. what? Hunter Lawrence, you guys are all impressed, right? That's the best he's going to ride that race because he's on his way over that here. A hot he's about to get there. Americanized too. Let he will ask- not be that sick in all those environments once we once he gets here for a couple of years. Okay, along that same line, do you think France would have done better if they had had Muskin on the team? Because he's been thoroughly Americanized too. He's been riding our tracks for what half a decade. Yeah, or more maybe now? I don't know. Maybe depends on how he would respond to the environment. But he's definitely, I would say, more on the and line. And is isn't Americanized enough yet. Not yet. Right. Not yet. Not yet. Right. 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 Not yet. That's interesting. Give him another year or two. Right, here we go. All right, let's get. Some. Like I said, it's just hours. It's the hour meter, man. Well, that, Straight that up. That is a hot take. And I uh, I like it. All right. Okay. You okay? I'm I'm a little sweaty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brain, what's up, bud? Morning, boys. How are wow, you? I gotta fo- I gotta follow that. Yeah, you do. All right, yeah, that, that Eagle Grit uh, hot take. Good morning. morning. Where are you? Where He's are three you? Three hours ahead, bro. East Coast. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in Atlanta. That's what we do. Com- committed. <laughs> uh, that's right, man. That's what we do, man. So, uh, to jump off that bridge for a second and onto another one. Um, so, you guys are talking about the uh, the arena, the Phantom Arena Cross starting in November. Yeah. Maybe I'm smoking some silly stuff. Uh, good possibility of that. But wasn't there talk last year of Monster Cup possibly moving to December? Because I'm thinking, wow, that would have been great with donations last week. Because honestly, because I missed I missed the whole thing um, for a multitude of reasons. I was out of town. Uh, who gets FS2? And let's be honest, uh, the interstate system here in the U.S. is more accessible for me to drive than the Fox Sports Fox Sports Go app is for me to access. But um, you'll be happy you know, next year uh, when it's on NBC. That's what I mean. I I didn't want to say anything, but no. yeah, I will be one excited dude. Daniel Blair but, in the booth yeah. full time <laughs> when I get there. When and I I'll be excited about that too. Right. Let's see how, let's but, see let's see your skills, Steve. Let's see if you can it. make yeah. it happen. Yeah. See what you got. But I'm just thinking, man, that'd be so great because, man, let's just be honest. December blows. Well, the listen, month. brain. I brought that up today in our review pod, and JT shot it all down. <laughs> Like an really? asshole that he is. Yeah, uh, he just said really? teams wouldn't do it. He, said, he said teams wouldn't do it. They'd be scared of injury. And I said it'd be a perfect yep. time to because everyone's deep into testing, and now you can see what your package is like. And the amateur racing would be better because everybody's all everybody's practicing for mini O's, and even the super mini guys. I mean, I realize that you know that still may be messy, but man, it would it lead to so much better. And I don't know, man. I mean. I, I got to be honest. That, like I said, I missed it Saturday night. I wasn't that bummed about it, man. If that was two months from now, I'd be bummed about it because I'm not hungry for motocross right now. We had donations last week. We got mm-hmm. straight to them next week. Mm-hmm. All right, let me. Uh, you know, I mean, right. football rules here in America, obviously for the time being. But dude, we could have gotten on FS1. Could have gotten more audience. I don't know, man. I just wish we could have done it. Oh well. I wonder if his thoughts are a bigger sentiment to a lot of people because I mean everyone that I knew was watched it I mean everyone that was at the track was hurrying home to get, I mean I felt like at least the people that I know in my circle everyone was kind of tuned in and you got to think of this too how many too. people did you get asking you well why aren't you doing it <laughs> every single right, one right, that I saw right. where are you why are you here right. it's like um, but then that's another point too is I know everyone kind of complains and has their thoughts on how it could be, be- whatever and that's all cool but it's not really broken Right. Is it really broken? No, I, I mean, the stands looked pretty good. Um, I guarantee the ratings yeah. were decent on TV. Yeah. Everyone was there. The riders, the, the three best guys were there. Yeah. Is it really broken? Does it really need to be fixed? Maybe some tweaks. Maybe the super mini thing. Like I said, yeah. amateur day's coming next year. It's going to be the amateur finals. 
So there's going to be some the, changes. The rumor I hear is it might go to Orlando. The thing, What's that? The whole thing might go to Orlando, Monster Cup. Really? Yeah. That's the rumor. Whoa. Yeah. I would That'd be, be right. so no, sad about that. That'd be even better. Oh, my God. I'd be sad. Why? Because my kid's racing next year. I'm not going to Orlando for the oh, finals. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Then All right, Brain. Thanks, man. Out. Thanks for the call. Man, you guys have a good night, boys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Wilma, what's happening? How's it going? Good. What's going on? Uh, cold and dork. I'm still, I'm still cold and dork from Red Bud. Yeah. Cold and dorf. Dorf. Yeah, cold hey, and dorf. Hey, don't forget, uh, December used to race, uh, Paris Raceway used to have a Supercross in the 90s. They had great turnouts. All the factory guys were yeah. there. Yeah. Different times, man. It is different Big times. times. I, will, I will side with Blair There's on that a one. lot. They invest a lot in these dudes now, and they, they're not taking that chance. There's no way. Yeah, the reason why I'm calling that was was uh, the tear-off situation, roll-offs. That uh, was that red button, seeing a lot of goggle problems, and then yeah. the last couple nationals, same thing. When in the fuck is someone going to make something that works? Simple. Who's going to make well, it? Well, yeah, I don't know what you could do, though, man. These guys have thought about that stuff. I mean, the, the light drizzle as a go- former goggle guy, that is the absolute worst conditions for goggles because the tear-offs stick to the lens and the mud sticks to the lens and then the and if you use tear-offs it gets in between there uh scott has a really good system though they've kind of brought back that the tear-offs are encapsulated with a little capture device right not get in between them um yeah man it's it's tough right you think in 2018 and all this technology you'd be able to figure it out by now but but really they haven't i know they've worked at it i know they've tried but i just say we don't we don't do that here that much we don't ride in those environments it doesn't no matter. but lots of, lots of people do lots of people <laughs> i do. know i know like the, now the prospect <laughs> and the and the air brake have these giant films mm-hmm. which are pretty good vision is pretty good but yeah man uh i'm with you uh i don't know yeah it's it's uh, they're working well, on hopefully it. anaheim won't hope, hope anaheim doesn't rain yeah mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully don't, cold. And don't forget don't forget your Vegas nights will be there Friday night too. I know Pookie's already excited about it. Anaheim, Vegas. So thanks, man. Are we going? Are you going or what? Uh, she says we're going. Do yes. a show. Yeah, no, she says we're going. All right. All right. See. Hundred bucks, ducks. Hundred bucks, ducks. Beat the night. Uh, sure. I, I'm not taking you on that because nights nights below this year. But maybe she'll bet you. Huh. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Uh, Coldendorf. If it rains in Anaheim, maybe Coldendorf shows up. Should shows everybody what's up. Mike, what's up? You want to talk about motocross uh, designations team prep? Yeah, hey Steve. Um, it, it seemed like I mean, to, uh, you know, I'm sure there were like plenty of, of photos and and rumors about what the track was going to be like before those guys showed up. They they just rode like it looked like they'd never ridden sand before. And I know those guys are all fantastic, and I'm so appreciative they went. But I mean, they probably had some some knowledge of what the track prep was going to be like. Why didn't they spend maybe a few like even the weekend before going to Southwick or somewhere down south in, in uh, down in Florida, prepping on sand for a while. They just look like bikes and, and just technique-wise, well, just out of water. And I, and I know those guys are fantastic. I don't know for sure, Mike, but apparently they didn't really even call to see how the track would be. They didn't check in. But, but, I, but I mean, they. I talked to Tim Ritchie, the track owner. He said he didn't dump extra sand on except for one spot, and, the, and then he built the new spot out of sand where the new start was in the pit lane and all that. That was all dumped in, carried in sand. But uh, he said he didn't add sand to the rest of the track, really, outside of one off-camber. So God, the guy, I mean, it just, you know, on, on, t- on TV, it looked like there was just sand everywhere. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, I'm not going to yeah, call but, the guy a liar, but that track looked awfully, like, light-colored brown. It did. So, I'm not, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say I mean, he's lying, he but at me, the yeah. same time, that track did look a different color than normal. Yeah. Maybe me. just the rains, you know, and it, it carries all the sand from the sides of the track onto yeah. it, you know? Um, 
Yeah, I think they were caught off guard, for sure. Yeah. And again, that track was not, it wasn't a mutter. No. It was just a wet sand-ish track, and those guys just drift and rip through that stuff like it's nothing. Goldendorf, he's unbelievable. He is. He's. <laughs> it's just phenomenal. not a priority for our guys is the thing. It's not, it's it's not, not a priority not. until two weeks before, and that's another thing with all the fans out there that are really caught up and passionate. Don't forget, you guys don't think about this race until two weeks before it either. It's like we've, we're going to move on, and we're going to be involved with Supercross and Motocross and amateur race, all day. And then all of a sudden, it's like donations, it's American pride, and then we're all upset about it. But the truth is, is it's if it was something we really all cared about, we would treat this thing like more year round. Like you know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. something we care about until right, right before, and then we're all hurt about it. It's just that's why my expectations are never that high that race because it's like like I said it's it's an odd race that we don't really yeah. care about until the last minute and it's, yeah. it is what it is it's uh, how it is now thanks Mike lots of questions about the, the, the management and the race strategy for sure that linger on and I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, a new team manager next year for, for MXD and I really wouldn't so yeah yeah no I love Roger I love what he's, yeah. what he's done but but yeah I mean uh, but maybe a new, new thinking and it just seemed like you know if if any of us were to take a phone call or answer emails during our vacation, you think about how rough that could be. You know, you just get pissed because you're interrupting your vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys work so hard throughout the year and, and deserve their time off. The timing of it is tough as well. So, like yeah. I said, I really appreciate those guys doing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, no, well said, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. Yep. Uh, Tony Blazer, brought to you by RoostMX.net tonight here. Cycle Trader team uses RoostMX. I have Roost graphics this weekend on my Pulp MX YZ250. Uh, also, too, the guys at Roost came out for the live show, and we're selling merch. Did you see that, Marks? We had merch. I sure did. Yeah, they were selling merch. A lot of cool. I saw... What did you see? Two people this weekend with Pulp MX shirts from RoostMX. So RoostMX.net is the code ARAY91 or Pulp Nation is the code to save. RoostMX.net, they're pleased and proud to bring you Tony Blazer here tonight from the show. Cycle Trader, uh, I think, where it is, rumor is, Bogle may ride for them next year on a 450. Wow. Yeah, they may have Justin Bogle on Cycle Trader YZ 450. So stay tuned for that. I don't, I'm, wow. not, I'm not saying it's done, but it's progressing that way and i think heart raft as well will be back for that team so uh they can make you custom graphics uh custom seat covers uh whatever you need for those folks as well as the folks at guts as well too uh roostmx.net thanks to those guys also to ride engineering ride-engineering.com uh jess pettis won a canadian amateur championship or national championship this year with their clamps and justin brayton the motor concept guys use ride engineering uh they've got a lot of cool little parts and trinkets and everything else this week's product of the week is so on a husqvarna or ktm the axle is one piece with the chain adjuster Mm-hmm. which is kind of janky. Uh, it's kind of forced in there, and it, it kind of binds at times. So what Rod Engineering does for ninety nine ninety five, they will sell you a Honda axle with their floating chain adjuster blocks that help you align the chain better. You don't need any chain tensioning, any chain measurement tools as well, and, uh, and a Honda axle that slides in there that can sort of float in the adjuster like a Japanese bike. Wow. For some reason, Husqvarna and KTM still just use it as one piece. So it's really weird. So, and different colors as well. They got orange. They got black. Uh, use the code PulpMX-20 to save at ride-engineering.com. Uh, please check out their whole website. And they got brake systems and, and engine plugs and these floating chain blocks and clamps and lots of little cool trinkets for your bike to uh, certainly uh, make it better. And uh, those guys, that's all they live for each and every weekend is just trying to make their bike better. Uh, so please, thanks to the folks at the ride-engineering.com. It's time. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. 
Go to btosports.com, call there, mention PulpMX, put PulpMX in the notes section, whatever it is that you are passionate about, whether it's uh, riding a dirt bike, riding a street bike, uh, pedaling a mountain bike, uh, whatever it is, they can cover you from head to toe. BTOsports.com has got what you need, and they'll give you a hell of a discount from the folks at uh, uh, from PulpMX as well. They've been with us for seven years now. So BTOsports.com, BTOsports.com. Uh, they're, they're a big part of Malcolm Stewart's effort too this year at, at Moto Concept. So looking forward to that. These are questions submitted to Twitter at PulpMX Show. The guy in the corner picks the best ones and uh, and asks us our opinion of it. And it's, uh, it's that easy. Hold on. Wait. What happened? Crap. Oh, there we go. Crap. Okay. Good job. Let's go, Marks. This one's from Matt Marriott. Uh, how big was CRT2 line in the pits, and is there any chance JGR doesn't sign Chad for next year? How could that not be a win for everyone? There is a chance. We talked about it earlier. There is a chance they don't sign him. And, yes, when I went over there to eat lunch, thank you, JGR, uh, there was a big line. There's people everywhere for that. So, um, yeah, it was really good. They had uh, uh, Buca de Pepo, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really good. And can I just say, I don't want to be creepy. Mm. Kiefer's not here. So uh, let me take up the spot of Kiefer where Kiefer would okay. be. That's right. Yeah. Here we um, go. Ellie Reed, who's a friend of mine, she, she's she's mom. She's a mom now. Four kids. Four? Yeah, four. She four? was. I thought it was three, but I don't know. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Pace. Same, same thing. Yeah. I think four. Maybe hmm. three. Anyways. Close enough. She was looking smoking. You know, it's funny. This weekend. You're She's not the only lady. person to say that. I had someone tell me that. I don't want to say their name because I don't was have Was it Chris permission. Kiefer? No. Okay, so, so that's three people. Me, because no. Kiefer was also... Someone co- that I don't know if I would they would want their name to be said this called me and said, dude, you have no idea how still unbelievably banging hot Ellie Reed is. She was on fire. Yeah. And Blazer, don't get weird here <laughs> with the Diana Dahlgren stuff and all that. No, don't I get will. weird. Dare, I will right. not. Nope. But... Uh, so no, that that was actually spoken to me yeah, on so, the phone okay, so you, yesterday. So we could back this up then, like, yeah. like you can. And Kiefer said the same thing and everything else. Good job, Ellie Reed. Mm-hmm. Just, she's back, and she's back in a she's big got way. Together, yeah, yeah. Even, so, my, even my wife said something. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, look how good. Did Chad you and your wife right go there? Yeah, we were there. Oh, thanks again for texting me. No problem. Uh, I was texting the group, and you did not respond. I said hi to Truman, and he acted like he didn't know me. So he probably oh. he doesn't know you. I don't think he recognized me. He doesn't know. When and, I, ever... I, and I real I think I've met him before, but he, I mean, surely he would know what I look like. I don't think so. How would he know what you look like? He's liked my pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, I did have a hat and glasses on though. So your wife, but yeah, she, cause, so cause I, well, first we of all, I'm happy you're still together with her because of the whole Jason Ellis <laughs> swinging episode. I'm happy that Courtney is still with you. For some reason, yes. Are you working through that or yeah, therapy? Yeah, or? yeah it's, uh, it's an ongoing process. Okay. So. so she mentioned that Ellie was also looking smoky. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's weird to say your buddy's wives. I don't know if Chad's my buddy. Good friend? I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know if it's weird to say that. Weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. No. To acknowledge no. if you're like... Take it to the next step past that, but just to acknowledge that someone's looking good, no, that's I yeah. Think but I'm like, I'm, I'm talking fire, and, and if you, you know, make a pass at her, that's different. Just I'm acknowledging she's attractive is not weird. Right. Okay, How about if you mention it again, it's weird. But you just said it, it's good. We'll okay. move on. But I think well, as long as this conversation has gone on, is uh, weird. Yeah, it's, it is getting weird. <laughs> what is uh, <laughs> it's getting weird? What does Kiefer think of it? What, what does Chris Kiefer think of it? All right. <laughs> No. That's right. That's right. I was more looking for the okay, okay drop. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll still play it anyway. Uh-huh. Any opportunity. Right. Okay! Okay! 
<laughs> Keeper very much of a fan. He put her in. He put her in his column this week. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, because of that? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, well. Uh, those are his priorities. Like I said uh, Chad's looking good right now. He's fit. Okay, I mean, hey, I'm going to turn the I'm going to turn the mics off. You tell me who it was that called you. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Oh. And like went on and on about it. Yeah, but that, I, th- I feel like that. That's fine to say. Like I tried Don't to move. You? Like I tried to move on on the phone call, and he's like, "No, really." I'm like, but "Okay, that's like, fine." Like, uh, why? Why would he? Because of this affiliation, a little just bit. Affiliation, just over there hanging, just yeah, chilling, okay, whatever. Right. And then I he's like, and literally, I'm like, so how no, no, I meant, why were you scared to say his name? Like, I don't think that's a big deal. Like, mm, I don't know. Okay. I just, have, right. I mean, I just don't go throwing. Other Doesn't want to blow him out, mean, bro. Okay, well, I mean, man, I agree with Janolfi, so that's. I agree with him. <laughs> All right, moving on. Ah, oh, that's awesome. I'm such a dick. That's awesome. I didn't do it. Sorry, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Quit being a dick. From Jason Johnson, would Hurlings need someone to pull over for him to win the million? <laughs> oh god! Uh, don't yeah, get Daniel Coldendorf, maybe Coldendorf. Yeah, god, Dan. <laughs> this one's from Jesse three eighteen. I listened to all your stuff, and no one answered how they thought Marv would have done at Desnations. Why given? Well, he would have beat Tixie, hundred percent. Tixie was like what blew up one moto and got thirteenth the next one or something. Yeah, hundred percent chance he beats Tixie. Yeah, and even that that. Even my theory is not going to argue yeah. with that. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, Kieran Bennett wants to know, I've been going back and listening to the shows from the start. What is Paul Lindsay doing now? Is he still sponsored by Red Bull? And does uh, he still have his notebook? I'm sure he has his notebook. I'm sure he's cracking up with Red Bulls. I have not seen Paul for a long time, to be honest. I don't know what he's doing. I'm not sure what's up with him. Yeah. Um, but uh, if I saw him again, I'd say hi and talk to him. Yeah. Paul, Paul's a good dude. Steven Grenier wants to know, since we have switched to expanded metal starting gates, why don't they replace the plexiglass on the actual gate with the same material? Well, they can't put a sponsor logo on there, for one. It's a big sponsor logo thing, right? Not with that attitude. Yeah, don't they like Thor and something else? They kind of rotate it? Yeah, but you can still screen over great. It'll look all janky. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I wish they'd get rid of the starting devices. If they're going to have the grates to give them that advantage, bring a little more skill back into it. Get rid of the starting device. WorksConnection.com. Get your uh, starting device. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I, an amateur racing. I'm talking about the yeah. pros, you know. No, I've, I've said that before. I've yeah. said it a bunch. Like, they got maps that allow you to only go to so RPM. Right. They got starting devices to put your front end down. Starting device to put your back end down. You got perfect traction on a grate. Like, uh, where's the skill of, like, elbows, body position, right. releasing the clutch? It's, like, where's the skill on it's that? Just, uh, it's just reaction time now. That's it. Yeah. Drop the clutch. This one's from Scott McElroy. Is Vince Freeze the most underrated main event 450 guy? What do you think, Daniel? That dude's pretty steady. He was running fourth in the third main for a long time. He got yeah, fifth. Um, he was running third for a while, wasn't he? Quick question yep. for the panel. Yeah. Does Koldendorf beat Vince Freese at Monster Cup? I'll say a big hell no. No, no, he doesn't. Nope. No, but he went nope. 1-1 at the MXGP of Nations. You, you gotta let this yeah. go. I'm sorry oh, we ever whatever. asked you. I'm sorry we ever asked you. I hope I never meet this guy. <laughs> this guy's gonna... Coldendorf's yeah. gonna be like, what's up, bro? Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling he doesn't listen to this show, so you're probably safe. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> this was from Carl Grenier. Uh, why didn't somebody address the let Eli pass during the post-race interviews? Nobody on TV had the guts to say it actually I, I, happened. I did not, I've not watched a TV show yet, but I heard that. Yeah, like... Joey took his hand off the bar. 
Not to mention he looked around. Like, why wouldn't you? He had arm pump, bro. Like, I don't, I'm, like, <laughs> look, Didn't the, the don't get yourself asked, in trouble though, right? here. Don't get yourself in trouble here. But that's the director yelling in the ear, do not, do not, do I, not ask I that. will tell you this right now, straight up. I have no problem revealing what I know, okay? This is straight up. I have never been told or heard them tell us and direct us on anything. If that is happening, that's happening completely separate. I've been with Bond. I've been with the whole group many times. We have never been told once what to say or what but not to say. Why would you ever not ask that? one time. Why would you not ever. ask that? I, like, hey, hey, Eli, congratulations on the win, man. Looks like you had a little help from uh, your new teammate, Joey Savacci. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. She I don't did know. Ask it, but not as directly as you just did. But uh-huh. I thought she asked it in such a way that he could have addressed it. But he kind of dodged the question. Right. Um, well, that's fine. That's his prerogative. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. I, and I, maybe it's just because it was Kristen was the girl. She right. was the girl that did How did she do, by the way? Oh, she was awesome. She was, was she great. Good? I, was, good I was super yeah. proud of her. Good. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just you making your decision for yourself. You don't want to be the person to ask because maybe you don't know if that is an okay thing to ask. You know, I mean, it is, it's a little controversial. I mean, asked it in a press conference, you know. Who did? I, I didn't the see media. the media. Yeah, one of the media guys. Yeah, and yeah. What, what was the answer? Uh, he said no comment. Yeah. How quickly did he answer it? Yeah. Per, the exact yeah. answer he was going to give on there. The Doesn't last matter. thing he's going to do. still ask it. I know you do, but guess what? At the, don't forget, the, the commentators are not journalists, per se. Yeah, they right. are commentators, and maybe, like I said, if there's discussions going on behind closed doors on what to say what not to say i've never seen it and i've been in so many meetings on the phone in person they have never directed us on what to say how to say it what to say. everyone makes their own. i mean fro on the broadcast said that was the best move a teammate has ever made in the sports history he said yeah. that on the broadcast yeah. so i like i said i i've never been told in anything race day live ever i've never been spoken to and directed in any way Ever and I've never seen them do it to them. So I and I see that online all the time. They're like, ah, oh, he's just saying that because of what. Never in my life have I seen it ever, and I've been in countless meetings. I think she so. took her cue from his response because he made it pretty clear he did not want to address it, and she didn't go after him at that yeah. point. But she asked it, asked a leading question, and he just was like, ah, I don't want to touch it. You know? All right. All right. Next question. Yeah. Um, this was from Travis Arthur. Steve, are you and Mike Mason cool now? If yes, when will you have him back in studio? Uh, yeah, we're cool. Uh, can't hear me, I guess. Yeah, no, we're cool. Uh, he doesn't live here anymore. He lives in, back uh, in Carson City. Is that where he lives? Or Minden, up north, yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't live here anymore. So, um, I'd have him back in the studio. Yeah, we're fine. We talked. We're good. Mad Dog and I are fine. Um... So what? Yeah, Wait, what are you do- what are you doing? I- I'm trying to get my next read ready okay. here. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> like, what are you doing over there? Don't fucking worry about it. This is the main event moto. Right? I know. This is actually organized. Well, great radio, get bros. Your, uh, get your act together. Okay. I, don't, I don't do that on my show. Okay, thank you. All right, next question. <laughs> it's also edited. <laughs> so, that helps. <laughs> you don't do any of this on your show. No, I do not. I have a producer. Right. This yeah. one's from Rex Easley. There were also a few others. Um, is Justin Hill hurt, and why wasn't he at Monster? He Cup? didn't want to do it. I talked to Jay Bone. He didn't want to do it. He just didn't want to. No. That's disappointing. I thought yep. he, that was like his well, was your, environment. Who's your, your pick to win? He was my pick to win. Yep. He would have won. Right. This and one. you can't prove that he wouldn't. Nope. Nope. You can say all you want. Like, right. You're not going to change my mind. <laughs> From LAX defense coach, with the deuce, deuce, and A-Ray, should we expect Steve Mathis to become the media director for Hep Suzuki or maybe the manager? Yeah, really, right? Those yeah. are a couple of pulp guys. And, and Chisholm. Right Chisholm's on there, too. Is he? Oh, wow. Yeah, Chisholm will be the and first. Talk, about, talk about building your roster the right way. Like, you go and get good dudes who are popular, who will get you the results, too. Yeah. And, I mean, th- that semi-truck's going to have 
a lot yeah, of people, no, a lot no. of fans. How That's smart. I told Entic that though, dude. You just need to change your name to Adam Smith because you're 97, you're number 97, you're on a Suzuki, and you're not wearing fly gear. Like you're just not you're not the seventies. He's not anymore. even the same person. No, that's what I'm saying. I said just change your name to Adam Smith. He needs to be like Josh Hansen. Just take the year off so you can get his yeah, number back. So you get everything back. Hanny always. If you ever notice, whenever he earns a number, he takes the next year off. Yeah, he's not um, running it. <laughs> hey, we so we did the seven deuce deuce, uh announcement at the live show. Did you hear that part? No. It's what at was the that? end. It's at the oh, end. I didn't hear it. Oh, did you hear it? I did not hear the end. Thanks, guys. Great. Right. Great guest I had tonight. Very supportive. Um, so at the very end, Dustin Pipes, the manager and mm-hmm. owner of HEP, came on the stage and he said, we got a new rider to announce. We're really pleased to have him. And seven to came. And Marks, the place went crazy. Oh, it was, so it is was it wild. those three? Is that That's the team? Uh, I think Super Ross will end up on there, too. But uh, that's rad. the place went nuts for anything that came out. Really? Yeah. People lost their He's minds. Popular guy. Yeah. yeah. Popular. Are we going to talk about how they asked him to rap his own song and he didn't know the words? I don't Seriously? think we should talk about that. It just makes him look really bad. Yeah. Come on, so maybe bro. We should just move on. Come on, bro. I'll be honest. With you. I have on stage forgot the lyrics to my own song to where I've had to look at the people in the front row to get back on track. Really? <laughs> yes. Because they're saying it. That's hap- <laughs> yes. That's happened a well, few times. I mean, any time a big concert you go to, they have the, the lyrics in front of you. You know, like they have <laughs> the, the teleprompter. Teleprompter. Every, I mean, U2, <laughs> Bono, they have the teleprompter right there. So. That's a, especially you too. That's a lot of lyrics. Yeah. How long is that show? I mean, right. that's a lot of stuff to remember. But no, don't, don't hammer the guy over that. He's, especially was, rap. Rap was, songs have a lot of lyrics. It was just funny. Mm. So they have a team gear deer. He can't be on fly next year. Yeah, team gear. What gear? Oh, FXR probably or something. Nope. What? What? What is it? Or uh, it rhymes uh, with schmore. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, Adam's not even the same guy. Nope. This one's one's from Gus Keeter. Not a question. I just wanted to let you guys know the live show was awesome. Hope there are more in the future and I can make it to one. Oh, so he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there, but he still liked it. Okay. He said, I I listened on Saturday morning and I obviously didn't get to the end. Clearly not. You didn't get to the end. I listened all the way right before that, I guess. I got to Hangtown. I was getting out of my truck. There was 10 minutes left in it when he came up. But I thought it was good too, Steve. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it. Uh, Place reported really good bar sales. Really? Yeah, imagine that. Motocross fans, motocross yeah. crowd. Right? Uh, our crowd does that. Yeah, yeah. Because they get all the bar. The place gets all the bar. And so they were really stoked on that. They're like, hey, when are you coming back? Yeah, no, they were. They were like, hey, anytime, let us know. And see, <laughs> we kind of got jerked around a little bit with our times because we started at six because there was the guy from Police Academy was booking the room after us. Mm-hmm. The guy who makes all the noises. The black, wow. The black guy who makes all the noises from yeah. the Police Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. still on tour. Making noises or something. Amazing. What a so life. anyway, so what he a life. <laughs> so he had God. the so we got jerked around with the times and the length of the show. We got condensed and and we started earlier than we wanted. And now this guy's like, hey, yeah, you're in. Like you need to let me know, and we're booking you. And and you guys can hang out afterwards. He told me and do the meet and greet and all that. So that's yeah. rad. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. This was from Dylan Narrell. Steve, the best way. What's the best way to clean X brand goggles? Raced a muddy hair scramble at Millville yesterday. Straps and foam are all muddy. Let's buy new ones. No, uh, <laughs> take take the lens out, throw them in a washing machine yeah, on all um, day long on a uh, uh, gentle cycle, yeah. cold water, gentle, and then don't dry. Let don't, them air, let them air dry. Oh, uh, you guess uh, Daniel will answer the question. I guess you're my manager. I'm yours, dude. I'm just okay. helping you out. I'm right. looking out. Um, Curtis, take the lens, take the lens out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Curtis wants to know, Daniel. Do you think? You know, we kind of did this, didn't we? Do you think the MEC amateur all stars and super minis are good for the sport? Yeah, we, we yeah, I, I, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I got a question uh, for Daniel Blair. Um, wh- what are you going to say when they say we want you to do PA announcing next year? P- 
Yeah, hey, what, the live event. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fuck off. That's what you're going to say right there. So just remember that. Waffle, waffle, waffle. Nope. I don't know. Nope. You're good enough? Berluti doesn't waffle. Listen, all those guys at Feld, they read the message boards, okay? They really do. They go off the message boards. I know they do because I've been yelled at for things that are on message boards that I never said. <laughs> you know, like, like, Mathis, I heard you said this. And I'm like, I said nothing like that, actually. But clearly you read this on Vital. So, ergo... Because they read the stupid message boards, everyone on there blows you. They love you, Blazer. Correct? Yes. A lot of yeah. A lot of pro Very Daniel popular, Blair uh, yeah. posts. I don't remember anybody outside of me saying that you sucked. Okay. So you just know that when you go in, those guys in power have read the message boards, and you can just come out, fucking. Put, the, <laughs> put, put my 5S put down your, on the table. No, no. You come in, you fucking put your cock down on the table, and you say, let's fucking talk, uh, gentlemen. Because you got the power, because you're that good. Swing your cock. Yep. <laughs> Again, I, yep, I appreciate yep. the kind so of words. Just know that. Just know that you have the power. I definitely, I'm, I'm leaning towards signing you on as my manager. Yeah. You're definitely um, yeah. making my ego feel yeah, good right no. now, but we'll see. Yeah. Wait till we'll he see. brings out the gargoyles, then you're in trouble. All right, next question. This is from Chris S. Tomac mentioned the designations beatdown may have added three years to his career. You think he does Assen? Um, I, I don't know if he does or not. He did mention he wanted to keep going and keep winning. You know, he wanted to win or keep winning. He wanted to win. He's zero and three at designations as is Barsha. That would suck. Uh, okay, that would suck. Fresh in my memory, what did you have Barsha on recently? Well, you you interviewed him on something? No. Oh, I did a post race Monster Energy Cup interview with him. Was it that? Yeah. Like Must two, have been two that. Ago. He mentioned how if we're going to do it, we should all go yeah, over there. To go to Belgium. Dude, let me tell you right now, Barsha, you're the man. And anyone, I, I would say this straight up. If we are going to Aston next year, it should be required that whoever we send goes over there two to three weeks early and prepares correctly and give it a, a real shot. Yeah. Don't sit here and ride freaking milestone and then show up at Aston and embarrass. Like, Osborne's already said he would do that. And, and, I, and I'm a, of the agreement of I would say, look, if I'm the new team manager, I'm saying, okay, I'm picking the team. You are going three weeks early. We yeah. are a team. We're going to strategize as a team. Oh We're going to prepare three, as a team. Three, three and, weeks in and Belgium. And if you do not want to. Good luck. And if yeah. you do not want to, you're out. And I'm going to take the three guys because I would rather get behind whoever the three are that are willing to give it their all. I, I still th- think they get worked, but I, at least <laughs> give it a, I don't, sh- a real shot. I think you have no chance in hell of getting three Barsha, guys to do there's that. one. Osborne, there's two. Talking after the Monster Cup is one thing. Actually going to Europe for three weeks is another. Hey, well, I mean, just the, the right guy, the right whatever. Send Max Volan. He shreds in the sand, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> Send Daniel Blair, Vincent Blair, and, and, and Max Volan. To do, what are we going to do? You're going to race. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you want to see straight, um, <laughs> pathetic riding put me on a sand track. Uh, that should be the new straight rhythm event for you. Straight, pathetic riding. Straight, pathetic riding. Just That's every day. But no, I'm dead <laughs> serious. If, hey, Barsha, what he said right there, I already, I respect it. I like Barsha. He's on my list of guys that I, I like a lot. When he said that, I said, hell yeah. Go over there and prepare because he was embarrassed. Tomac Plus, they're all embarrassed. They might not, you know, that's why they didn't want to talk. They were all embarrassed. They talked. Um, they all talked. Sort of. Um, they're embarrassed. He looked so upset on that Racer X video. He did, but he came out. He did. He did credit. It. He, he gave credit props. to him. And that's why I, I heard people saying, like, oh, they, get, they didn't give a rat's head. No, dude, they cared. They dude. cared. They got worked because they are not good outside of their comfort zone. And that track was not. Those, those Euros rode through that like it was a practice day. They didn't even care. Koldendorf. Koldendorf shredded. 
And again, if it rains at Anaheim 1, show up and race. It's your, probably your one chance to make the main. Yeah. All right, next question. God, Blaris. Sorry, I just He's can't stand everybody being so high on, you know, a, a one-trick pony, man. That's all I'm saying. Well, this one's from Abide. Steve, for a guy that always complains about the unprofe- unprofessional media in motocross, why didn't you give proper source credit to Transworld on the Bloss injury news? I did. What are you talking about? I totally did. I don't know if you did. So I was just asking. Who's, who is that question. fucking guy? It, it's Abide. Abide Moto. Yeah. Uh, Michael Antonovich. I was, <laughs> That's who it was. <laughs> Anton. I was tweeting for Racer X. Hold on. I'm pulling this up. Oh, I might, may, may take a little bit here. I was uh, tweeting for Racer X. And I said, I'm pulling this up. This fucking guy. Uh, hold on. I have a lot of tweets here. Jesus. How long ago was it? It was on uh, on Saturday. No, oh. hold on. I mean, you tweeted that much since Saturday. This is uh, Racer X. Oh, pulling up Racer X's tweets. Do you want me to go to a next question? No. Oh, all right. No. Don't yell. No, oh, hold on. I missed it. There. No need to shout. Uh, hold on. Uh, maybe it was my own feed and not Racer X. I don't think I even mentioned. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. Racer X. Some site that rhymes with Schmanch World is saying Bloss is out for tonight. That's what I tweeted, which everybody knows what I'm... What sure, I'm it's clearly, it's my own little way of doing it. That's so, clearly not proper yeah. source credit, well, that's according fine. to Abide. Okay, well, Abide can fuck off. So uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about when I said that. Fake news. And Anton loved it. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, Anton thought it was awesome. Did he like it? Did I don't know. Like the at the press box, he liked it. He turned around in the press box and was like, that's what... Good, good job. <laughs> Um, this one's from Mysterian157. Jethro in the chat room says Barsha is 0-4, not 0-3. And, and let's see. Germany, Lommel, Erne. Redbutt. Redbutt. He's 0-4. That is tough. That sucks. So the chat room's not 95% dildos tonight. No. That's good. This is from Mysterian157. Steve, I never saw any close-ups of RV on the uh, Monster Cub live stream. Percentage pie, that's because of the pulp stickers on his yeah, helmet. Yeah, motherfucker. I did a pulp deal with RV this weekend. Never saw him. I was hoping he'd get on the podium and hold the pulp sticker up, you know, and everything. But, yeah, it didn't happen. I got to, by the way, I got to text RV and figure this paint hey, situation I out. I saw it on Instagram. I, yeah. I heard you earlier say that RV was okay with his results. I listened to his interview before and after, and uh-huh. I can read through the lines. He wasn't that happy about it. I think he played it off pretty good. Sure. I think he thought he was going to do a little bit better. All right. I think he played it off good, but I think he was a little disappointed. He's a competitive guy. It's not surprising. Because I okay, who was it? It might have been on TV. No, it might have been with you. They asked him, "Ah, oh, what?" You know, he kind of played. Ah, oh, you know, I'm just out here having. But you know, these greats. I'm not used to the greats, and I didn't really have the engine. Like he, he got into the list of things, right. and I think it's because he did care a little. That he didn't maybe get the results he wanted. I'm not saying he's like that bent, but he wasn't. I don't think he's happy about it. No, I mean you're on TV in front of all those people. You want to perform, you know? Yeah, I read through the lines. He was he wasn't happy. He wanted to do better. This one's from Kyle Verputin. Is Daniel Blair going to get more TV time for the TV broadcast this season? Yep, it's up to Steve. Yeah, hashtag no. better than Ricky. Oh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. I agree 100. percent Honestly, look, people know that I'm not fans of Ricky, and I understand that. 
he's terrible on TV. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> terrible. He's Blazer. Awful. He's awful. But I don't he think he awful. cares. I don't think nope. he I don't think he could name fifteen riders. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> do you think he could name fifteen guys? N- like name the guys on the gate? For sure. what do you mean name fifteen? Of course he could. Think, okay. Do you think, do you think he could, could name twenty two guys on the gate, like who they are on a four fifty main event? I, I think so. I, I mean, do that, not. You think he knows extreme. Dylan Merriam? <laughs> you, <laughs> Maybe. Blazer. So. Look, no. we can't talk to Blair because no, he's can't. biased and he's buddies no. with Ricky. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I agree. No, that's cool. I'm sorry. He's my favorite rider of all time. Yeah, that's he's fine. Like my, he's my hero. That's fine. I, I, will, I will not accept Tim Ferry's my favorite talk. rider of all time, and I still call him out as being a jerk off every now and then. That's so, different. Um, He's a great racer, but jerk he's off. terrible on the TV. No, I don't think he cares. No. Like, he dude, looks like he seems like he's mailing it in every time. Dude, Troy Aikman, you know, is is a Hall of Famer, right? And dude, like the guy knows everything. Now, granted, maybe he gets some help, you know, from from producers and stuff. Sure, but like, there's a guy that's like, I got millions of dollars in the bank. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm grinding to know this game. And there's countless examples of greats that are grinding. Tony Romo. Tony Romo's right. Example. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but yeah, Tony Romo, right? Yeah. And I just, I don't think. Now, Ricky and I haven't talked about this. <laughs> but I don't you guys think chat often. I don't think he cares. I just think he's like fuck cool paycheck right on. Sure. That's all. I mean, I guess it's good that he's not completely disappeared out of the sport like, you know, Larry Ward or somebody, but it's clear that he's not putting in the effort with that. In, in my opinion, you know. In it, my it, opinion also. Yeah. Thank you. Next question. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't understand how awkward that is for me to have to be involved in the answering of that question. Just own it, my, bro. Own what? The guy, oh, yeah, own like it. I said, he's my favorite rider of all time. I love Ricky. My kid loves Ricky. He's like my idol. Do you think you're better than Ricky at what you guys do? <sighs> That's see, nah. God. Nah. Maybe he should be asking the questions after yeah. the races. Yeah, and bursting <laughs> over in the corner there. Jeez, <laughs> Jeez um, man. Yeah, that's just my own opinion. I, I just the the guy knows every. I mean, he he's done everything in the sport. He knows a lot about the sport and riding a dirt bike. But dude, there's nothing going on there. So like, I know you know because of what you've done and and what you've you know. But got to be able to convey that across. Tell us something. Yeah. And I've told Fro the same thing. I've told Fro, well, Jeff, you want a Supercross title? You have the right to call anybody out for anything you think. You know that that should have been done differently, and no one can say anything because you won a Supercross title and you were a bad dude. And he told me I was never that good at Supercross. I don't feel like I can do that. And I'm like, what? You won? Oh, you only won one title? Yeah, you're terrible, bro. You know, like I, I don't know. And if Ricky yeah. told me, if Ricky said, "Hey, man, like you know this," and I'd be like, "What well, guy knows?" So. I think GL does a better job at that for sure. Yes, yes. Grant is Grant Turned is, up, really, bro. Grant is, Grant is really good. Yeah. This is from Jimmy Roy. After that performance at Monster Cup, is this the most confident you can feel compared to previous years, placing Tomac as the favorite to win the 2019 Supercross no, Championship? No, he didn't. He's he was good last year. He was good the year before. He's yeah. And Daniel, you talked about the Monster Cup. Like it's so yeah, far it's, away. It's, like, it, it, it is far away. Um, what I saw as a guy who is probably going to be pretty awesome next year. Yeah. But there is one key thing that he hasn't figured out. Marvin hasn't figured out. Roxon hasn't figured out, and that is. Not throwing it away. That's uh, straight up. Mar- and then Marv has figured it out. The, the year of. before, Marv was great. Dungeons is a little better. Sort of. Marv's, um, Marv's crash in the whoops in Houston, you know, was uncharacteristic. Uh, 
third lap of a heat race, you start jumping through them. I mean, come on, bro. Another You're going to win a title. you got to get that figured out. Another hot take from Blair. Well, it's, well, it's the truth. I mean, well, I mean, talking about Anderson Hartley at all. He's the reigning champ. You know, yeah, you, Anderson, you, is, is, Anderson is the one guy who in the field has it figured out. Do you think up. he got lucky last year? You no. think he'll be a threat again this year? Of course he got Oh, 100%. He got he's, lucky no, he's the favorite. He's the favorite. He got lucky Over Tomac, you He's the favorite. Oh, my God. He's the only guy in the field who understands that this is a 17-round, four-month championship. You have to be there every night. You have to stack points on your bad nights. He's the only guy in the field other than Chad Reed that knows that. And Chad's obviously, I, in my opinion, not ready to fight for a championship. Yeah. So, no. Tomac, Roxton, Muskin, all the pieces in the world. They have it all. Except for one. And until they figure that out, I'm going to go with a guy who has it figured out. You don't throw away races. It's a four-month championship. Well, he finally figured that out last year. Stopped and Anderson guys. is what? Maybe just a fragment behind those guys as far as elite speed Everything. I mean, he's just behind them, but he. Let's just be clear. The record books will tell you he's smarter than them in a championship. How the fuck is Webb, Anderson, Marvin, and and well, Wacko's awesome. Wacko's pretty cool with everybody. But how are those three going to work with Alden Baker every single day? I would guess that if that is the scenario, they won't be all working together every day. Right. Battle Royale. I mean, Anderson didn't work with Marvin last year. Yeah. He did his program where he did it. Marvin did it with his. I, the Web Marvin thing is the real cure. I mean, they yeah. had beef in the day. Yeah. Remember the whole cross yeah. jump and whatever? Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I'll, I think Cooper has Kiefer, probably Kiefer, had to swallow some humble pie, and he's Kiefer talked to some KTM over. people, and they told him that there was a, a talk, a peace understanding Let's throw everything. Everything's in the past. We're, we're good. We're going forward. Neither one of us wants to kill each other. That was a long time ago. Yeah, how long yeah. ago? Well, long no, last, no. Look though. at the Indiana race. Marvin and Webb. They were trying to kill each other. Uh, that's right. In the mud. Like a month ago. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but yeah, I was... Hey, there's one thing Keith to was be... was kind of told by some people that it's been... There's, it's good. And it's one thing to be competitive on the track and, you know, fight for your position. I get that. But at the same time, they're going to have to do it within the respect of the rules mm-hmm. of what their program is, which is... You know, whatever, and maybe like I said, maybe Anderson and Marvin through yeah. the year, whatever the variables are, one of them decided yeah. he wasn't going to play by those rules. He was going to do his program in California, right. and he did. And I'll be honest, I questioned that. I questioned his motivation. Like, really, you're going to get away? Like, you can, you're going to have that's discipline. Your, that's your guy. Too. I know he is, and he proved last year that he stayed yeah. disciplined. He was sick. He won yeah. the title. He's he followed the program, the winning program that Dungey laid out right in front of him for two years. Marvin didn't, Tomac didn't, Roxon didn't. Like I said, those guys, it's a four-rider battle for the championship, in my opinion. And I'm going to go right now with the guy who knows how to do it. It's a chess match, man, and he knows how to play the game. Yeah. So. If you're in the market to purchase a new home in Nevada or Colorado, contact Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 20-plus years of experience. Zach will guide you through the process to make sure that you are on track to make your next purchase and close on time. And if you own your own home and it's time for a mortgage tune-up, uh, Zach may be able to eliminate PMI, take cash out, or convert to a shorter term and save thousands in interest. Whether you're on a janky radio show or a neurosurgeon, Zach has the knowledge and experience to make it happen. Are you moving to Nevada or Colorado? No, but um, pass his info on to Jesse. You never know. He's got a nice yeah. Yeah, maybe Jesse wants to put a pad over oh, yeah. here. Uh, seven this, is two- where, this is where it all happened, man. Uh, Zach, 720-212-4685. 720-212-4685. Tech, call or text Zach, and, uh, and he'll work with you. And uh, Blazer's going to move to Nevada and open up a Ridgeline dealership, and Zach will be able to help him out with a new home. That'll be awesome. All right. Uh, heck yeah. That's all for tweets. No. Oh. Well, I kind of ended it. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, rather abruptly. Yeah, way to uh, go. BTOsports.com. They've got you covered. Uh, call there. Mention, BT, mention Pulp. Put it Pulp in the uh, subject line or in the notes, and they will dial you in. Love the guys at BTOsports.com. Fantastic bunch of guys. Uh, Tony Blazer, Daniel Blair in studio, Eric Bernard in earlier, Caleb Russell. Thank you to Caleb Russell. Thank you to Jesse. That was your guy tonight. I was so pumped. That was your guy. Did I not text you? You did. Halfway through the night program and say, find Jesse. Find Jesse for Monday. Yeah. yeah. Whether he gets it or not, we need to talk to this yeah, guy. Yeah. And um, we, we got on the hunt. Yeah, we no, found the guy. Good job. Uh, so, uh, and thanks to Jesse. Uh, what was his name again? Hebert. Hebert for coming on. Jeremy Malott as well. Uh, anything else, boys? Anything else tonight that we want to cover? That we miss anything? No. Plenty of Monster Cup talk. Plenty of Red Bull Straight Rhythm talk. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Steve. Yeah, it's I'm excited for this off season to get going and get to Supercross. I can't I can't wait for 2019. Yeah, me too. All right, Blazer. I'm going to read my sponsors off. You got to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh dear. Okay. You ready? Yep. He didn't go to me because I usually offend him when we do this. Oh dear. Yeah. Blair hasn't done well at this segment. Uh, actually, no one does really well at this segment. Uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, KTM. Why? They used to have the KTM team. Oh, okay. Uh, fly racing. Uh, great gear. Race tech suspension and engines. Awesome suspension. Vortex racing. Great sprockets. <laughs> He's just saying great to everything. Hey, you know what? I'll take it, I'll take it, it over great? I'll take it over your responses. All right. I was uh, say, I... Gear alloy. Uh cool wheels. You see those wheels on the ridgeline up there? They're very sharp. I checked them out. It it the truck looks good, does it not? It looks so much better than that other truck. You know, I, I wrote an article about three, four years ago here when I did the um, Las Vegas Supercross, put a comment in there making fun of his truck, and he edited it out just because of that, because I <laughs> put a smart remark about your original. No, line. you were bagging on Toyota. Bag- no, no, that was on, that was on. Was that another story? <laughs> that was a whole other story, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was a whole different one. So, yes, yeah, I, no, I, no, I, I, I endorse your original. Line. If original I put the original line on social, and if I get a little shit on it, block, 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 <laughs> block, delete, 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 block, block, block. You deleted I, my picture, deleted my comment. I have a good time with that. Shit. Uh, Roost MX. Uh, great graphics. <laughs> Vertex Pistons. They're they're great. Uh, no, uh, super light pistons. Uh, X-Brand goggles. Clear vision. Michelin Starcross 5. Easy mounting. Maxima USA. Best oil out there. I think you might be the only guy to never say dogger. I was, I, my, my brain went dogger. Especially because you're old school. You're old, you're old school. So. And yeah. their Instagram sponsored ad that comes across my feet all the time uh-huh. with him riding that 500 yeah. is pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, FMF. Uh, Donnie Emler. Uh, Works Connection. Uh, start device. Atlas Neck Brace. Don't wear one. <laughs> well, do you ride anymore? Uh, yes, but I never. Oh. I, being a big guy, I always felt like I was getting choked by the darn things every time you I tried. You should try the new Atlas. Really? You wouldn't get choked by nothing. I, I never tried Atlas. I only tried Liat. And, I hey, like oh, yeah, the, no. and the kids want, my son wears the Atlas kids version, mm-hmm. is really good. Like, really good for really? kids. Oh, oh yeah. good. Uh, w wheels. Uh, great wheels. <laughs> Guts racing. Uh, awesome seats. They are great seats. Uh, get data. Uh, get, get. Pro filter. Uh, new filters every time. Honda World Downey. Uh, Ridge Lines. Ride Engineering. Uh, Bling. OGO. Best bags out there. Bro. Bro. That'll work. <laughs> Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Uh, get a job. Get a job. <laughs> get a, get a that, job. That, that all works for sure. Um, so, uh, a couple things before we leave. Savachi's performance at Monster Cup. Mm-hmm. We got Osborne. 
coming in. Rookie. Plessinger's coming in. Rookie. Savachi's coming in. Rookie. Now, a month One ago... More. Hill. Not a rookie. Did one. Did more than one. Atlanta. Did one and a half. He's a rookie. Hill doesn't count. Okay. So, like, three weeks ago, we said who was going to be the top guy, and everyone said Plessinger, basically, and no one even talked about Savachi, and I think one of one of the co-hosts made a joke like, we've literally never talked about Savachi. That was me. Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Okay. A little credit where it's due, please. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Uh, does this Monster Cup thing change your mind at all? What do you mean, change my mind? You don't know what my mind's been. I don't know what your mind's been. So anyone that's listening about now... Can we talk about Ali Reid again? <laughs> After Just, we're okay, all right. um, Anyone that is listening that has listened to my podcast, you know that I'm a Savachi apologist for whatever reason. I don't even know. I don't even, I've never talked to the guy other than in a press conference. I don't even know him. I like him for some reason. And I've been saying this for a while, and I'll stick to it right now. He will be the best rookie next year. And I've been saying that for a while. This isn't like because of Monster Cup. I said it before Monster Cup. I've been Someone saying pull it. some audio of you saying that. I'll find it. Over I will find it. I will find it. And anyone out there that listens to Main Event Moto, confirm no it. No one listens. So, <laughs> but My grandma listens. <laughs> we have literally hundreds of listeners. Hundreds of listeners. Literally hundreds. Uh, uh, no, I've been saying yeah. this for right. since I, whatever. He, I, I'm a big believer in him. Okay. Just because the guy hasn't had the ability to clutch finish a championship. How many races has he won indoor, outdoor? Yeah, he, he, the dude's sick. He, yeah, he can't close down a title. And what happened in Vegas, infamous, horrible. The dude is sick. He's going to be really good on a 450. He's going to get better starts than the rest of them because mm-hmm. he gets good starts. Yeah. And he's solid as a rock. And I think because of some things that I know about just bike setup that he's going into a different world, his bike's going to be a little bit better for him. Uh, and he's going to be really, really good next year. Daniel, is he still going to be working with Ricky or is he going to be uh, changing up his program? Because I wonder, because it seems like that was beating him down a little bit. No, it, he was it, so it, negative sometimes on the podiums, you know? Uh, I think when you've gone through what he's gone through, self-inflicted, you're going to be a little bit negative when things don't go right. I mean, Uh let's be honest. I'll throw this right at the guy. That was like you've heard of being posterized in the NBA when someone dunks on you and they use it on every highlight reel for the rest of time. What happened to him in Vegas with Osborne is being he's going to be posterized forever for that. Sure. Uh, What do you you think, Blazer? Better than Plessinger and Osborne? (laughs) Indoors, for sure. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, yeah. If I was going to, me personally, I would take Plessinger, personally. You know, Joey, the last couple of years, he's got plenty of speed, but he just seems like he's had trouble putting yeah. it together. Daniel looks really sad right now that you said that. Not sad. I'm just, whatever, just. Whatever, bro. Triple damp, a triple stamp, a sur- double stamp, dude. It's happening. <laughs> He'll I mean, be Monster the best. Cup is a one-off thing, but he, he did surprise me. He rode way better than I expected. I'll go uh, as far as to say he might, I, I, I'm, I'm not all the way on this close. I think, he, I think no. I think he'll be. Winner. I think he'll be the best number two next year. Oh, on any team. Two rider. right? On any team. So he beats Webb. He beats Sealy. Yeah. He beats Pike Blessinger. Pike Osborne. He yeah. beats Osborne. I think so, and I could be way wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll own it. But I'm telling you right now, I I, I believe that right. he is way better than advertised, and he's done some things that make him look like a choke artist, of course, and he has. Uh, but on an individual night, I think I'm, I uh, look it up the result. I mean, he might have won. He's might have won more main events than any of those other rookies. His Fiat at mains, uh, he's legit. He's very under uh, he's appreciated. More, more than Zach, I think main events. Oh, uh, maybe. 
Maybe he's had a good couple the last couple of years, I guess. But. Yeah, and, and I, I'm sorry, he choked to Osborne and Webb, who were both pretty sick. It's not like he and last year was definitely really bad for a number of reasons. But no, I, whatever. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell you anymore. He's my guy. I think he's gonna be really, really good next year on a 450. I think he's mentally better. He will do fine. Yeah, because he doesn't have to win a yeah, title. Yeah, he doesn't have pressure on him. No, though. Yeah, and he's going title. to pull starts left and right, which sure. he always has, and he will on a 450. You saw it. He whole shot two out of three. He's yeah. gonna. He's gonna be good. He's got I'm plenty of speed. I think it's all in his head. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, thanks to you people for listening. Uh, thanks to Eric Bernard for coming up. Uh, Daniel, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it Love was. Uh, on. Uh, really appreciate. It. I thought you were going. I thought you were going to be at Monster Cups, and it would be easy for you to stay a day. But you actually flew in just for this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when everyone else is flying out, yeah. I was flying in. Yeah, yeah you're flying schedules in. Schedules uh, didn't uh, work. I wasn't always able to fun go. to have you in. Uh, and uh, main event moto Eagle Grit Pulpomex code to save at EagleGrit.com. Right. Right. Eagle Grit, the official hand cleaner of his dealership, <laughs> Buick GMC of Woodbridge. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Making deals on the fly. That's yep. right. Um, Tony Blazer, always good to see you again. Thank you. Uh, good luck in your this convention this week. I'm sure it'll be thrilling. Yeah, it's super all week awesome. long. We'll yeah. uh, we'll try to get hit dinner up at some point Let's this week. It. And uh, and thanks to you, people, Swisscore, Moser, Pookie, Marks. Why do you guys say it like that? <laughs> we said they call you dog. You sound so appreciative to everyone else, and then you sound like you just have to say my name after everyone else's. Pretty much. I was gonna play a good drop for you. At I, the I don't end know of the show. why you came. Why you came to Monster Cup with your wife, and then you literally never texted me at all to say that you were there or anything else, and then you you never. Uh, we've been trying to get dinner with you for a while with you and your wife, but then one you've been time that I was with the guy. Yeah. See, now you're gonna do that and everything else. And <laughs> so. Uh, no, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. You're um, welcome. Next week, Randy Richardson's Straight Rhythm Talk. Uh, so really, really look forward to that. Uh, thanks, Jerkies. We really appreciate it. We will see you next week. So I bone this dude. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Flame